0: And we're back to Salt of the Streets Podcast. And just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, we are back to Salt of the Streets Podcast. I don't know why I went Walter Cronkite there. My bad.
1: This is Saturday, February 19th, one twenty-two p.m. Episode 122.
0: And welcome back, everybody, the Salt Streets Podcast, your one and only source for all the political commentary and all the weekly news, pop culture, and sports. You can handle the best part about the whole deal. It's all designed from the ground up for people like you and me, the everyday normal person. So come down and join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and continue our endless endeavor to bridge the gap between people and information. And yes, too drunk, half-drunk, guys halfway across the world can do a better job at relaying facts to you than cnn can so actually on that note sorry uh, i am colin
1: and i'm donovan
0: and welcome back again to episode 122 we've got a awesome i don't know just a packed show today i don't know how we're going to do it but like always we will do it um today we are going to be covering uh, how the Left Hates You. And we're going to be looking at, uh, let's see, let's see, we're going to be looking at Russia, Ukraine. We're going to be taking a look at the Ottawa truckers with a complete timeline of where where it's gone from the, its inception to where it as is as of uh, my last understanding was yesterday. We had some major developments with that. And then we'll be talking a little bit about the Durham report. There's some things that came out over that over this past week or so. Uh, we've got a slight update on the Washington magazine ban and a couple of the other gun laws that we might be getting to. Um, and then, obviously, we're going to be kind of segmenting this into a couple of different parts. So first, we're going to be talking about how the left hates you. And then we're going to be talking about how their ideas will and do generally fail. So we're going to be talking about the BLM funding issues that have been going on, some drug safety incidents that are happening on the Seattle Metro. Um, John, this particular came from you, and I'm really excited to hear about yes. that. That sounds very strange. Uh, it sounds very Seattle, I should say. Um, and then we're going to be talking a little bit about the uh, the University of Pennsylvania. The, uh, is it University of Pennsylvania, right? Uh, I think it's Penn, Penn State. Penn State. Um, the, the swimmer's letter when it comes to, oh, my God, now I'm not going to remember her name. The swimmer. Oh. About the transgender swimmer and competing and stuff like that. So we'll oh, get yes. into some of that stuff along with uh, God knows what else. Throughout this fantastic episode today Leah Thomas Leah Thomas, thank you I knew that sounded familiar But anyways, we are here for episode 122 I'm not dying anymore of the non-rona Which is pretty sweet
1: The rona, non-rona Yeah, the
0: non-rona Even my doctor was like, yeah, I think you kind of had it Because them take-home tests tests are garbage And I ordered my my free government test, by the way Cheers Oh, you did? I did Have you got them yet? Cheers No, I haven't I'm kind of upset about it because it's been like two weeks Mmm a little bsb that's nice but yeah i uh i did that thing when i was sick yeah. Okay. because you know there's you know, personalities and things you know everybody's working and stuff like that so everybody's asking you to take tests and shit and i'm like yeah whatever um couldn't find any. couldn't find any found and then they got new shipments in and they got them so we, i took two tests and shit but even during like the delta it was like they had like a 75 percent success rate right, right efficacy rate and now with the omicron i guess that shit's way out the fucking window right so my doc was like yeah it sounds like you had it And i'm like well yeah i mean it was basically like when i had it originally just less so right like it didn't i, I wasn't i didn't feel like i got hit by a bus for three days it was just like for a day and then when my mom got rona her only real symptom was other than feeling like shit was she just slept all the time That was me i was sleeping like i was like sleeping like 14 hours a day that's easy 14 hours a day so i was up for a couple hours and then i'd crash back out (laughs) boom 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 so yeah i've got a lot of sleep in the last fucking few weeks yeah but anyways we're back to full health we're here we've got uh some we got bsb in us already so that Mm -hmm. means we're ready to go
1: yes so colin um i was just waiting i was listening God, I i'm was here like, for it i like, was how do i, I end this, sure this where you were going I was i'm gonna, just gonna drop it I was <laughs> sure Where you were going? I was, but i was willing to follow you there right so um <sighs> yeah so we got a big show this week like colin said so but as we do every week uh, i want to start something here so colin let me ask you this right um we talked in the pre-show that and actually we didn't give the dates but on march 21st our government is going to give some of our rights back um to those uh those of you still complying. I was going to say those of us, but you and I have not complied for some time now. So those of you still complying, the state mask mandate is going to be reversed on the on March 21st. Um, the waiting, I had a lot of people ask me about that. I don't just get that. that so, uh, I don't get that at it all. It is supposedly.
0: The science is going to change.
1: Yes, but apparently the science now says that uh, they predict that the cases per 1,000 will be around 5 on the mm-hmm. 21st of march and that is when it will be safe for everyone to not wear the cloth mask that they've already said don't do anything for you yeah, but that's facial when it will decoration be. The, i remember Leanna Wing saying, yeah. but that's when it will be safe for you to not wear the facial decorations anymore except for Excuse on like me. public transit uh and a few other transit, places. Right? um i think in state buildings you still have to wear one um yeah there's a few Uh, Schools have the option here, right? They have the Mm -hmm. choice. They can't do it. Students have the option. Dear God, don't forget you have the right to wear a mask. Dear God, don't forget. Lest you forget that you have the right to wear a mask. And I... Don't you dare let your employer tell you that you can't wear a mask. Don't you dare. No, that's... Yeah, that's part of the justification that we talked about for keeping the rich in power. So, um, with that, Mm -hmm. right? The mask mandates are being taken away. So... Is the lifting of mask mandates proof that we were wrong about the state not giving back power that it took from us? No. Why? Not even in the
0: slightest thought of it. Because Mm -hmm. they're not giving us, they're not removing the emergency powers. They're not letting the, the emergency situation or whatever the declaration is that is that gives the executive all the extra power. They're not doing that. They're not getting rid of that. That's like a very, very important thing that they're he's specifically not getting rid of it because it allows access to federal funds and other other executive powers and that to, he could not have otherwise. So
1: regulate the schools. That's part of it. Yes. And not to interrupt you, but that's part of the his third justification mm-hmm. was it also allows us to regulate the schools more if we keep the emergency powers in order. So it leaves mm. the door open to bring the, the school mask mandates back, even though we're going to take them away right now, even though that doesn't make any sense. And we have people like Stacey Abrams taking pictures. <laughs> D- uh, lest, lest we question her during Black History Month. Right? How about lest Dan we... Crenshaw?
0: <laughs> did you see that? that no. young? I think I saved the tweet. I'll have to look for it uh, in He in did a the same shit? Okay. So there was two pictures. Uh, at, it was like at a Young America's Foundation or one of those <sighs> like youth conservative group things. There's a picture of, I think it was like Charlie Kirk and some other kind of mainstream, kind of a younger person right they were doing and they just took a picture with the kids right and then dan crenshaw standing there with a mask on and then all the other fucking kids have masks on i saw that picture i gotta see if it's on my twitter because i'm pretty sure i saved it it was dan pretty crenshaw powerful the worst dan crenshaw is the new john mccain neocon he's a modern version yes. of the john mccain neocon yes he is a shill for corporate fucking power he is a shill for corruption in government as long as it's his people in power he doesn't care i'm not a fan not no. a fan i was at first yes i he had me convinced and i think he just you know the swamp dirties everybody bro swamp dirties everybody i'm yeah, gonna see if i can find this tweet not, real quick that's really unfortunate <laughs> if i so, bookmark that tweet i'm pulling it up um, it's legit
1: so I agree with you there uh, because, again, the, like you said, the, the limited mask mandate is still in effect, right? Mm-hmm. So not only to the point that you said before that these these – they're not giving the back because the emergency powers are still there. Yeah. They've also
0: – Just because they proven, tell you you can have a mask off doesn't mean that you're any less – you have your freedoms again. Right. No, 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 no.
1: They've also tested the waters to find out exactly what the limits are before people start to really protest and, and really start to throw a fit, right? They know that if they put in a mask mandate, some people are going to have an issue. Some people are not going to wear it, but they're just going to leave it out because they can do it anyway. You know? Yeah. They know that if they put out a, a vaccine mandate, people are going to do it. The state is going to do it. The state workers are going to do it. People who work there are going to do it. Most of the police officers are going to do it. They're going to do it because they don't want to lose their job. You know, they—they're not giving up that power. They've already established where the line is. They've—they've they've just set the—the the temporary line, right there. <clears throat> Looking for that Dan Crenshaw. I thing. am, dude. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty
0: startling, so I'm—I'm yeah. I'm, I'm trying to like find it. Real yeah. Quick.
1: No, that's really funny. Um, and then you had asked me, and I'd be interested if if anyone will ask Janesley about this, um, was the state
0: you mean him like this i'll just
1: ask him right the state vaccine mandate for the state workers right if that's going to stay in effect or if that's also going to go away with the mask mandate because Mm -hmm. what's we're not talking about vaccines right now we're
0: only talking about masks
1: well they are they they can they made sure that they mentioned um umir shah that is the doctor that's the state doctor i can never remember his name but that's his name umir shah right I made a point of remembering his name this time because I always say, I don't know whatever the fuck his name is, Uh, but Amir Shah. And he said, you know, the best way to protect yourself is still go and get a vaccine. Make sure that you're getting the boosties and getting pumped up and shit because that's still the best way to be protected. So, you know, no mention of making sure that you go out and get some exercise or try and get your kids to not be Get your supplements
0: up or, you know.
1: None of that. None of that. Uh, No, no mention of vitamin D. Just... Make a sure lot you, of
0: mentions of ivermectin, but, oh, shit, don't sure say the bad that, word. Uh, you just can't take that.
1: Make sure you get that vaccine,
0: though. Yeah, get that going on. That's I saw some uh, CNN articles yesterday, or last night, about ivermectin. Um, new studies have come out so about long-term effects of COVID and uh, everything. And as per the usual, it, lo- it looks as if it's uh, there's no data still at this point to support anything about ivermectin's uh, antiviral properties or anything like that. Mm. As far as the, the news studies are concerned. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, isn't that interesting? Good for you, CNN, for, for giving us that scoop. <laughs> I just, I'm so dumb. How can it, I see people still referencing CNR, CNN articles? I see them quote tweeted a lot. I see them just, I mean, they are just orgasmically putting stories out on social media all the time. How does anyone give them a shred of credibility anymore?
1: Only people who stay at home. And I I'll don't get it. give you an example, right? The condo we're going to next weekend, which Word. is a week from today, dinner and games afterwards in the condo. That's what the plan is. So one week from today, Saturday, dinner and games in the Ye-ye. condo. Plan it. Put it down. Um,
0: put it on the calendar.
1: That condo we're going to be at. There's a woman, because it's for Jordan's family who lives in... Somewhere. Uh, what the fuck is this? New Mexico, right? Oh. Um, yes. That's who that is. Michael oh, Barker. Okay. Michael Barker's family, right? Michael Barker. Yes, it's his family that owns I talked this about condo, him the other day. and it's just for them to stay in when they're here. Right? Oh, that's cool. They own it just yeah. so that they have a place to like stay a, when they're here. Yeah, vacation and house type of deal. Yes, exactly. So there's a woman who lives across the hall that like watches it for them. You know, when they're gone.
0: That's what my neighbor does. My neighbor's dope as shit. He always watches my stuff when I'm he- not Last here. Last year
1: around this time, I think we went there. Jordan and I did just to stay, um, yeah, maybe just for the day even to hang out. And so the woman across the hall, we get the key from her. And when we went there, we stopped and we knocked on her door and she did left the screen closed. You know, she's an older woman, obviously, um, and definitely retired. And so we were like, oh, hey, you know, we're just here. like, get the key. And she said, yeah, yeah, if you'll just back up, then I'll open the door and I'll set it down on this thing here. And then I'll come back inside and you can grab the key then.
0: wow. <laughs> so those are
1: the people that keep seeing it in business because. Are you
0: sure you just didn't scare
1: her? You're a big man. <laughs> I, didn't, I purposely said nothing. Yeah, no, she wouldn't even, like, allow us to take something from her hand. I don't even want to risk touching you or being within too close. And for some reason, this mesh on my screen door is going to protect me because she wasn't wearing a mask. She wasn't any of these things. It's really
0: sad when you think about it, man. It's super sad. That people live. There's lots of people that live like that. Especially
1: here, right? Where Mary is talking about how he went into a store and that person asked him to wear a mask and he said, okay, and turned around. Like he was like, I just would rather not shop here. And that person said, no, 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 it's fine. They would rather, do you remember that? He's on the show and he said yeah. that to us. Yes. Uh, yeah, I remember so, that.
0: Yeah, because what from the stores? No, don't, don't yeah. leave. Don't leave. Sorry. But, but Give us here, your money, please.
1: The, we have the woman, Lacey, who's in our fucking fantasy league, was almost arrested out of Costco because she wouldn't wear a mask.
0: You know what's funny is that doesn't surprise me about Lacey. No, she's a savage. <laughs> she she's like, savage.
1: Uh-uh. But, that does not right? surprise me, and this yeah, welcome in the to same country. It's yep. the same country. It's the same town. This is that Larry is from. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. No, it's really not good. You <laughs> it's know, really bad. So it brainwashing. I didn't, Ugh. and I guess I didn't realize before COVID. Probably for the same as everything, because I've mm-hmm. changed so much since then. You know, before the pandemic. Again, again, my apologies. Like, my apologies. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy about it because I. I, I just, feel sad for other people who yeah. who haven't put the work in, right? Which yeah. is the next thing I want to talk about. I got to eat a little bit more crow, and then we can get onto the regular show, right? So
0: I saw that in your notes. I was like, Ooh, "Yes, I'm excited." Yes.
1: Um, I've so I didn't realize how many people that they're how surrounded we were by people that do not think the same way as us in any. Way, shape, or form, oh, you know, in this area, are, we are vastly outnumbered, and I get spoiled sometimes, especially working at bennick That, like, so the people I work with are largely conservative, yeah. and so talking in that environment, I'm like, Oh, like I'm not alone because all these people here feel mostly the same way, you know, even if it's for different reasons. But you leave that building, like, you know, you leave that building, oh, yeah. it's not like that at all. That's just how yep. that building is because it's still a yeah. small company that's still like they my, still maintain, my company's kind
0: of the same deals. Yes. We just we're kind of a little away, we're detached from the right. rest of the local society and you don't really see it until you go out and about and, yes but if and, you
1: have even offhand conversations with people at the store and shit it's this, weird the things they're willing to say are way different than the shit that i would be willing to yes. say that's like what i noticed on the way here how many like uh, thin blue line stickers there are on people's cars so and stuff man. like that you know that's like this is weird do you not see because those same people probably are against what we're going to talk about in ottawa yeah. right they're probably like this is fucked up you shouldn't be doing that. our cops would never do that Sure. Maybe like Officer Brian would never do that, you know. Maybe I mean, we Maybe. know people. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know Officer Brian that well. But from what I know of him, the conversation I've had with him, especially about the law, yeah. I don't see him doing that type of shit. But I also, I don't know him that well, and I know that he works with probably eighty percent dudes that would do that. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's the issue, Millspec mojo. Yeah. Those shooting guys, he just got fired because he wouldn't get a shot. That's yeah. He's probably one of the best cops they had on their whole force, definitely the best shooter on the whole force. Bye bye. No longer on there. Yeah. Right? Which
0: good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Because we need less stormtroopers in the Empire. Right now, anybody that's sporting the same blue line t shirt or you know, sweatshirt and all that. Like Will and I still fight about this all the time. You know, for for good reason, I think. Because like our buddy Caleb. Caleb's a cop now. Yeah. I I'm sure Caleb's a great cop. Officer Brian, I'm sure Officer Brian's a great cop. But I'm I'm not going to fully fully trust that you're not going to you know essentially renege on your oath to the Constitution until it comes time and you're standing in line with the rest of the stormtroopers and then you, then you like some of the the cops yesterday rounding up the Ottawa a couple of the cops defected and went over to the trucker side. Yeah. That was cool to see. Until I see that moment, you're still a stormtrooper. You're still wearing the white, you know what I mean? You're still in stormtrooper armor. Your working for the Empire.
1: Your livelihood isn't in question. Yet. Yeah. You know, it's not in question yet. yet. You're not facing that decision. You were willing to get the vaccine. You're willing to do those things because it didn't matter. And
0: I'm not going to say, like, the people that say willing to take the vaccine, I'm like, word, no judgment. You do you. That's fine. It's just not for me. It's just when you come after my God-given rights because I don't make the same choice you do with my body, then that's when we have issues. But I don't blame people for doing it. I might judge them a little bit, but time will tell whether my judgment was stupid or not. And I'm okay with that, but, um, but yeah, it it worries me the amount because you still you see them flying all over the place. Those thin blue line flags are everywhere around here.
1: With the Gadsden flags too. That's the best. <sighs> that's the best thing ever. Is when they have the Gadsden sticker and the thin blue line sticker. Yeah. They they You're clash. Do
0: you realize person. that they clash?
1: Yeah.
0: But I like the ones. Um, I've only seen a couple of them. They are the thin red line flags
1: the firefighters
0: and it, yeah it's firefighters ems and shit i'm like oh word that's cool i'm down with that ain't no the firemen aren't going to be the stormtroopers on the front line you know good for them
1: firefighters are probably firefighters and emt are the first responders you could support all the time a lot of emts especially yeah, much. ambulance drivers and shit are like yeah. volunteers like they're you know
0: oh so the uh, the vast i i'm pretty sure I'd, I'd be really curious to be fact-checked on this because i'd like to know the actual number but like the vast majority of towns in America are small towns. Yeah. The vast majority of fire departments are small town fire departments that are yeah. run by Volunteers. volunteer firefighters. Yeah. I would really love to know the number of, like, volunteer firefighters compared to, like, you know, city and, you know, some so people are actually are so on a payroll.
1: It's difficult to get on. Like, a Casey had a hard time becoming a volunteer firefighter because there are so oh, yeah. many people applying to be a volunteer firefighter, which is weird to consider. That oh. It's like such a surplus of candidates for that. But, oh, yeah, like, dude. but we need more, you know? Yeah, My, Which, I mean, my cousin is do, a but... firefighter, right. um,
0: EMT, you know, kind of general badass life-saving dude. But he volunteered, My this is a, kind of a different era. It's it's fucking 20 years ago, I guess, at this point. But, like, he, he had to volunteer for, like, eight years or something like that before, before he, got he got a chance there. to even, like, get into an academy. That's and, wild. And now he's a full-blown, like, paid firefighter, I think, over in... Bellevue or something like that um you know and he's you know doing it up proper but yeah it took for it took years of volunteering before even having a chance to get a paying job good for you and he was killing it at Costco in between then so I, don't like I always being, tell anybody that wants to be a firefighter go work at Costco because it worked out for the one guy I know <laughs> <laughs> that's a good first step is right? right at Costco yes
1: I don't like being too hot I definitely don't want to be in a fire I don't like being out I have I fought like fires before. Day. I definitely don't want to be. Uh, you fought a fire before? Multiple.
0: When you were in the Coast Guard? Yeah, we fought one fire. That was live and that was
1: was that hot. crazy as fuck?
0: Yeah, I mean it wasn't great, but I hate to say it but you're trained for shit like that and right. then it just kind of feels automatic and the difference being is when you rotate through fire party shifts and stuff like that because it is so hot that you can only spend like 10 or 15 minutes down there at a time before you get pulled out and the next group comes in to relieve you so on and so forth go out on the back deck middle of the Bering Sea you pull away your firefighting gear and there's a fucking chimney of steam that comes up like that and you could burn yourself you gotta be careful but really yeah it's it's wild fire yeah fighting fires isn't is it's it's it's, it's a it's a deal it's a weird deal so it's, it's a weird deal especially when you're like, on a boat in an ocean. Yeah. That if you jump into the water, you'll die in two minutes.
1: Shout out Coast Guard. It's weird. Tell you what, yeah, cool shit, bro. People shit on Coast Guard, shout out Coast Guard. Yeah, that's right. Straight
0: up. We're the only military service that doesn't make a living killing people.
1: Uh, yeah. Shout out Coast Guard. Word. Every episode, shout out Coast Guard. Goddamn. We out here.
0: I'm kind of proud of my, my branch, even though they're just as woke as everybody else nowadays. They got the yeah. same problems, but... I mean, Alexander Hamilton started them, which obviously we have issues there. But you know, respect. It's That's all one good. of my next.
1: I have three or four like big books that I want to read next, and one of them is a JFK book that I started. I think I was reading it when we were doing this podcast. Never finished it. It's like mm-hmm. it's an enormous. Yeah, book.
0: I remember you like yeah. diving into it a yeah, little bit, and
1: I just couldn't couldn't do it at the time. Now I think I could absolutely hammer it out. It's less than less pages than the John Adams one, but I also have an Alexander Hamilton that I thought was David McCullough, but it's not. But it mm-hmm. was the basis for the musical, so it's obviously really legit. So um, I got a couple. And then Ayn Rand is over a 1,000 pages. Yeah. Or the, the Atlas, Atlas Shrug. Shrugged, yes, yeah, yeah. over a 1,000. So it What
0: sucks is book. you kind of have to do Atlas Shrugged before you do The Fountain. But Atlas Shrugged is a way bigger dive yeah. than The Fountain.
1: Yeah, so I got a couple of real beasts that I'm going to dive yeah. into post-Book Club that they might be like i might do that next book club of like okay now we're gonna commit and we're gonna do one of these books in three months and then we're gonna do another book a quarterly in... big bitch yeah, yeah yeah you know because I, I think i finished john adams in like three and a half months yeah and so that was heavy and that's 650 that was a beast you know yeah. and so the ayn rand you know we'll do like a six month thing like we had six months to to crush a thousand pages i think i could probably do a thousand pages in six months yeah. i don't know what that is they start the timer. We'll get the calculator out. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. 1,000. We'll
0: 1,000. 1,
1: divided by what? how many days are in six months. Well, let's break it year. down.
0: Let's do six for months. So yep. it's 166 a month. And then we'll just roughly say, well, you know, we'll... it by 30. Yeah, man. we'll do 30. We'll divide that. So you took five and a half pages a day. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah,
1: good. We can totally do... I'll probably finish it in five. You'll be, be like, working on that
0: along with dumb. four other books at the same <laughs> time. And can I-, I just say,
1: for a moment...
0: You have started this book club, and I always brag a lot. How about like I'm basically your drug dealer in red pills I just <laughs> throw yeah. at you? You've inspired me so much with this reading endeavor. I have, I've, I've taken great personal pride in the steps that I have taken in my own private reading life, and so I, I, and it's all to you. So thank you, good sir. Absolutely, say. and I feel like you're doing that to a lot of people. And I, and we need that in our society right now. I've big had time.
1: Many people. Um mentioned similar things to me you know casey has, has gone back to reading he's reading all the time shane is like listening to more books and he's and a horseshoer like yep <laughs> yeah so i, I think now. i think it's doing good i think it's doing good for yeah, people you, to are doing like good this. bro so i'm culture's I'm downstream
0: from, uh, 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 yeah there you
1: go politics down and that's politics how I, downstream you know, from culture and that's if I can You're tailor the these culture. books to exactly, exactly. I feel good about it, and I feel proud. I mean, like I said, reading three, four books at one time. Like I have to get back to that and those books, I feel dude. Good.
0: And we, you said uh, them during the pre show, but uh, right now, you just smashed yes. Yami Parks yeah, uh, I in I order just to live. Yami
1: Parks. So, right now, right, this is my fun book, is the Sears Unfortunate Events. Yep. This is what I'm doing like at lunch. And right? I
0: wanted to talk to you about, we're going to talk about that after you're done. In yes, a second. So
1: that's like my. I'll read this at mm-hmm. lunch. This I was reading only in the bathroom because I didn't want to finish it too quickly. Now I'm about to tear the fuck on this thing and I'm going to crush it in probably a week. Um, and then I'm also reading this this is the baby book the prepper the partner. the birthing partner right yeah because you're gonna be me me and aaron me and aaron and then the two midwives that's it that's heavy shit dude it's gonna be crazy so this is to help me be better at that um that's gonna be wild yes i I know like weird visitation
0: um, stuff at the hospital Right, right. That's that's. I didn't really think
1: about that until now. We don't even have to like. It's your kid. You don't even have house. to register her or tell anyone for a few days. Like, hey, we had a baby. We can yes, illegal child, yes. It's a secret. Yeah, what the fuck happens? Whoa. No one needs to know.
0: Yeah, what happens if somebody just is like, oh yeah, we had a baby, and then like, I then know, all that. of a sudden I, she's yeah. like. 16 years old you've been homeschooling the whole time and like the state has no idea she exists i don't know i don't what know what the fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> i imagine eventually because she there's goes, a movie there she's got to go and see the midwives you know she'd yeah. have to see doctor at some point somebody's registering so, this baby's life yes the midwives would eventually be like you're telling me you haven't called the, the hospital yet is what you're saying like i don't What you i'm not Prove sure that it, it happened <laughs> yeah. yeah um so yeah no i feel very good about it i told you when mm-hmm. i was in high school and i had far less things to do i was regularly crushing three or four books at a time um and so i feel glad to just be back at that mental capacity um mm-hmm. to be reading. like jordan said it's gonna be great it's gonna be a good time i'm not i'm obviously scared because <laughs> she's gonna have a fucking baby in our living room but um it's also it's gonna be very cool you know i'm excited i told jordan i'm excited for people to come over and for me to say do you know what we did in here right do you know what happened in this room you see that seat where you're sitting yes guess what happened there yeah exactly <laughs> so we gotta buy a bunch of shower curtains and stuff and put them all over the floor and murder stop yeah because yeah, you basically it's... have to prep for a murder scene right pretty much that's what i've heard yeah like half of her body's gonna come out it's gonna be crazy so hey there's a baby in oh. a placenta this baby is crazy all the time i was feeling the baby yesterday and she'd chill for a second and then be like that's it i don't even know how she moves <laughs> yeah you could see jordan's belly like shake around it was crazy i, I don't know how she moves that much yeah it was very cool some. oh my god that's so cool. just shadow boxing with dad she's i'm shadow boxing mark oh my god yesterday in the gym and then we'll fucking move on to me and crow i i shadow boxed with five pound weights in my hands oh my shoulders hurt yeah so bad Careful. <laughs> that no. seems like it would hurt that's your surprise right. that's, that's what was the finisher ah. i did three rounds in one minute and i was i was dead three rounds in a minute yeah god damn three one minute rounds yeah, yeah. i was dead damn so. yeah i've officially like before you eat crow
0: I'll just top it off with this. Yep. The random banter. <clears throat> I'm officially having to pull the trigger on my new schedule now this week. There it is. Because I was all ready to do it, and then all of a sudden I got the non-Rona, and I yep. was out. And still, I mean, it took me fucking weeks to recover, which was shitty. Never lost taste and smell this time though. I don't think Omicron does. That was doesn't. choice. Yeah. I, I hear of a couple of people still doing really? that. Really? But it's generally the people that have never gotten Rona before. Yeah. So, and it's way fewer and far between. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we're gonna do that. Uh, that's This week, so I'm not going to be like Carolina and work out every, f- for, you know, five days a week or some yeah. shit. But I am getting up at uh, at the very latest three thirty. I've decided to come in to this here studio and have a cup of coffee, start working, get some shit done, and that way when I'm done from work, I gym. can I can go to the gym. Nice. Or I'll probably start in my my happy spot, which is running. Yeah, um, I've done that before, where I became a pretty good runner. So I'm going to start there. I got my kicks all ready to go. Cardio so is my, important. I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna hit trails. Just just get the the heart used to beating again. Exactly. You know what I mean. I got a, an awesome set of trails in the back. Yeah. So I'm gonna go run some trails, and it's gonna be dope. Uh, weather's good for that right now. Start so slow. Make sure. That's you drink where I'm gonna start. Water, and then I'm probably gonna be hitting you up, show me some basic shit. And then when the timing's right, like on Fridays, I'll probably go kick it with Carolina and um uh uh, 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 uh oh my God, Chad, non brother Chad. Yep. Um and you know get some Vanilla get some Chad, stuff dude. down there yeah he's Vanilla Chad yeah Vanilla duh Chad yeah exactly on the Twitch exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, yeah. he's a good kid he I knows. like him shout out that guy he's cool so all right um, so um, I yes. believe good sir you had a plate of crow we were gonna eat <laughs> yes <laughs> is this a we that's thing true. or is this you <laughs> thing I don't know I uh, forget it's mostly me it's mostly me
1: you can eat you can have some if you want I'll that's have a side good. so. Started going back to see the chiropractor. This chiropractor. Uh, oh, yep. Okay. Right, and so if you've been listening to the show for a long time, uh, we we shat on this chiropractor several times in the beginning of Rona. I probably I don't know everything I said. I don't I, I don't know. I'm sure yeah, that I said have it at one point in time and... like it's misinformation. I, I don't know. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so we'd have to go back so and I'd take check. Full account for everything that I said, right? But that is only to move back to. We're back in Star. Started seeing her from my shoulder as Jordan was like, oh, I'll go back and see her, blah, 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 blah. So went back, talked to her for a long time, right? Quick side note, does D Plum still come through? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. So Dr. Crystal, right? Um, we've talked about it before. Ended up being right about a lot of shit. A lot. And at the time, we... I don't even remember our beef, to be perfectly honest. It was that she, we don't know. That, yeah, was, the, the, that was, was the deal. That was the deal. It's like yep. you don't know this, right? You're yeah. saying this there like you know, but you don't very know. Very definitive. Yes. And, like, yes. and it no. wasn't it wasn't you're wrong because we also didn't know. And yep. I never said you're wrong. It was you don't know this, yep. right?
2: Excuse me.
1: And our deal has always been truth. It's always been objective truth. Like, we're spreading facts. And so we say, you don't know this is in fact. You can't. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And your doctor. This is dangerous. Like, that's that was my whole tilt. That was our till. Mm-hmm. I, you were not really connected to her. So what you were of, mostly, yeah. you know. In retrospect, um, I'm like, uh man. Now. It's not good. Word. <laughs> right? Because she was right about a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of stuff she was talking about, especially, good thing is, like, masking for children. You know, now there's all these studies that are coming out. Oh, it's bad for their development and emotions and things like this, right? Oh all went, things dr crystal was saying in the beginning dr yeah. crystal she's also kind of woo woo, you know so Pretty it was woo-woo. much easier for me to be like you're fucking wrong you don't know what you're talking about yeah. you know dr crystal was right about a lot of stuff a lot of things right and so as i'm reflecting on this and i we sat down during like uh the, the exams or whatever she was doing and we talked about the podcast a little bit and i talked to her about you know kind of our i didn't talk to her specifically about we talk shit about you and now you're right about things but just that you know in the beginning we said a lot of stuff and we have realized we were wrong about a lot of shit and we were open about being wrong a lot of shit and we have admitted mm-hmm. every time that we've had to say like oh we were wrong or we didn't know or whatever you know and, and all we want we... is the
0: freedom to be wrong. Right
1: and then we take we take pride in being willing to admit that we were wrong and you know. correcting ourselves and then moving on. You know mm-hmm. we don't need to harp on it it doesn't need mm-hmm. to be we, we admitted it. We were wrong. It's fine. We no. made a mistake. You I know? have been a purveyor of misinformation before. So that, that's correct. Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. So she said that you know, it was great. She admired that. And then when Jordan went in the next day, she talked to Jordan the whole time about the conversation that her and I had. She's like, it's so great that you know, like they're willing to do that, and he's doing that, and blah, blah, blah. So upon further reflection of this conversation with her, um, I realized one of the reasons I was so bothered by the way that I had acted is that I wasn't following one of – jordan peterson's rules right one of the most basic ones i was acting i was not acting like someone i was talking to knew something i didn't know saying there's no way she could know this it's impossible for her to know this because no one knows Mm -hmm. it's a brand new disease it's a whole new virus no one fucking knows she couldn't possibly know how could she know because she's a doctor because she has she knows she has medical training she knows something
0: yeah she had a better basis or better foundational knowledge of medicine and 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 disease and viruses. Than we do to make a different. She has an educated guess. We have a guess.
1: Which was ignorance on my part, on our part, right? Which is why I'm here saying this. That's ignorance. That was, I was not, as per many things at the time, I was not thinking as broadly or as openly as I needed to, right? And just over the last maybe 24 hours, I've thought more and more about it, right? As I'm taking my notes. Another thing that I think frustrates me is that dr crystal was right about so much stuff and a lot of people i'm we sat here talk shit about her i'm sure a bunch of other people that don't have podcasts or platforms talk shit about her right she's never going to receive vindication for that no she has she started that school for the kids that don't have to wear masks She started the school league, or the soccer league for kids don't have to wear masks she's seeing people in her office they don't have to wear masks she's seeing people who have sensory issues and all the things that they have issues with what's going on there that are having an issue finding a home there mm-hmm. you know she will receive no vindication for anything that she did that was correct for standing up for what was right. She just is going to continue to press on. And I'd like respect. It's very admirable yeah, um, because she did the right thing. She yeah. just is doing the right thing, yep. you know, for no reward, not because she's going to be recognized, not for vindication, yep. just because that was the right thing to do. Standing up for liberty, standing up for freedom, standing up for what she believed was right was the right thing to do. Yeah. In the words of uh, the great and powerful British and Fetishy, where are her accolades?
0: Let's give her some accolades. Yes. Where are the accolades? <laughs> give her for Dr. the accolades. Crystal. Let's do it. So, I don't know what the accolades are, but yep. if we had them, we'd give them to her. So shout
1: out to Dr. Crystal. um If this becomes a clip, maybe we'll send it to her or something. I don't you know. Go. I've purposefully. She's
0: already listening, Raj, right now. I, I know. She Sneaky. gave some indication <laughs> that
1: she had listened along the way. She did not say explicitly. But it seemed that that was the case. No. So, that does
0: not happen to me often, but when it does happen, you go, "Ooh, yes." There's somebody you might know slightly just mentioned something that you said on the podcast.
1: Like, oh, what have I been oh, saying? What I been saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, what have I been saying? <laughs>
0: so, I did. I do have to confess that I, uh, I self-censored myself on one of the clips from the After Dark show last week. <laughs> you did, yeah. I dropped a hard R and at an inappropriate point. Oh, I'm not afraid to drop a quote unquote r word if you will if if it's because correct it's to do that right because i feel it's important and we should not let that word go uh well you need to use it right because nowadays it's a minefield so i i ended up uh i censored myself i was going to bleep it but it just didn't work out real bleep so i just cut it real quick for the half second that i said it that's really good. Uh, confession right there. there you <laughs> ain't crow, I eat crow. There it is. There you go. And I got to remember, too, when we do these After Dark sessions, if they're going to go on YouTube, I <laughs> still have to be careful. That's really so, good. <sighs> anyway.
1: With that, now that we've done our, our bullshit banter, okay, yep. and we have eaten crow, we can move on to some proper topics. Right? Let's do so it. So the
0: first... I'm already going to go pee.
1: <laughs> it's
0: a bad situation.
1: Portion one of mm-hmm. today's show, right? Part one of our theme of watching the left fail right mm-hmm. it's gonna be a whole day of watching the left fail first theme is some examples of why the left hates you right mm-hmm. the first example is russia and ukraine so oh my god okay i'm gonna go pee real quick because yes. i got stuff to say yes <laughs> and so the reason here and i'll give you a prelude i guess that this is under why the left hates you is because they are explaining the Biden administration is displaying that they are more than happy to yodi come on more than more than happy to send our sons to die and not give a second thought about it right so what we'll do is we'll go through a timeline and i say let me pause here i say our sons because the last foreign war that our government got us into we were there for 20 years my son just turned three years old 20 years He'll be 23. So um, there is every possibility that if another world war is to begin or another forever war like we just got out of is to begin, there's all likelihood that my son is one of the ones that could go and fight. So I don't say your sons. I don't say their sons. I say our sons because it could be mine. So we'll go ahead and we'll go through a timeline that I have here. This was actually from Al Jazeera. So this is a just a timeline of events from this recent conflict. And we actually have touched on this briefly throughout the last few episodes, just kind of mentioning it off bat of when Russia started to amass troops on the Ukrainian border and there started to be more and more, and then they started moving military equipment. Excuse me. It's been a long road. Some too. tanks and things like that. So this is just kind of a brief timeline here from Al Jazeera. And this is from the thirteenth. Hello Kitty. Kitty Kitty. Um cotter. Oh, this is from the 13th, so it will be uh, updated as of then. There has been some things over the last few days that we'll get to after this. So November 2021, satellite imagery shows a new buildup of Russian troops on the border with Ukraine and Kiev. It says Moscow has mobilized 100,000 soldiers along, the tanks, along with tanks and other military hardware. December 7th, 2021, U.S. President Joe Biden warns Russia of sweeping Western economic sanctions if it invades Ukraine. December 17th, 10 days later, Russia presents detailed security demands to the West, including that NATO ceases all military activity in Eastern Europe and Ukraine, and that the alliance never accept Ukraine or other former Soviet Union, Soviet nations as members, which as the diplomatic talks begin, proves to be a non-starter for the United States and for NATO setting these deep red lines that Ukrainian that Ukraine and other Soviet states can never be accepted into NATO is a red line for the United States. It's a non-starter. They're unwilling to negotiate past that point. So we'll get more into this as we go on. January 3rd, 2022, Biden reassures Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky that the U.S. will quote-unquote respond decisively if Russia invades the Ukraine. The two men spoke on the phone to discuss preparations for a series of upcoming diplomatic meetings to address the crisis. January 10th, 2022, U.S. and Russian officials meet in Geneva for diplomatic talks, but differences remain unresolved. As Moscow repeats, security demands that Washington says it cannot accept, which is what we just talked about. Uh, NATO puts forces, this January 24th, NATO puts forces on standby and reinforces its military presence in Eastern Europe with more ships and fighter jets. Some Western nations start evacuating non-essential embassy staff from Kiev. The U.S. puts 8,500 troops on alert. And this is a few weeks ago. You may remember seeing headlines that Joe Biden had like we said, or like Al Jazeera reports here had put 8,500 troops on alert. They had put them on like the next level of readiness to be deployed uh, for NATO uses. If they, if the need arose. And so some of them were, I know from the joint base, because that was a really big story around here. Uh, joint base, Lewis McCord is a huge base, obviously near our area. And so some of the troops are from there. A lot of troops that go overseas come from the joint base because it's so enormous.
0: Yeah. Um, I'd say just real quick for context when we're yep. talking about um, NATO countries, uh, pull up the quick map here, real quick, uh, of NATO countries in Europe, anyways. And, you know, so you got everything from Turkey as it comes through to Romania, um, Slovenia, Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, those particular nations being very, very, very close to Russia as yes. compared to a few. And you'll notice right through here, right where Ukraine is, uh, not a member of NATO. So, EU. But not in NATO. Oh, that's these guys. So some of the, yeah, that's interesting. EU countries that aren't in NATO, like Norway or Sweden. Sweden, that's Sweden right over here. Interesting. But yeah, there you go. There's a quick little rundown of your, your NATO countries compared to Russia. Yeah, There's yeah. Ukraine right there. That's a cleaner map. There you go. And that is Poland. No, that's not Poland. What nation Man, is I'm that I'm not going to guess. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, that's all right.
1: Anyways. So you pull up a different map. but. Yep. Um, so we'll move on here. January twenty sixth, 2022, Washington presents a written re- a written response to Russia's security demands, repeating a commitment to NATO's open-door policy while offering a principled and pragmatic evaluation of Moscow's concerns. Uh, January twenty seventh, the very next day, Biden warns of likely Russia invasion in February. China throws its political weight behind Russia and tells the U.S. that Moscow's legitimate security concerns should be taken seriously. So this... I think it's important to note, um, says that the Biden administration warns of likely Russian invasion in February, right? Yeah. We've heard this ever since then. Yes. We heard earlier this week, Wednesday is the day. Wednesday, it's definitely going to happen on Wednesday. Wednesday comes and goes. Yesterday, Joe Biden says, definitely in the next week or it's coming, coming days, it's definitely going to happen, yeah. right? I, I'll send you a video when we're done with this timeline of what the press secretary for the Department of Defense two weeks ago is – seemingly oh, making up so intel bad, while dude. he's there yeah. of oh we have uh, evidence that we you know intelligence that we're declassifying right now as i'm telling you about it that there's going to be a false flag video that's going to come out to try and uh, proceed uh russian invasion into ukraine no. and that the... poor reporter
0: was like well can can you prove it right and he was like well i am right now by by telling you says that's not intelligence that's you telling me that (laughs) something you think something is going to happen and he did not yes so he could not and i don't know if it was the fact that he could not legitimately understand that by him standing on the podium and saying these things that we don't believe him necessarily or if he was literally trying to cover because they don't actually have
1: proof right do you have signal pulled up on your i do indeed cool I'm going to send this to you. Okay, we well. could do this. Yeah, just so that it's there. I'll finish the timeline Shisha. and we can read it. Um, let's see here. God damn, up. Cool. Every time I open
0: it on my PC, I have to update the app. Oh. And I don't know. I, I think it's just so that. Security purposes, it, I, I think. Well, I think what it does is it, security for one, obviously, yeah, because long haired, super granola country hippie that's obsessed with security. Yeah. Make sure. And then it also catches up your texts.
1: There it is. Um, so let's see now, January 28th, the very next day, Russian President Vladimir Putin says Russia's main security demands have not been addressed, but that Moscow is ready to keep talking. Ukraine's President Zelensky warns the West to avoid creating panic that the will negatively affect his country's economy. And what he was referring to is we talked about just a few days earlier that some, of the, some nations had started to take their diplomats out of the country. The United yeah. States started to take its diplomats out and told them the people they should. And yeah. a whole shitload of other countries in the EU said, don't do that you should not be doing that there's yep. no reason for this to be happening i believe it was vladimir vladimir sminsky that said there some of them are safer in kiev than they are you know in la yeah. like i don't know why they're doing that right it doesn't well because it doesn't from look the good, white house you know? i
0: mean from an american standpoint the white house i mean they have been like pleading with people to leave ukraine any civilians over there any contractors anybody that's there of their own volition to leave now and they've been saying that for like a couple weeks now. When a geriatric president of the United States is like pleading to these people to leave Ukraine, doesn't give off a good message. Especially if you're Ukraine. I you mean, like, bro, 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 there's nothing going on here. We can, it's all gonna be all right. Don't tell everybody to leave. Because if you're telling everybody to leave, you're just creating more panic for the world. Right. And that's but we've been doing that for weeks on end at this point. Yes. And we're the only dumbass motherfuckers doing it. And I don't know, maybe that's just because I think we can all look at uh President Joe Biden's history on foreign policy, and I think we can all agree that he has
1: made every right
0: decision foreign (laughs) policy wise. I'm being very, very sarcastic
1: ever since he got there. We will get to that. No, no, that's okay. No, that's a perfect little tidbit. Yes. January thirty first, right? This is just Three weeks ago, mm-hmm. U.S. and Russia spar over the Ukraine crisis at a special closed session of the U.N. Security Council. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas Greenfield told the council a Russian invasion of Ukraine would threaten global security. No shit. <sighs> Russia's U.S. Wow. envoy, Vasily Nebazanya, Vasily, like, yep, um, accused Washington and its allies of drumming up the threat of war despite Moscow's repeated denials of a planned invasion. The discussions about a threat of our war is provocative in and of itself. You're almost calling for this. You want it to happen. And as it goes on, and I'm not sure if it will address it in the timeline, right? But eventually, the Biden administration does say, we're saying that it's going to happen so that they can't do it in secret, so that it's not yeah. a surprise, because then everyone is ready. And I don't... I can kind of almost get there. I can
0: kind of almost get there, particular when... There is they so can't much. surprise
1: us if they know that or if we say that we know what's going to happen. Let's put it this way: if I, if we keep saying,
0: so there's two ways to look at it, right? If we keep as a nation or whatever, keep saying, watch out, Ukraine. Russia's going to invade. Russia's going to invade. Russia's going to invade. And then one day when they do, we say, you, you know, this is not something that we didn't see coming. We planned on this. We're not going to go to war. We're obviously going to put sanctions, blah, 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 do all this stuff. Uh, but it, it, I guess it sets the... It's just the groundwork for what's to come when they do invade, I guess, versus, but it also at simultaneously, the problem is simultaneously, it also opens the door to reactions on a false flag. (coughs) If there was a false flag operation, um, like there's that Ukrainian kindergarten that got shelled at some point, um, and then there was a bunch of blame game under who did what and Russian separatists, and but that's not Russians and they're Ukraine. It's a weird right. deal, dude. It's a really weird I deal. I was but... explaining
1: it to Jordan this morning. that yeah. So we'll take a second to do this, right? There is – Ukraine itself, there's – I don't know exactly what the percentage is, but I'm going to say 50-50. That may be incorrect. Part of the Ukrainian people want to be a part of Russia. Yeah. It is a split politically, socially. People who want to be their own nation and people who want to be a part of Russia, mm-hmm. right? So – There is like, and I don't know where to draw them. There is the proper border between the Russia, Russia and the Ukraine. Then there's also a weird, the Donbass region border, like somewhere in the middle of the Ukraine where people start wanting to be their own nation and don't want to be part of Russia anymore. So on that weird fake border. There is a lot of infighting that happens all of the time. People shooting at each other, shelling and stuff that happens like that, because they have actual military backing by Russia. Russia sends money and weapons and troops and shit like that. Or not troops necessarily, but not troops. Let me very let me be clear about this, right? Uh, like militia or something we caught shit in the comments once for me not being more clear about correcting myself like i stopped and then adjusted my sentence but i didn't say let me correct myself and that person totally misconstrued what we were saying so let me be more clear about correcting myself right russia sends money and military support in the way of weapons and equipment and helping form and train these militias right certainly they have fucking kgb whatever it's called mm-hmm. now in there helping train people helping them get better the same way that yeah. we do with green berets right i think green, it's gru now um gru that's yeah. what it is yeah so they're doing all these things in the pro-russia part of ukraine yep. to help them get ready for uh, an invasion one day a separation whatever is going to happen yep. to help them get ready yep. and so that infighting is already happening Inside of the Ukraine and has been, it has been for, for a years. long time. Yep. Yes, so that's just to contextualize that. Jordan did not know that. I'm sure a lot of people. Oh don't yeah, know a lot that of people know. don't. No,
0: shit <laughs> sure like that happens in the Baltics all the fucking time. Yes,
1: all very common. It, that's why everyone has guns there because you were to defend yourself at any given time. Yeah, I saw a, a picture so
0: of, of like this cute little, you know, maybe like. Younger mid 20s gal that was just riding the bus in Ukraine the other day that had a AK 47 sticking out of her, like her just her bag that she's yes. carrying around. It's like, and nobody gave a shot. That's just normal. Yeah. No. Like that's, that's the kind of situation that you're dealing with over there. Yes. And those, those Russian, it's there, you'll hear them commonly referred to as Russian backed separatists. Yes. And these are like the militias. They're, they're the Ukrainians who more or less want to be part of Russia
1: yes february 1st putin denies planning an invasion and access and accuses the u.s of ignoring his country's security demands it is already clear that fundamental russian concerns ended up being ignored he said february 6th russia has established 70 percent of the military buildup it needs to launch a full-scale invasion of ukraine according to american officials cited anonymously in u.s media so again these are more of the same shit that we saw during the trump administration you know people with knowledge of the situation um that's Ugh, exactly what this is i named source that you know has yeah. knowledge of the situation so so trust oh, us exactly um there are <laughs> uh, uh naval forces russian naval forces that are out in the, what the black sea black or whatever sea. The fuck that yep. is um, which is so,
0: why they needed to take yeah. um oh shoot uh uh down south the the peninsula island that they took f- during the obama administration
1: Crimea, Crimea. Yes. That's why they need to do that because it gave them direct Crimea, access to the Black Sea. Important. We'll take another second since you mentioned that. Right there
0: is it's a long to history be, of to problems. be fair.
1: Right. To be fair, to be fair. There is yes. precedent already for a Russian invasion of a Soviet former Soviet state. Yep. Right. During the Obama administration, like you said, Crimea was annexed by Russia. They yep. went in there, they took everything over. It's part of Russia now, effectively. Yep. That's they are no longer part of their own state. They are part of Russia. Russia owns them. They are now using them, as you said, to launch naval mm, well, naval a, assets. We'll yeah. say naval assets from from there into the Black Sea. That is their. That's their port now. It's is from Crimea as opposed to from Russia itself. Yeah, we'll so map up there. Real quick. There you go. It was oh. a little bit farther over. Black Sea.
0: This Crimea area right yep. here, and then obviously Ukraine. The Donbass region is somewhere in the vicinity of over here. It's kind of the Belarus. Eastern.
1: That's the state you were talking about. Belarus.
0: Belarus. That's yes, the and that's to do with the cat. Yes. Uh, John Oliver a few years ago, yeah. like that was funny. Belarus. They are a essentially a modern day. Puppet state of russia um the the belarusian president is homies with russia and he's he's a huge character that's a whole deal but but yeah that's there you go
1: geographic so february 8th french president emmanuel macron meets putin for marathon talks in moscow and tells reporters russia will not escalate the ukraine crisis however the kremlin denies that macron and putin struck a deal on de-escalating the crisis kremlin spokesman dmitry peskov says that in current situation moscow and paris can't be reaching any deals so, I don't know if I trust the, the I French to make deals, man. I <laughs> don't any of these fucking people say no, that's where I'm at. They're all the same, man. Um, yeah, so Nord Stream 2. All got Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. February 10th, UK Foreign Secretary Liz Truss and Russian FM Sergey Lavrov hold fruitless talks. In an icy press conference, Lavrov describes a meeting as a conversation between a mute and a deaf person. Ooh, an he, icy conversation. That's no good. He added that the quote-unquote facts presented by his team on the crisis quote-unquote bounced off their British counterparts. Truss, who warned of tough western sanctions if ukraine was attacked challenged lavrov about his assertion that russia's buildup of troops and weaponry was not threatening anyone
0: (laughs) wow don't worry about it it's
1: fine biden's national security advisor jake sullivan says u.s intelligence shows a russia invasion could begin within days before the beijing olympics and end on february 20th so the beijing olympics happened still happening
0: are they still happening
1: i don't know if they're over or not but it's the 19th yeah the Russian invasion has not happened yet. No. The Pentagon no. ordered an additional three thousand US troops to be sent to Poland to reassure allies. Meanwhile, a number of countries call upon their citizens to leave Ukraine with some warning that a military evacuation will not be guaranteed in the event of war. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: We don't need another Kabul. I mean Saigon. I mean Kabul. I mean shoot.
1: What is what is it again? side. Uh, February twelfth, twenty twenty two, Biden and Putin hold talks via video conference. that's i'm sure went awesome the u.s president said a russia invasion of ukraine would cause widespread human suffering and that the west was committed to diplomacy to end the crisis but equally prepared for other scenarios shut the fuck up just shut up yeah food complained that the the u.s and nato have not responded satisfactorily to russian demands that ukraine be prohibited from joining the military alliance and that nato pulls back forces from eastern europe Yuri Yushikov, Putin's top foreign policy aide, said that while tensions have been escalating for months, in recent days, the situation has simply been brought to the point of absurdity. He said Biden had mentioned the possible sanctions that could be imposed on Russia, but this issue was not the focus during a fairly long conversation with the Russian leader.
0: I also want to I'm That's very curious to know what a, six days ago what a marathon. What marathon talks are, you know, with Macron. How long How, is a, mara- what's marathon? a What's a marathon talk with Russia look like? Is that like a 36 hour straight? Would do you guys, you know, having interpreters run across the street back and forth like they do over in the Middle East? I think, yeah, Israel. Right. And, yeah, yeah, they, they do that. Um, but as of last night, yes. Again, Biden got on. National television. We watched him on the YouTube. He's on the internet, and explained to everybody that uh, he does fully anticipate that Putin has made up his mind that he will invade Ukraine, and it's just a matter of when at this point. Supposedly. That being said, I don't know how do I. Say I don't know how much I should care. I don't know how much I should expect from the united states uh as far as caring goes uh as as far as a national concern and 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 a nato concern um it doesn't if we are more or less i think we are more or less committed from what i have what i understand at this point from what biden talks about um we're not going to be putting boots on the ground period it doesn't even if and when they invade we're not going to be having U.S. soldiers there, so it's it's about sanctions and so on and so forth. And NATO's all going to do this, and the EU is more or less on board. So what? What's the deal? I don't. I almost don't get it at this point. Why do I care anymore? If if Russia invades Ukraine, we're not going to go to war. There's not going to be World War Three. Everybody in the Western world has just decided. Sorry, Ukraine, you don't have the right to exist anymore because you're not part of NATO. And I just. I don't know why I care anymore about this. I really don't. I understand that the concept of freedom I don't even know cuz you can't even when you're talking about Ukraine and you're talking about Russia Russia doesn't seem like that bad a country to live basically mm-hmm. if you're just mind you a lot of human rights infractions there's right. there's no there's no gay people in Russia according to you know the governmental leadership it doesn't so exist. that's a thing. I know that for a fact to Belarus because Again, I hate John Oliver very much, but he did a wonderful, wonderful couple episodes on Belarus and the the I think he's the president of Belarus fucking just a character. It's totally great. But what do you unless we're going to have World War Three? What are we doing here? What are we talking about? I almost feel bad for Ukraine. I mean, I do feel bad for Ukraine, but we are we're supplying them with weapons. The the West as a whole is supplying them with weapons. Everything from France to us are all giving them weapons of some kind, defensive, defensive weapons, defensive systems, so on and so forth. But if Putin wants to pull the trigger and just take over, he'll do it just like they did it in Crimea, where it'll be like a weird coup-type deal. And all of a sudden, everybody will go to bed one day, and then they'll wake up in the morning. There's a bunch of Russian soldiers standing around, and the government's totally different. And then, boom. Ukraine is Russia. They're a puppet state of Russia at that point. Right. I just, I don't know what we're doing here. What are we doing here, Donovan?
1: Um, So I'll try and play devil's advocate Mm -hmm. for the sake of the show, right? So (laughs) the only, because it's difficult to surmise an argument from the Biden administration other than we can't let Russia do this, which Mm -hmm. isn't a good reason to be doing that, right? Especially- the world is watching especially from an administration that has talked about needing to essentially talk about needing to lessen america's footprint in other countries you know Mm -hmm. we need to stop focusing on being militarized with other countries that's why we need to come home in afghanistan and do these other things so i don't understand it doesn't align with this push to be so forceful on russia you know i understand i i understand the 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 emotion the whatever to not want russia to spread i I get that i understand that we don't trust russia Mm -hmm. there's no reason to trust vladimir putin who knows what they're going to do only part of ukraine wants to be part of russia Mm -hmm. i don't know that's where i'm it's like the sanctity of national borders which does like ukraine has a right to exist it does have a right to exist i struggle to understand at what point america is it's still world police. You know, Word. I get after World War II that we were the world police. That's, that is the role that we establish for ourselves. I don't see the standing that we have to do that anymore. Yeah. I don't. Oh, God, no. We don't have, we don't have a leg to stand on because there. It, but. Again, when you're only talking about the sanctity of borders, the people closer to Russia want to be a part of Russia anyway. Yeah. They're already allowing that influence into their into their country, into their communities. Yeah. They're allowing the soldiers to be there. They're allowing the training, the money, the weapons. Yeah, and even they then, want like, that to exist there. Yeah. So it and I seems only half kind of agree with more, that too. It seems to me, and I, that's I don't know what the percentage is. You yeah. know, I don't know exactly what the percentage is. I know there are people at a certain point in Ukraine that oh, want yeah? to be part of Russia. Yep. I don't know how many people there are. I don't like, again, don't, polling. You know, I don't know what the Ukrainian polls <laughs> say, but yeah. I know that it exists there. I know that it's split socially and politically. Mm -hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, unless they're actively – unless the Ukraine is actively asking for us to be involved, unless that's what that country, the people want, I don't know why we would be there. Because we don't – I don't see like we have to stand on enforcing borders when we allow our own borders to be so porous. We allow not even just – north and south right people coming and going and things like that but also I mean, we have chinese agents that are here that are infiltrating our schools we have mm-hmm. things like that they're that happening all the time that we're not doing anything to curb right nope. so when we're not being strong and i'm not advocating for let's be super crazy with the borders but when we're not doing that why would we do that for another country just because we don't agree with russia and we are also on the other side of the planet why are we dealing with this problem because we have the most dollars that's mm-hmm. stupid we don't have the most dollars we're in 30 trillion dollars in debt right now yeah okay so
0: two things i wanted to talk about um one of which like you just said why do we care obviously it's kind of a thong, a neocon concept right but uh people you probably hear it at some point um america's interests across the globe right there are certain things where if like if Russia essentially took up took over all of Europe right like that, like obviously at that point America is kind of threatened at that point, so you know ideally you would have wanted to do something about that and hence World War two and World War one and so on and so forth, yeah, so I could kind of understand that, obviously that gets sloppy, but the second angle I wanted to talk about to like why would I care about something like that so I bring that Contextually, to not so much national borders, our 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 state borders don't exist anymore. But think about the the authoritarianism that we're all being subjected to, right? And 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 the and the the thoughts and the concepts about new states and and civil war and 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 creating like the what is it, Greater Idaho as a new a new nation and things like that. That concept is more along the lines of what I think some of the people in Ukraine are dealing with, right? There are people yeah. that obviously don't want to be a part of the country but don't move to another country, which is weird, first of all, because I, I understand it's it's not easy to pick up and move. I you know, we're always talking about that too. But like I mean, it's one thing if you're like talking about what state's bad. Right. Right. And then you can move freely around your nation. That's but if you if you need a if you don't want to live in the nation that you live in anymore but your grandparents were born there during the time when it was a different country it seems weird it just doesn't seem like our fight but i can understand like the russian separatists that don't want to be a part of ukraine and also the people in ukraine that don't want the russian separatists to be a part of their country like right. i can understand both angles from it when i when i bring it back to the authoritarianism that we're fighting against back here at home like i can it makes more sense when i think of it in that frame than just a kind of neocon national borders do we fucking care about ukraine at all probably not why would we do that other than the fact that it's russia the big scary bear i just so i could kind of understand it from like a civilian standpoint but again that's not our fight they're not the ukrainians don't care about greater idaho I don't know about greater Idaho, the concept of a, an American civil war these days, they got their own problems. I I don't know. I have a hard time caring about this one to be perfectly honest. I know I'm the big Russian bear guy. I've been watching Rush for a long time. And I think maybe my perspectives on that have changed a lot, maybe, but it's a weird deal, man. I don't understand any of this. It's yeah. just, it's, it just seems like we're fomenting so much more chaos. It's like, how many times do you want to double down on black, man? Or double down on fucking, we're playing roulette, 13 or whatever, and just right. hoping that it's, it's, and then it's just going to explode one day? Like, I don't, none of it really makes sense to me. It almost seems like just empty platitudes because Joe Biden was around during the fall of the Soviet Union, so he feels like he has to fight against Russia or something. And I don't, I don't Cause know, man. Because he said man. that he would.
1: You know? Yeah. Because he said that he would, and this is one, excuse me, one campaign promise that he could probably uphold. Oh. You know, he, can, <laughs> he needs one. If he one. can rally enough of the nation around the cause of Ukrainian freedom, then he might be mm-hmm. able to keep this campaign promise, even if it costs American lives. And, you know, that's just fine with him. Yeah. It's it's okay. I know the, it could the thing it, could I, it
0: be that he has spent so much time, like, to pull out of Afghanistan? We don't want to be involved. We don't want to be involved. And then right. all of a sudden, oh, no, we're going to have to now. Right. Otherwise, World War III is going to happen. I right. don't know
1: it just so even what i what i wrote for this topic right mm. so i've been writing a little <clears throat> little spielies mm-hmm. so six months after the botched withdrawal and airstrikes and subsequent cover-up the biden administration is trying its hardest to show you they will send your sons to die for a cause no one is fully committed to under the veil of democracy right and that's i don't what we talked about there there doesn't seem to be any other reason mm-hmm. you know i'm hard pressed to believe that they're completely unwilling to send us soldiers they just sent us soldiers over there so if something happens if something happens we did bolster the entire nato line right i also refuse to believe that there are not some form of u.s special forces in ukraine right now
0: yeah, it'd be hard to convince right me. Right now. It'd be hard to convince me otherwise. I don't believe
1: otherwise. you. I don't believe you. If you tell me otherwise, I don't believe you. They're
0: in, like, every Maybe African country. Why would they not be there, right too? you tell right
1: now, but in 50 years, when their position is declassified, are you then going to tell me that they weren't in Ukraine when all this was happening? Is That's what you're going to say to me? Maybe right now you can't tell me that? I don't believe you. I I refuse to believe. We have entire portions of the military whose job it is to go into countries and train the guerrilla— the The militia is there to defend themselves if they need to. That's a whole portion of the military. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. We wouldn't have forces, right? Who's there to make the handoff of the weapons, bro? That's what
0: I'm saying. You have to be there.
1: They wouldn't have a quick reaction force in Poland or increase the size if they didn't have people in Ukraine already. Yeah. If something happens in Ukraine and special forces gets pinned down, they're not going to let the Ukrainians handle it. They're going to send Americans in to save the Americans because that's what we do. that's what we do that's whether you think it's smart or a brotherhood whatever the fuck that's what we do Americans save Americans and we don't fuck around because we've seen it happen too many other times we didn't even let foreigners fucking touch dead American bodies you know what I'm saying you you got me fucked up if you think that we aren't going to send American soldiers in to save special forces we may not know about it the same way that one day there was a random news report hey we got some dudes that got killed in in Africa what
3: What are you you talking
1: about why what is it Nigeria or whatever Why, why were they there what do you mean there were dudes in Nigeria. Why? Yeah. Why? It's the same fucking thing. we are supposed to
0: know about
1: it, so... Oops. U.S. Special Forces soldiers killed in a spontaneous shelling in fucking Ukraine, right? What do you mean? Yeah. I thought that we weren't going to have any boots on the ground in the Ukraine. What do you mean? I don't believe you, right? So, okay, so let's play this. I also,
0: I also don't quite believe that the media would... Would the media report on that if there was? I don't know if it bleeds. It leads. That might. That might. That might overtake their their cultish desires to maintain the alliance with. They the Biden reported on the Bosnian but- airstrike. They did. Someone reported that's in the right. airstrike. That's So right. I And think... Kabul was not good for him in the media. No. So, yeah, I, I bet you you're right. The, the media will do everything to get us into war so that they can report on it and make money during the war. Yeah. Maybe that's what we're dealing with.
1: Let's lay out the obvious points that, um, that critics will point out, right? It, mm-hmm. it, it's an election year. It's midterms. Yeah. Right? The Democrats are looking for pull. Joe Biden has some of the worst election numbers that anybody's ever had. Kamala Harris has the worst election or polling numbers that anybody's ever had. It doesn't look good for the Democrats. It doesn't look good for Joe Biden. Come twenty twenty four, doesn't look good for any of the Democrats. Come twenty twenty two in the midterms, so it also is not a secret. That uh, even as recent as George Bush, you know, wars save careers as far yes, as politicians do. go. They also tend to make countries lots of money, especially in nations like America, who have lots mm-hmm. of defense contractors and people like that that are willing to sell things, rebuild things. Halliburton. Uh, what was that vice president's name? Yeah. Okay. Oh. So, watch the movie Vice. Exactly. So.
0: Available right now on.
1: I think it's on many Hulu. Many streaming platforms. Yeah. Um, so there is precedent for what seems to be the Biden administration fabricating, creating, I don't want to be, I don't know, using intelligence that doesn't necessarily exist. Yeah. And so this is an exchange between uh, the press secretary for the Department of Defense and one of the reporters, I think, for the Associated Press. I'm trying to shut the sound off. Give me a second. Oh. <laughs> got to stand up and look at the yes. power button.
0: Um, okay, good. We got past the ads, which is... Nope. No, nope, an that's another ad. Three, two, one. Okay, skip the ad. Pause button. Give me okay. five seconds here.
1: Yes. the button. There we go.
0: Oh. There you go. Yeah. Last thing, I need a speaker's playing during the show. All right. Action. Oh Jesus. I I would like to see something. Oh, it's already like halfway through.
4: Oh, that's right. I gotta hang on. This thing
0: is so sketchy. There we Definitely. go. OBS. Good. Russia
4: continues to engage uh, in disinformation well, uh, campaigns. You, know, you made
3: an allegation that
4: they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is You're what we what I have just said that they have engaged in this activity well, uh, in this in planning well, activity. What but, activity. But let me let me because because obviously this isn't so professional. We're gonna have to
0: turn the speakers back on. Shoot. Oh, okay. So we can hear it you'll be able to hear it too on the cast i'm going to turn both of our mics down okay we don't get feedback
4: good
3: afternoon
4: russia continues to engage uh in disinformation well, uh, campaigns. You well, know, you made
3: an allegation that they
4: might do that
3: have they actually done it
4: uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said that they have engaged in this activity, well, uh, in this planning in wait, hold activity. On a what but, activity. But let me let what, me because because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, I'm ago. Sorry, you, made, made made what report public? If you let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has already taken.
3: it's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence to to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they – I mean, this is like crisis actors, really? This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into now. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda also gotta in, say, I the, in, in
4: the got i love dude's like scarf matt this is derived uh from information known to the u.s government intelligence information oh, okay. that we have declassified i think you well, know okay
3: well is. where where is it where where is this information
4: it is intelligence information that we have declassified well
3: where is it where's the declassified information
4: i just delivered it no,
3: no you made a series of allegations
4: and Would statements. you would you like us to print out the topper because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for no, yourself That's not
3: evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> what would you like, Matt?
3: I, I I would like to see some proof that you that that, 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 that you can show that that
4: matt you have that, been that,
3: that shows you, that that, that you, shows that the russians are doing this ned i've been doing this for a i know that time. was my point as you as, you as have you, know. you
4: you have been doing this for quite a while you know yeah. that when we declassify intelligence That's information right. and we do so in so a means in we, do and so, and, we do so we do so with an eye to that, protecting that sources and methods. is not
3: going to fall I, I remember a lot of things so where, where where is the declassified information other than you coming
4: out here and saying Matt, I'm sorry you don't like the format, uh, but we have declassified. It's declassif- not the
3: format. It's the content.
4: I'm I, sorry you don't like the content. I'm sorry it's you not that I you, don't I'm sorry like you are doubting this. the information that is in the possession of the U.S. Government. No, I, I, what I'm telling you is that this is information that's available to us. We are making it available to you uh, in order uh, – for a couple reasons. One is to attempt to deter the Russians from going ahead with this activity. Two, in the event we're not able to do that, in the event the Russians do go ahead with this, to make it Clear as day to lay bare the fact that this has always been an attempt on the part of the Russian Federation to fabricate a pretext. Yeah, but you don't have any
3: any evidence to back it up other than what you're saying.
4: You know that when we make information, uh, intelligence information public, we do so uh, in a in a way that protects sensitive sources and methods. You also know that. We do so. We declassify information only when we're competent in that information. Internet, you if you doubt, if you doubt the the credibility of the U.S. government, of the British government, uh, of other governments, and want to, uh, you know, find uh, solace in information that uh, the Russians solace? are putting out, uh, that is uh, <laughs> that is for wanna, you to do.
3: I'm not... if
1: you want to find solace in it, then that, that's up to you. So it's that. So this crazy. it could be. It could be. To be fair. To, to be fair, fair. It could be this video a horrible miscommunication between a press secretary and a reporter what it looks like to me is a press secretary delivering information that they don't actually have any intelligence to base it off of and so he's saying well what i'm telling you right now is the intelligence and if you don't like the content or the format then i'm sorry that you don't like it but this is this is the intelligence is me telling you right now that we have intelligence but I don't have a video I can show you. I don't have a piece of paper I can even give you of a source or anything like that. Just that this exists. This yeah. beer smells so much like weed, it's crazy.
0: I told you. <laughs> well, it is straight up. You crack it open and it's just straight it's just straight weed. There we go. I've adjust my volume here. There we go. Um so I almost have a slightly different interpretation than yours. Let's see. Right. It. So at It's like, I don't know why the journalist didn't just say this, but he's asking for hard evidence and proof. And the, oh God, what's his name? I can't remember But the government agent, you know, responsible for this. I can't remember his name, but um, he's like, well, yeah, I'm up here and I'm telling you that we have intelligence. So this is the thing. And the reporter is basically just saying, I don't believe you. Can I see it? Where is it? Yeah. It's like, well, no, this is me telling you this. And the the fact that the two of them cannot truly say what it is that they, they, they're having a miscommunication. The miscommunication is the guy from the press saying, I don't trust you unless you show me the evidence. And the guy from the government is going, I don't understand why you don't trust me. I'm the government. Yes. And he said, well, I don't trust you because you're the government. And the two of them do not understand that they do not trust each other. Well, the government side doesn't care. He's just an empty mouth just saying what he's supposed to say.
2: But the 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 press is
0: actually doing a good job saying, I I wish he would have actually just said it. I do not trust you. Show me the evidence, please. Give me the receipts. You've declassified it. Give me the receipts. You're You're sitting there telling me that you've declassified this, yet you're just telling me to trust you. I don't trust you. Show me. And it's just the two of them are just going in a circle. And none of them are actually truly saying what it is they mean to say, which is yeah. sad. But that's gross, dude. That's gross. And I forget where that guy was from.
1: <coughs> Associated S- Press. I think. P- uh, I think and- it was
0: like commentary guys did a <clears throat> I think it was the commentary. It was either that or Shapiro, but he did a good job kind of like, yes. like man, usually... This guy is actually a pretty straight-laced reporter. He's doing a good job. I don't know why he's getting the pushback from the White House.
1: We also <clears throat> must, must mention that there is obvious precedent in regards to the Afghanistan War and WMDs and George Bush. There's obvious precedent for the federal government of the United States to make up intel. Especially that them, now, dude. That allows them to do things that will benefit them in the future. Yeah, This so is not 2001, like man. this. Need to be looked at and considered with the utmost scrutiny mm-hmm. because, as I said, the Biden administration, as did the Bush administration, showed and displayed with the opportunity they are willing to let our sons die and will not care. They do not care. They will campaign on it, they will apologize, they will say, God bless our troops and send more. They do not care. No, it the is not that- their son. He does not care. His yep. son is throwing guns into trash cans and smoking crack and finding fucking parmesan on the ground. He's Oh, sorry. He's clean now. doesn't matter. His son isn't he's going. His children now. are not going. It is your sons and daughters that will go. It is your sons, our sons and daughters that will die. Yep. They do not care. They don't care, and Hunter's never been
0: clean, period. <laughs> I don't care if he's not doing drugs. He's still not clean. Yes. <laughs>
1: That's not good, man. Go ahead. Sorry. I do want to take this opportunity just to hit the socials. I did a Uh video there. Um, So I want to thank everyone for watching us, obviously, on the YouTube here, YouTube.com slash Salt of the Streets. We also have our Instagram.com slash Salt of the Streets. Patreon, Patreon.com slash Salt of the Streets. Salt of the Streets.com for all this information, including our personal social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter. Excuse me. and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. Colin is a big bird off you on both of those things. Demonetized. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> yes um, swell blended in, in a few weeks if you need a haircut if you're in the local area if you need a skateboard go down to location skate shop Lexi Kyle on Twitch for some streams and leggings and aprons on Instagram for some cakes Gee. we have our newsletters at the end of the month we have the book club live streams on Thursday we have the very first of the month we have the review preview that are coming out we have lots of content there if you want to see more we have the beer shows yes. that come out on Fridays we have the movie now that I'm that are back in fighting shape
0: yes we have the movie shows beers. that are going to
1: start coming out so if you mm-hmm. want to help us make more better content, go to the Patreon, subscribe there.
0: We have lots of different tiers. Don't make me put the movie show on the Patreon. No. Don't make me do it. Don't make us put it on the Patreon. I paper. will.
1: So <laughs> with that, um, can we trust the intel? Let's see. Mm-mm. We're just got the war. Appears that DOD is making up intel. What do we stand to lose and gain? We talked about that a little bit earlier, but let me just ask that question. What do we stand to lose and gain by helping... So by doing what we're doing now, right? Like you were talking about, giving weapons and money, we Mm -hmm. stand to lose or gain very little. Yeah. Right. It's well known that we're doing that. It's we only have whatever special forces. We're unwilling to admit that are there. Those are the only people that are on the ground. So, I and I don't have any problem with providing that type of aid to Ukraine readily. Mm -hmm. If you need more guns and ammo and all that shit, then here it is. There's one thing America's got: guns and ammo. Yeah, I'm here for it. I don't have any problem with it. There's, I don't care. But I just don't see the sense, and that's what we stand to lose, is American lives. American yeah. lives and further standing al- around the globe um, if we fuck this up again, which we almost definitely will. Oh, yeah. So, like, what do you see as a
0: scenario in which America fucks up? Other than, obviously, boots on the ground. Assuming, again, we're going to pretend like the Special Forces aren't there because where? what country are we not in at some point right. with Special Forces? But
1: other than boots on the ground Uh, i i mean at this point us fucking up would be inserting ourselves so deeply in this and russia still invading ukraine Mm -hmm. that's a complete another failure complete another failure because we continue to say we're going to do this it's not acceptable you did nothing you went there and repeated the same shit over and over and over again just like russia did and then claimed that it was them causing the problem while you told people to leave you caused a ruckus and now they invaded anyway yeah, all you did was provide further time for them to—I don't know whether or not they were going to wait anyway. All you did was just interfere. You just caused a problem and maybe pissed them off more. I don't know. You know. So here's a, a concept to think about, right?
0: Um, the entirety of NATO and the Western countries, if you will, you know, to include most of the EU, uh, we all stand in lockstep and we're all going to sanction the shit out of Russia if they invade Ukraine of it's it's known it is very well known putin knows that all of the russian federation knows that they're going to do it anyways if they do it anyways all they're doing is essentially calling the wefts bluff and saying like i don't care about your stupid sanctions i'm going to do what i want because you guys aren't going to do anything about it you're going to try to remove us from the swift pain system bro i've been the most corrupt oligarch oligarchical country that the world's ever seen other than maybe China, but they're doing a little bit more you know, legitimately because they're just fascist communists. Right. Like I do it because I, we're a capitalist oligarch. We're all in charge and we have all the money. You, They're going to get what they want. America's going to get the entirety of the West is going to get shit on their face and not do anything about it. But I almost don't care. I don't feel like I should care about that because Russia is going to do what they want. All we could do is raise our arms and go, "Don't do that," and then charge them some money, you try to sanction them, and it's—they're not really going to care. Okay, yeah, I can't bring Nord Stream two to Europe and and pump oil into Germany.
1: They already have Nord Stream one. Yeah, I, mean, it's some I don't like, think it's going to really care. It's some eighty percent of Russian energy that comes, yeah. or or German energy that comes from Russia. Yeah. they you know? they they took down. I I heard this on commentary i think
0: yesterday it was like germany has taken down like multiple nuclear plants because of green energy policies and stuff because they're provide because they're more worried about getting natural gas and stuff pumped in from outside their own country so they yes. could shut down their own electronics but so
1: i just watched a video yesterday actually mm. about the german opinion of nuclear energy and it was from just a few years ago and it's They're not good almost unanimously against nuclear energy yeah so we this gotta talk weird. about this for a second because i don't understand i don't understand it right yeah. i understand this this video was like right after fukushima so all these people were like fukushima is obvious you know it's obvious okay so All of these nuclear plants that are failing are fucking decades old. Yeah. So why are we not investing money in research into finding their complaints are Fukushima. We don't know what to do with the cores when we're done with them. And, you know, it's dangerous for the people who live around them. Okay, so let's put them in fucking remote areas. Right. Where people are not going to live or I don't I I don't know. I'm sure there's a place that you can put a nuclear power plant where people are not going to live there. I'm certain of it. Yeah, probably. I am certain with enough money and research and time we can figure out what to do put them in a rocket and launch it into space (laughs) why are we not doing that well the old
0: concern was a like a it was a columbia issue it was a what happens if we launch a rocket up and then it explodes and now there's nuclear waste scattered all over the world. Oh, that's that the was concern. always the that was the concern. But okay. I so, feel like and we I'm should. I'm not a
1: scientist, so I'm stupid. That but mean, I'm also be... saying
0: like we got a pretty good track record now. At launch shit in space, man. There might be a Just scientist, ask Elon Musk. who
1: says that done. But I genuinely am asking: for what purpose can we not? take uh an old nuclear core and launch it into space and sorry we're done with this yep. we will never see it again Launch it Oops. away from all the planets so there's no risk of it you know hitting mars or some shit and be done with it i know like i said maybe that's dumb but i don't know
0: okay wow
1: let's hear it okay what so got?
0: germany i was looking at their their nuclear energy okay okay let's see status and performance of nuclear energy this is from the iaea which is the international atomic energy association i believe god i can't believe i just pulled that out of my ass i'm pretty sure that's right they have one two three four five six nuclear power plants in operation and i have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty a lot more permanently shut down so they have six operational nuclear plants and over 20 plants that are permanently shut down and one two three four five six additional plants that uh were under construction that were canceled
1: congratulations you wow break yourself. so just like a just like america did right because That's so many We've talked about this before. During the Trump administration, at one point, we were exporting energy. Yeah. We, we had a surplus of energy. We are now Not that Im- long ago. We are now importing gasoline. We are importing oil and energy. We're doing that right now. Congratulations. You played yourself. We're playing ourselves right now, just like they did. You played yourself. You're fucked now. That's you so are, many, dude. You are beholden to the, to the Russian Federation, and yep. this is what you get. Don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I'm
0: So all of your bluster and all of your bullshit about don't invade Ukraine or else—
1: doesn't mean anything because you have no leverage anymore nor do you seem to have interest other than Nord Stream 2 of making (sighs) your own energy or getting away from other people getting away from getting your energy from other people excuse me yeah so you're gonna be relying on someone else yeah why 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 should we risk this why should we continue (sighs) to invest money in this right i i struggle to understand not understand i struggle to support the idea that we should be involved in nato at all you know i'm not sure what we stand to benefit from it at this point if we don't if we don't want to be militarily involved in any of this other shit, right but we're beholden to do it if they're invaded if per whatever article it is in nato Mm -hmm. why are we why are we involved in that then why do we not have individual alliances with these countries that we can trust and then move on with the day i just don't we have you know moved or allowed it to uh no, is that this, that's the UN Security Council that has what well, like the UAE and Russia and shit like yeah. that on it? You know, that's it's, yeah. Saudi it's okay. Arabia on the head
0: of the Human Rights Council.
1: I don't understand. Sounds great. What we benefit from this anymore? And you know, for all you leftists out there, at the risk of sounding like Donald Trump. When we're investing the vast majority of the money in NATO and we're seeing zero benefit from it other than investing more money Mm -hmm. and other troops that are already here anyway that we have to just reassign as NATO forces. Why are we doing this? What do we benefit from this at all? That we look good? That other people know they can trust us? We're America, bitch. You can't trust us. You can't. There's one thing you could trust about America is that you can't trust us. So our money going into NATO should not be what fools you into believing that you can trust our intentions or that we won't fuck you over sorry okay. you can't trust us i don't know
0: so i'm gonna i'm gonna do a kind of a devil's advocate thing. A, a neocon if That's you do uh, here. i want to shill for nato okay i'm, I'm gonna attempt, anyways the concept of nato right the, the reason North exists atlantic
1: treaty organization
0: amen post cold war Yes. right to make sure it never happens again because an attack on one nato country's attack on all nato countries as joe biden just told us again if we didn't need to remember that from the 80s i don't know um so that being said ukraine even though they kind of wanted to be part of nato for a while there's that whole treaty of that that says if you used to be a soviet you know uh country you can't be part of nato weird a lot of times passed Things are different. It's a different Russia. It's not the Soviet Union anymore. I don't understand what this is. China is closer to the old USSR than the Russian Federation is. So I don't understand. The
1: simple fucks that continue to treat Russia like it's the USSR. Yeah,
0: I've been there, dude. I I've I've been to modern day Russia. It's a legit place. It's corrupt as fuck. And it's run by oligarchs. Okay, but it's real. It's real, and <laughs> yeah. you can you can go there and generally kind of do what you want within certain possibilities because it's Russia. Nobody gives a fuck. That's why. It's not like America where it's a super crazy security state. You can kind of get away with a lot of shit because there's so little, like, law. It's just corrupt as fuck, so you might end up in the gulag for pissing off the wrong cop. Right. But what not, my point here really is, is the fact that NATO is completely and utterly toothless at this point it doesn't matter they exist yes. to defend the world from the Soviet Union which doesn't exist anymore it's not coming back right and so now we're just fighting against Russia because we're just used to it Ukraine we obviously won't NATO won't do anything because they're not part of the NATO alliance Russia's not going to do anything to NATO because that's that's World War Three. so Russia can just basically take over all of the rest of eastern europe right th- as long as they don't touch nato countries because we're not going to do anything and then if they try to take over nato countries which he would never do i i just i don't know like you know, it doesn't make th- sense nato that- is totally it doesn't serve any purpose anymore.
1: So let's explore this a little bit more the USSR point, right? I think, mm-hmm. that, I think that you're really honest something there because about if, about us doing this just because it's Russia, right? Yeah. Especially we're via just used to it. especially via NATO because it's not about authoritarianism no. because we have arms deals with the Saudis or at least you know maybe we canceled them during Joe Biden but we're still we're still dealing actively with the Saudis, right? We're still dealing actively or their with proxies. China. We're still de- yep. dealing actively with China. Yep. We're still dealing with multiple authoritarian countries, mm-hmm. right? So it's not about human rights because All the, the same deal we still are dealing with China on a regular basis. We're still doing all of these countries, again, UAE that are right, all of so them. It's not <laughs> it's about like, these things. It's not yeah. about corruption because we're dealing again with China with many other corrupt countries all around the all around the world. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 it almost seems like, and I'm not trying to blame it on NATO, but it almost seems like the NATO commitments, like you said, are what is driving this conflict with Russia because well we because of NATO we have to do it because of NATO. It's it's designed specifically for this. Yep. But that doesn't. That's not at this point in time when we've watched them fuck up so royally as far as foreign policy goes oh, yeah. that's not reason enough anymore yeah. as it once this is the big boy one leaks, day man. or at one point in time excuse me it was that was enough the same way at one point in time the deterrence it was enough right that was reason enough we still when american exceptionalism was still alive and well within the broad swath of the country most of us still believed america is the shit and we have to enforce it and let everyone know we're the fuck shit mm-hmm. all the time people need to know that we are number 1 and we're running everything when that still existed in people that was reason enough because we we're let's throw our dick around let's do it yeah. why not you know that's not reason enough anymore people don't believe that about america anymore which i don't think is a bad thing because you can still be pro america we're pro america i fucking love this country i don't think we need to go around swinging our dick around it's bad it gets people killed it, it ruins lives. It yep. destroys lives. There's no reason for that. All you got to do
0: is exude BDE. You don't need to actually like. No, unless whip we it are, out.
1: Unless we are <laughs> defending our own country or some type of human rights abuses, we don't need to be putting our own sons and daughters mm-hmm. in harm's way. There's no reason for that. There's no need for it. Oh, shit. There was a, There was
0: another point I was going to make about the...
1: Oh, when
0: it comes to NATO again. Right. Uh, there's I think we 've essentially proved at this point now that like unless you 're actually going to attack nato we 're not going to do anything about it That's, again like why it and it, it, it totally is not because the concept NATO. of NATO was to keep the Russian federation in check after the Soviet Union right. because we had the deterrence of a united front, and obviously the minute. On, the minute they annexed Crimea and they were allowed to do that, the the united front of NATO acting as a deterrent to Russian expansion was automatically thrown out the window. And right. so it doesn't matter how many, how many times we bolster NATO borders. It doesn't matter how many added troops we surge into NATO. NATO is null and void anymore. We've already proven the fact that we're not going to do anything you could take over the rest of the world as long as you don't touch us then it's fine so they it's like we can remove them off the chessboard now cuz they don't matter they're not what's the word I'm looking at? they're not uh, they don't matter anymore in this time in this day and age they're inconsequential there we go so i don't know it's a fucking bad dude I keep hearing about it I keep hearing about it I don't know I don't know if I believe that Russia is going to fully invade Ukraine I'm not sold on it you know i I wouldn't sold. be surprised if like I said Crimea style happens and all of a sudden they have a an entirely Russian backed and supported governor you know governance in charge and but they're still Ukraine they still feel like have all the roll in yeah just, and just for a little while. Right. Just for a little while, just like they did in Crimea. And then everything's, you know, it all settles. People get used to it. And then Russia's got what they want. And Ukraine is still a country. It's just kind of... It's the Belarusian style. It's it's Russia under a different name. Yeah. And that's it. And I don't know if there's anything we could do to stop that or if I even want to. Because we do that shit all the time. It's just American proxies are a little different i guess maybe it's not quite fair to make that analogy but
1: no no i think that's fine the uh,
0: the imperialistic nature of superpowers does not stop with america or the uk it's russia has that too china has that too north korea and china might as well basically be the same deal right you know it, it so i don't know i don't know what we do about this
1: let us know in the comments what you think yes. what we should do about Please. this. Please. I've been asking people. Because I'm lost. Yes, that's what I've been doing a lot lately. It's just been like, well, what do you what do you think about this? You know, people ask me that type of shit all the time. What do you think about what's going on with Russia? What do you think about what, this? What do you think about what's going on with Russia? Yeah. Before I talk, what do you think? Yeah, where are you at? That? Are you trying to send yes. people or are we trying to you pick think? a fight? Yes.
0: So You know what I really think it is? I what? think it's um, the entire. World governing class are a bunch of boomers who still have a beef with the Soviet Union, and they cannot make the the interpret they cannot make the difference between the Russian Federation and the Soviet Union. Right. They're basically the same in their mind, so they have to treat it the exact same way. We have way. the
1: boomeriest boomer ever. In oh office, my right? god, he's
0: like okay boomer. Whatever
1: that chick's name was,
0: I can't remember. She's irrelevant now. I don't know the okay boomer girl. Does you, you don't. She did the song "Okay Boomer." Uh-uh. Oh God, okay. Nope. Okay, I gotta pee, and then we're gonna. I might
1: have to bring that up in between segments oh, or something okay. like
0: that. Yeah. How do you know what the
1: "Okay Boomer" mm-hmm. girl? I mean, I know about the phrase "Okay Boomer," but I don't know about any particular girl Ooh, making yeah. a song or a thing about "Okay Boomer." So, interesting. interesting. Um, Yeah, no, our next topic, we're going to be talking about Ottawa, because I think that's about all that we have here as far as Russia goes. EU energy dependency. Why should the U.S. be in the forefront of the European issue? Nuclear energy, right here. So, yeah, let us know what you guys think in the comments about what we should do with Russia. Also about nuclear energy, because I was watching that video, did not understand what the hesitancy was. So, I'd be interested. The next one is Ottawa truckers. Um, Colin has a nice little timeline that he has cooked up here. For the series of events, the unfortunate series of events in Ottawa, Canada. So, here is the man, the myth, the man, the legend. I have a, t- so, I have a timeline. Yep, for the Ottawa Truckers. He has the timeline for the Ottawa oh. Truckers.
0: I have a weak ass bladder. Day is what I have. No, oh, that's All fine. right, so ready for the breakdown of the initial Ottawa Truckers timeline. Yes. Starts. We're starting today's journey on January 14th, 2022. And that is because it is the day that the GoFundMe fundraiser, <coughs> excuse me, for the quote unquote Freedom Convoy 2022 was created by Tamara Lynch and BJ Ditchter, who were summarily um, actually arrested as of yesterday, by the way. Um, January 15th, 2022. The trucker vaccine mandate comes into force that requires all travelers to be fully vaccinated before crossing the Canada-U.S. border. Canada-U.S. border. I say Canada. Um, also on January 15th, um, in a statement, convoy organ- convoy organizers say that they came to the decision that the government, quote-unquote, crossed the line with the COVID-19 vaccine passport and vaccine mandates, announcing the plan to travel to Ottawa. <clears throat> And this is going to be taking off from Toronto, I believe, the Toronto area. So we've got west coast of Canada driving all the way across west to east into Ottawa, which is kind of between, for those of you that may not know, Ottawa is the capital of Canada, and it is kind of sandwiched between Detroit and Buffalo-ish It's kind of between those two, go a little further north. January 23rd, 2022, the Canadian Trucking Alliance condemned the planned protest 24 hours before a convoy of truckers left British Columbia, again on the West Coast, en route to Ottawa. January 24th, 2022, one of the arms of the convoy passes through Regina, so they're making progress across west to east. Another convoy on January 25th um, segment passes through Kenora, Ontario. Um, Also on the 25th, the GoFundMe suspends the Freedom Convoy 2022 fundraiser for the first time to give organizers time to provide a plan for distribution of the funds. So now that is only a little over 10 days. It's 11 days after the creation of the GoFundMe. January 26th, segments of the convoy entered Ontario from the Manitoba border. So again, we're moving west-east. We're moving forward. January 27th, GoFundMe releases an initial $1 million to the truckers from their fundraiser. And also on the 27th of January 2020, a segment of the convoy passes through greater Toronto area. Uh, January 28th, a new convoy passes through Quebec and plans to head to the Parliamentary Hill for January 29th. Nova Scotia bans gatherings along the trans-Canadian highway between the Nova Scotia and the New Brunswick border in relation to the convoy. Protests. So now we're talking about interprovincial borders and checkpoints between those two. They're trying to stop the flow. And now we're, we're seeing this come from the east coast of North America coming west to Ontario. It's, it's only like a quarter of the distance than if you're starting in um, Toronto from the west coast. Um, so now that's, think of that contextually because Canada is a little hard a lot of this stuff is going to be really hard to relate to necessarily because we like to think of Canada as America, but just different and weird, but it's yeah. not quite. There's a lot more sovereignty bet- between provinces in Canada than there is between like states in America. Yes. So anyways, January 29th, 2022, the main rally of the convoy takes place. Police estimate approximately 3,000 trucks and up to 15,000 protesters took part Uh Hateful and anti Semitic imagery is seen in the crowd, including yellow stars and Confederate flags and swastikas. And you will talk about this for a second, we will all remember this because there was, I think, no more than a case per you know, uh, alleged infraction here. There was one guy that had a Confederate flag, there was one guy that had a swastika. And I don't know what the yellow star thing, it must be a those Jewish people,
1: thing. Those people were saying, were comparing themselves to the Jews, that they were being persecuted by the that's Jews. That's right. And they were calling that's the, right. the, the other people Nazis. That's right. So that's what they're saying. So let's start with the Confederate flag thing, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, tell me where the Confederacy was in Canada. Word. Oh, right, it didn't exist. So what at we what point is a, Southern, is a Confederate Southern American going to travel to Canada to wave around his Confederate flag to show his disdain Towards the the protest, what are we talking about? And that's what allowed them to label these people racists. Yes, obviously. There that are in a lot of the people swastika. that are claiming that that was a false flag. We don't have proof of that. The people that were at the protest swarmed on those motherfuckers pretty goddamn yes, quick. They did. So there seems to be some indication that they may have been planted there. That has precedent in America, mm-hmm. in other countries. False flag, crisis actors. Those things do exist. Mm-hmm. We saw that within our own. George Floyd riots here, right? Hey. So,
0: And even further back, all the way down to the free trade uh, organization in Seattle or whatever that was. Yes. I will say this, though. Um, even if they're not going to be state plants, when you get 15,000 people together, you're going to get a few a crazies, crazies, maybe. And yeah. the protests self-policed and removed it. Yes, they did. Um, so, carrying on. This is also the same day, January 29th, that former U.S. President Donald Trump... Praise the convoy in Ottawa while addressing his supporters in a rally in Texas. Praise convoy. Praise the convoy. Um, January 30th, uh, a blockade at the CODIS... Ugh, I don't... Alta border. Alta, Alta, Alta. Al... It's a province in Canada. Border crossing, shuts down uh, access across the U.S.-Canada border. And again, I believe... Is that the... Uh... The Detroit one? Either way. Multiple U.S.-Canadian crossings were blockaded during this point in time. Including one in in Washington. Oh, okay. Okay. That was when it was blockaded. Does not surprise me. Uh, January 31st. Parliament resumes after the holidays. Ottawa paramedics confirmed protesters threw rocks at an ambulance and used radical slurs against a paramedic leading to a police escort being provided for all further calls for safety. Protesters also host speeches on Parliamentary Hill. So this was essentially it was first getting established. They're starting to make the speeches at Parliament. They're really. They've made it you know, to, the, to the Capitol. Yeah. Occupy. Capitol. Parliamentary Hill has essentially taken root. Yeah. And Trudeau delivers a fury of remarks in the National Address saying uh, that, quote, we are all intimidated by what is happening now. And these so, unacceptable views. Yes, these people by a are a fringe minority. Yeah, of folks. I mean, and then he went on the French talk show and said that they were largely racist and yes. extremists. And you can go find those on the internet right now. Just search, go to YouTube and type in Macron truckers, and you'll get some pretty Trudeau. Trudeau, sorry, Macron is France. Trudeau truckers, yeah. and you'll get a lot okay. of terrible, terrible speeches coming out of his mouth. Um, so anyways, carrying on February 1st. So we're almost caught up. We're a little over two weeks now. A lot, this happened Away. very quick. A lot very of stuff quick. happened very quickly. Yep. Uh, February 1st, Ottawa police set up a hotline for crimes related to the protests, including hate crimes, and announced two people were arrested and charged in connection with incidents that took place over January 29th. ninth weekend, Ottawa residents began reporting um, being challenged, harassed, and threatened with violence by protesters, all of which were reported to the media none were actually proved these are all alleged things there's no video anywhere there's no nothing other than certain people evidence
1: of violence coming out of this protest at
0: all other than coming from the state later on yes Um, february 2nd the freedom convoy organizers issued a statement saying that uh, they plan to remain in ottawa quote as long as it takes for all COVID 19 mandates to end first full issuance of a we are here we've established our protests we've established our uh, our truckers chas chop um and here are our demands our demands are draw the mandates and we're good uh, also february 2nd the ottawa police serve deputy uh, <clears throat> ottawa police service deputy chief steve bell says at a press conference that remaining protesters are quote highly volatile and the activities have shifted away from a protest to an occupation. Yes, and that's just a matter of terms. Um, going in and parking your truck on the street it's and, and stopping—it is a legal, legal status. status,
1: and it's a way for them to justify what they do in the future. Mm-hmm.
0: Because let's not mistake it for a second. This is an illegal activity. Blocking a public thoroughfare is an illegal activity. This is a. This is what you call a non violent civil disobedience you are breaking the law and hence can be arrested with due cause i mean that's even, the way it is in america. even in america this is the thing that happens now but it sends a message um oh did i leave the door shut my bed on february 2nd go fund me finally suspends the freedom convoy 2020 fundraiser except this is for the second time it's kind of a it's the real one they, they fought back against the first one, and they had it reactivated. February 3rd, Public Safety Minister Marco Mendocino announces that the Royal Canadian Mounted Police have arrived, um, have approved all requests from the Ottawa services to address the convoy. So now the RCMP is now being called to action, a.k.a. the, the, Mounties. the Mounties. And these are, these are fed cops.
1: Yes. These and are and federal that's, police. And that's extremely important, right? Different that that, deal than we have here. The term getting, gets thrown around a little bit. Mounties and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's funny on horses. Like, okay. So the Mounties are like super serious. It's yeah. very legitimate. It's the federal police, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. That's, mm-hmm. That is the cavalry of the Canadian Police Force. Very specific requirements. You have to be within certain height requirements. In between here and here, you have to weigh a certain amount. There's very, very specific requirements. It's very difficult to become a Mountie.
0: Yep. Now, February 3rd. Uh, As well, um, convoy organizers hold a press conference where they decried being painted as racist, misogynist, and even terrorist. So now we have public outcry from convoy leadership, from protest leadership, saying, like, these smears that we are getting from the government are not real. This is not real. You're being fed propaganda. You're being turned against us. Um, Secondly, a second blockade in Alberta in Milk River appears and, and closes one near outfit or COTIS. So this is another thing to, to remember that this is not a it's not just in one town. It's not just in Ottawa. It spreads throughout an entire kind of eastern region along the US Canadian border. Yes. And this and this is because the vaccine mandates they applied for both the United States and Canada. So now any trucker that was a Canadian or a United States trucker They cannot cross the border either way if they are unvaccinated, whether you're a Canadian trucker wanting to come over here. You can't do that. If you're if you're over here, you can't get over there unless you're vaccinated. So February 4th, former U.S. President Donald Trump expresses support for the trucker convoy, calls Prime Minister Trudeau a, quote, far left lunatic, which, yeah, okay. Uh, GoFundMe takes down the Freedom Convoy 2022 fundraiser page, saying it violates its terms of service. At the time, the fundraiser had reached more than 10 million doll um, hairs. A 9.8 million class action lawsuit is filed on behalf of the downtown Ottawa residents against the protests over incessant truck haunting. Honking. Honking. Um, uh, Ottawa police announced they are enacting a surge and contain strategy moving forward. So this is now February 4th, uh, and it's it's getting real. People are starting to get pissed off that live in Ottawa. They live there. There's honking everywhere. Businesses are starting to close. The counter protests. I don't know if this is the actual day. I forget if we do this, but at some point over the last – 10 days, counter protests from the civilians that live in Ottawa are coming out like, get the fuck out of my town. I don't want you guys here. Please leave. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It's February 5th. U.S. Republicans promote or promise to investigate GoFundMe's decision to pull the plug on the Freedom Convoy 2022 fundraiser. Solidarity protests take place over the weekend in Quebec City, Toronto, Vancouver, Halifax, and New Brunswick. Uh, February 6th. Ottawa Mayor Jim Watson declares a state of emergency. The Ottawa police seize more than 3,000 liters of fuel from protesters, according to demonstrators. Now, this is important. When it starts to get dark. This is when it gets really dark because now you have the state coming in. They were stealing cherry cans. They were, st- they were taking right. water, fuel, anything that looked like it could hold that, and they were confiscating that. If you had those while you were trying to enter the perimeter of the area of the protest, they would take it from you and you could not bring it in. It's very cold in Canada right now. It is winter in Canada. It's fucking cold. Yeah. Now, it is important to know this, that when I was listening to the uh, Brett Weinstein Dark Horse podcast from yesterday, where he interviews three members of the trucker protests there, um, apparently from eyes on the ground, the problem with gas and the states, you know, stealing their gas and all this stuff so that they can stay there and keep their trucks running and not freeze to death Really, only affected them for a day, and after that, apparently, it's been no problem. They've had no problem getting fuel in to keep their trucks running. Interesting. It's a very interesting situation. I don't know if maybe they just thought it was. They tried to do it and it ended up proving kind of fruitless, and right. then, so they stopped. I don't know how you're going to enough stormtroopers out there, right, to, to stop the the fuel from Get moving. Get all so of the gas from everywhere. My my guess at this point is that it just proved to be fruitless, so they stopped. February seventh, the Ottawa mayor requests an additional eighteen hundred officers in a letter to Ontario Premier um, Doug Ford and Trudeau, calling the protest a siege. Uh, which the I will go ahead like and say, Governor of Canada. Yeah, he's the governor of the province. Yeah,
1: Governor of Canada. He's <laughs> the governor of the province. Yeah.
0: Yep. Ottawa City Council votes to ask the province to bring legislation to be able to charge the protesters for the cost of damages caused by the demonstrations i hey what happened what when they had damages. the protests here uh just I oh don't they be, have insurance insurance they have insurance, they don't, have they insurance. Have insurance. yeah that was,
1: don't all those people in can have insurance what about their insurance they have insurance although yeah don't you see how fucking stupid that sounds but the problem is there's no real property
0: damage being done that that, that anybody's <laughs> the can point prove. still stands do all you right?
1: sound out a- do you hear how fucking stupid that sounds? Yeah. Don't they have insurance? Don't they have insurance? Don't you hear how stupid that sounds? That that was that was justification. Yep. Don't they have insurance? And I, it's I love ridiculous. the the lawsuit against the protesters.
0: Who are you suing? But along those lines, the judge, a
1: nameless mass of people. Yeah,
0: on those lines, a judge um, grants a ten day injunction to the class action lawsuit by Ottawa residents against the convoy to stop the incessant honking, and if. Remember, in the very beginning, the honking kind of stopped after a little while. It gets a little old. Now people are only honking when, uh, say, shit's about to go down and some a wave of stormtroopers comes in to to gather up some protesters. To, everybody starts honking to kind of get awareness up right. what's going on. Well, but
1: For a while, it was like on Tim Pool. You know, the honking will commence until yes. freedom improves.
0: Amen. Every every like is a honk. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The great honking. Yeah. Mm. Also, February 7th. Trudeau addressed the House of Commons at an emergency debate requesting or requested by NDP leader uh, February 8th Ottawa Police estimate approximately 500 trucks and personal vehicles remaining in the red demonstration zone um, so now the red zone it used when they first established a perimeter they called it the green zone right? yes and then you know they were monitoring in and out and then they established the red zone. The danger zone. The danger zone, and danger that was like zone. you couldn't get in if you, you know, unless if you you couldn't bring anything into the red zone, basically. And now we'll get there, but um, as of yesterday, they were arresting anybody that was in the red zone at all. Period. <coughs> so I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, February 8th, the Winnipeg mayor Brian Bowman says he will call a special meeting of the council to discuss the next step to address a a protest outside the Manitoba Legislature, aka it's spreading. And this is February 8th. February 9th. You? Now, this is really interesting. February 9th. Alberta's proof of vaccination system ends. February 9th. Alberta's dropping their vax mandate. Well, their proof of vaccination system, you have to prove your... Yes. Demonstrators blocked the highway leading to COTIS. ALTA. Okay. Can you look that up for me? Yes. ALTA. That's a, it's a province and I am not... Grasping it. Um, but again, they they block the highway leading
1: Alta is a town in Utah. Alta? Yes. So Alta is the connecting town from
0: But this is COTUS C-O-U-T-T-S. That might be a better way to look at it. COTUS A T L A. I feel like it's I don't want to say Alberta, but it's it might be Alberta. Alta. I don't know. The Ottawa police service warns protesters that everyone blocking streets in the downtown core may face arrest and have their vehicles seized and then the conversation starts to say how do you seize a bunch of fucking semi-trucks good luck uh the toronto police say they will close queen's park circle after social media posting claiming there will be a potential demonstration involving a quote a large number of vehicles and so now every single municipality or not municipality Every single province is on alert. Every single city is on alert. And if there's any kind of wind that there might be a bunch of truckers coming in to shut stuff down, they're trying to stop that stuff from happening. Um, The New Brunswick government announces it will amend its, quote, emergency act to ban the blocking of normal traffic flow on roads, highways ahead of planned convoy in Fredericton. Now, this reminded me of the point in time where Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, was proposing a a bill that would make things like blocking a public thoroughfare a a i believe a felony, but yeah. definitely illegal so you can get thrown in jail. And there was a lot of issues back then because this was when the BLM protests were going on. And so like we kept seeing videos at the time of like people just trying to drive through town and can't get through because a bunch of protesters are out there blocking the streets. It happened and here a lot. It happened uh it it happened a lot all over the country. Yeah. And so That's when Ron DeSantis was trying to pass that bill. And everybody's like, you can't do this. You don't want to do that. It's bad news.
1: ALTA, um, sorry, I thought, Mm -hmm. um, ALTA just is just the acronym for Alberta. Okay, so it is Alberta. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, February 9th,
0: once again, Texas joins calls to investigate GoFundMe over its removal of Freedom Freedom Convoy campaign. Federal liberals, back in Canada again, propose... Expanding the House Public Safety and National Security Committee study on the Freedom Convoy's fundraising efforts to include ideological motivated extremism.
1: So now we're is that, more is that laws. that similar to uh, what was it here? Um, shit, domestic uh, domestic violent extremists. Is that what it was? I,
0: essentially, I believe it's the same thing. Oh, yeah, that's that's my my guess. February tenth, Manitoba. RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, warned members of the public to avoid the area near the border community of Emerson after trucks and farm equipment blockaded the international port of entry to the uh, of the United States. And I remember that a little over a week ago, a bunch of like the, these Canadian farmers also got into the act. They're like, fuck a truck. Let's bring the tractor. And they're doing the same thing, blocking off everything. Uh, public Safety Minister Mendocino says the... RCMP will send more reinforcements to end blockades in Ottawa, Windsor, Ontario, and Alberta, CODIS, Alberta. These all must be capital provincial capitals. Yeah. Um, the officer, the office of the premier Ford, of Premier Ford, announces it successful. Appla- it has successfully applied for a court order to freeze the distribution of donations raised by Give Send Go. the The company responds on Twitter saying. Quote, Canada has absolutely zero jurisdiction over how the company manages its funds. And now this is an important step because with all of the problems with the GoFundMe process and all those funds getting froze, the rise of this kind of alternative fundraising system, Give, Send, Go, started to come up in thinking that this is a safe way to get these people money. Right. Now, ultimately, the government will find a work around that later. They always find a way, they? always they? find a way, especially when it comes to money. February 11th, the Ontario government inv- invokes new emergency measures with a state of emergency aimed at protesters and ending the blockades at a key border crossing in the province, including the maximum penalty of $100,000 and up to a year in prison God. for noncompliance. So get out of the way or we're fining you $100,000 and throw you in jail for a year. Um... Manitoba announced it will end all proof of vaccination requirements and mask mandates by March 15th. This is again on February 11th. So we got more and more provinces dropping mandates. Don't know if it's for or if it's because of the truckers. You would kind of assume it is. Uh, February 12th, police begin forcibly removing protesters on the Ambassador Bridge. Now, this was the big, big bridge, I guess, apparently, connecting the U.S. and I think this is the one out of Detroit. U.S. and Canada, right there. Protesters break through the RCMP uh, barricade in Surrey, British Columbia, leading to a closure of another U.S. border crossing. Ottawa police form new command center with RCMP and OPP to address downtown Ottawa protests. So, again, they're trying to figure out what to do about Ottawa. And I hate to say it. But the language they're using about block blockades and occupations, it was very specifically purposed. Right. They called them illegal blockades and illegal occupations because both of those things are indeed illegal. Yes. Right. And that now label is not a protest anymore. It's quote unquote, it's still a protest. But what they're doing. Yes. Yeah, it's become a chess chop, except a lot less people getting shot. February 13th, the city of Ottawa and pro- and protest leaders reach an agreement to remove trucks from residential neighborhoods. The counter-protests demand convoy le- vehicles in Ottawa. De- oh, my gosh. Counter-protests block convoy vehicles in Ottawa. So now, as of the day before Valentine's Day, we've got local people in Ottawa starting to counter-protest, saying, Get the f- out of here. It's, I'm, I'm going insane here. Uh, Also, the Ambassador Bridge in Ontario is fully reopened late in the day after first being blockaded by protesters on February 7th. So now we're talking just under seven days. Police make 42 arrests and seize seize 37 vehicles during a two-day operation to clear it. So it took two days to arrest 42 people and pull out 37 vehicles.
1: Work for it, bitch. Word. Work for it.
0: Bro, you got to... With the amount of... Put it this way how do you tow a semi truck with another semi truck the amount of semi truck towing companies are pretty few and far between and, and most same. of them are telling the government to fuck off we're yeah. not messing with our clients ultimately that'll change later on uh february 14th alberta students are no longer required to wear masks at school that's wow even the canadians beat us to it that's saying something for the they first should wait time until march yes now, here we go. February 14th. For the first time in Canadian history, the federal government invokes the Emergencies Act, which gives the federal government sweeping new powers to, quote, restore order and bring the ongoing trucker convoy protests and blockades to an end. The order was created by Trudeau's father. No. And never. Fully enacted before, until now. yeah. Pierre it was, Trudeau. Yeah, it was created by him, and I forget the exact reasoning back then. I think it was in the late 80s. But it's created by his dad, and it's never been blood, used. Huh? Word. Well, I mean, his supposed dad. Because he's, he's definitely, right? definitely not Fidel Castro's <laughs> <hate> son. <laughs> and I'm going to say, I've seen the pictures. And it's pretty
1: weird. There's a, they look yeah, a lot like each
0: other. But also... You find enough pictures of enough people Man. at the right poses, they, they'll, they'll they be fine, like you know. Exactly. And, I mean, he's as communist and authoritarian as Fidel Castro is. That's about the only relationship I need right there. There's, They're both fascists and terrible pieces of
1: shit. You, cool. You know who Grand Thumb is, right? Yeah. On the YouTube, yeah. There's a whole series of pictures of people in like world war ii and like shit like that that look just like grand thumb and so he'll he'll repost those pictures mm-hmm. every so often it's pretty funny
0: that's great yeah um february 15th we're catching up um ottawa police chief paul slowly resigns i like that the authoritarians are, are, are signing off or they're saying i can't i can't handle this so i gotta resign right. anyways um the federal government announces uh announces ease COVID-19 restrictions fully vaccinated travelers will only need an antigen test result rather than a PCR test result in order to enter Canada so now you get to take a rapid test and then you can get in Canada the blockade ends at uh the CODIS Alberta and the Canadian Border Service Agency says operations have resumed at the crossing February 16th, Ottawa police hand out leaflets to protesters warning they may be arrested unless they leave voluntarily. The Child's Aid Society of Ottawa urges protesters who brought children on the protest make alternate care arrangements in the event they get arrested. So they're trying to be, you know, humanitarian. If you got your kids there, make sure your kids can go someplace because the stormtroopers are going to come lock you up. Ottawa counselors... Oh uh, yeah, counselors as in like their their government officials. Yes. Um A council. Oust the chair of the Ottawa Police Service uh board. The Emerson Man Manitoba border crossing reopens after convoy protesters leave with the police escort. February seventeenth, Ottawa police begin to make arrests, including convoy organizers Chris Barber and Tamara Litch, videos of which are available. All um, over the internet right now. Well it's very peaceful. Go quick. ahead.
1: They're all, all all over the internet. We have been sharing mm-hmm. a lot of these videos and things like that on our social media, right? I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. Colin is at Big Bird Off you on both those things. We also have our YouTube.com, Salt of the Streets. You're watching us right now, our Instagram.com slash Salt of the Streets. Facebook fuck, fuck Facebook.com slash all the streets. You can find all this on our website, salto streets.com. If you need a haircut <laughs> in a couple weeks, go to Swell Blended. Get him location skate shop. if you need a skateboard. Lexi Kai on Twitch for some gaming and leggings and aprons on Instagram. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe this video. Comment on everything. Tell your friends about it. Go to the Patreon. Subscribe to the different tiers. Help us make more better content. Beautiful. February 17th. Two
0: days away now. So this is Thursday. <clears throat> Ottawa police begin to make arrests, including convoy organizers, like I just said, uh, both of whom face charges. And this is I love the charges here. I'm not that familiar with the Canadian legal system, so I don't know how intense these charges are. But if I heard these in America, I'd be like, okay, cool. Give me a fine. They face charges of mischief and counseling to commit mischief. So that's cool. That's that'll get you locked up. Mischief. Yeah. Okay. So in other words, yeah. So you're you're colluding. You're 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 planning on committing mischief. Um, so now the deputy prime minister Freeland uh, makes an announcement after Trudeau at this point on, uh, on television and says that some bank accounts belonging to individuals associated with the protests have been frozen. Banking system in Canada at this point is going fucking apeshit. People's accounts are being frozen. If you were found to have donated to the Give, Send, Go at this point, your accounts are being frozen and you're being tracked down by Canadian authorities because you are supporting basically the Canadian version of January
1: 6th. I told you there was a woman I heard on the radio that... Owned a business in canada she donated 250 dollars to the give send go for gasoline and as she's been interviewed she said which i think speaks more to my humanitarian side than huh. anything else her name was put out there her business was vandalized her home was vandalized mm-hmm. she got very upset over the phone you know that's horrible
0: yep and finally just to close it out getting caught back up this is yesterday the enforcement actions continue in the na- in nation's capital of Ottawa. The police warn that everyone within the "quote unquote" red zone may be subject to arrest. Police also set up approximately 100 checkpoints around the red zone as arrests continue in Ottawa. The House of Commons canceled its planned sitting. Now they leave it at that. They just say the House of Commons canceled its planned sitting. This is yesterday because. <clears throat> the council was supposed to meet to vote on the continuation and the validity of the true day the trudeau emergency powers act that he just oh. passed now because of the turmoil of course we, we can't do that because
1: it's so crazy we outside. just can't do that yep. you
0: know it's it's going to be bad all these people are going to get hurt so, so we canceled it. it so now dictator in chief trudeau gets to maintain his powers to who knows when um i did find out that uh, again from listening to that Brett Weinstein podcast this morning the way the truckers the protesters at this point I should say are getting around the concept of their funds being frozen and stuff like that simply cash has become king people come by the trucks and they just give them cash and that's how that's how things is happening right now in Ottawa that's and throughout crazy. all this so uh, they're even doing bitcoin yeah.
1: they're even doing cryptocurrency yep. if you have you verified your identity on a cryptocurrency exchange or something like that. They are taking your crypto. They are blocking your accounts. Blocking it. Done for. Your wallet
0: numbers are being handed over. Yep. Now, this, that opens a whole separate conversation about crypto altogether, right? Is this what we thought it was? (laughs) Well, because, you know, just real quick, what does crypto, what's the beauty of Crypto. It's 100% trackable. Yeah. Every dollar can be traced to when you made a transaction with X. Well, what's to say the government can't see that too? If we can see all the transactions, the government can too. So it's the perfect government tracking program as far as funds go. They That's how they're freezing all these people's accounts. If you gave $25 worth of crypto to these people, 20 bucks worth of crypto, guess what? No more crypto for you. They might even, now that they know who you are, they're probably shutting down your bank account too. I don't, this is really, really, really tragic. JBP, for his end, has been speaking to lawmakers in the Canadian federal government system and trying to make moves there. You have a lot of outreach coming from these particular protest leaders. Um. Right now they're starting to get into like the secondary ranks of leadership because all the primary ranks have already been locked up. Multiple people are starting to kind of like, you know, slowly just bleed off as occupation, occupational protests go. People have generally have a time limit. They can't all stay there. Most of the ones that are going to be there till the very end will be there because they don't have another choice. And if they leave, they don't have a job anymore. So they just hang out until they get arrested. I get it, I I definitely get it. Um, so that's where we're at. I don't see, I don't see the Canadians stopping to lock these people up anytime soon. Uh, if you're paying attention to the thumbnail of today's video, you'll have seen the um, stampede, not stampede, the trampling, trampling of the protesters as the um, RCMP riot police um, were being separated from the group. I think this is the tech that they have. the The SWAT goes in, they surround somebody they need to be arrested, and then the cavalry comes in and splits the protesters off from the SWAT so they can pull people out. And they don't care if they're trampling people in between. I still we still don't know if that lady's dead or not. It's pretty bad. They, they straight up ran over somebody in the picture there. I mean, you could see the horse. Just I saw a lot of memes where it's like our southern border, uh, that famous picture of the guy grabbing the migrant crossing the border, and yes. then you have the Canadian royal men of police just trampling the girl. And it's not a good look, but fascism has rarely has a good look. Yep. We'll put it that way.
1: And mainstream media, corporate media has nothing to say about yeah. it. Yeah. Has absolutely nothing to yeah.
0: say about it. I mean, and let's not mince words about this. The minute they enacted the Emergency Powers Act— canada became a fascist country Absolutely. they have full control over the banking system they can, if they can go into your bank account and say you don't have any money anymore you can't use any of this, this is ours now that's that's fascism it's authoritarianism I mean, it is it, is, it, it is, is textbook fascism when the government and the banks and all of industry all work together Enforced and, and by
1: violence of the state yes they will trample you with their horses and <laughs> As take proven. your money yep. if you do not comply
0: So that's where we're at as of today. I'm sure there's more going on right now uh, because it's constantly happening. This is not just over. It's not done yet. It's still going on. Um, So I'm very, very sure that the RCMP are still locking people up for trying to ask for civil rights. Um, And that's that's where we're at. Canada um, has essentially gone the way of Australia and become a fascist country. That's wild. Dude. Did not see that coming. Didn't see Trudeau going full fascist this quick. It only took two weeks, and it was like that. I mean, we knew he wanted to. Obviously, I mean, everybody does. We we all. I keep waiting for Biden to just say, "Yeah, okay, well, whatever." Um, what's that crazy ass uh, president presidential order fifty one or right. whatever? It's like gives them the ability to reconstitute an entire U.S. government like that, it exists. It's possible. I mean, I just keep wondering why the Americans haven't declared themselves a fascist yet.
1: Because they're not at the White House. Also,
0: it's because we have more guns.
1: No one's protesting. Well, no one's protesting the the Biden administration. No one, you know. They did that one day. And now,
0: that being said, I did want to say this. There is a quote-unquote American freedom convoy getting ready to start moving where are they starting out at some some place in california it's running to my tongue i can't remember but it seems a little weird i don't know if it's gonna happen they've been talking about it they're supposed to leave the 25th well there was February. a facebook
1: group for one that got shut there's down. a couple of facebook them. closed it down yeah. yeah
0: and now there's a major one i know it's on my twitter somewhere uh cha see it see the let's tweets. let's see it let's see the tweets to the tweets to the bookmarks of the tweets here you guys wanna see my Twitter there you go. this is a great little fucking meme. I just thought oh, this was good. That's a great video by the way <laughs> this thing going on in uh Oshawa, the Parliament of oshawa Canada they're talking they're taking um requests from other parliamentarians and things, and this guy's relating a call that he got up from a supporter talking about the World Economic Forum and this, that, and the other thing, and they just cut him off when it gets a little too creepy. And they're like, oh, you know, it was a bad feed. Sorry. Bro, weird. Okay, and there's the deputy director, uh, the parliament, you know, the deputy prime minister talking about how they're going to freeze everybody's assets. There's this guy. I'm going to talk about him in a minute. Uh, Where was this? I may not have it seen. I always think I save so much. There's the Leah Thomas thing we'll get into later. And there's your stormtroopers. There's just a good There's just a good pick of the stormtroopers, man. This is what's happening right now. The Canadian stormtroopers are grabbing you. They're beating the shit out of you because your livelihood is threatened. Because you refuse to get a medical treatment. And because of that, you're not allowed to do your job anymore. Seems cool. Anyways, I'm not going to find this. It's somewhere, but... It's just... Spend 15 minutes fucking around social media and the internet by Googling like Ottawa protests. And you're going to see videos and you're going to see things that you didn't think was possible in Western nations. You th- if if I didn't know better, I would think this is happening over in, you know, Putin's oligarchical Russia. Okay. Because they had a trucker protest a few years ago. Do you remember that? Back in, I don't remember even what it was about. But they had some form of a trucker protest blocking roads and all this stuff. And what Putin do? Just came and arrested everybody. Kind of like what the Canadians are doing. It's weird how many yeah. similarities they have in common.
1: And let's just um, so let's talk about Chaz Chop real quick, okay. and we'll talk about Portland, right? Because a lot of people are going to draw some um, a lot of comparisons. Comparisons, right? Comparisons, so, yeah. um, Chaz Chop occupation. How can, we, how can we be in favor of the Ottawa protesters and be against Chaz Chop, right? Mm-hmm. I will remind everyone: we were in favor of Chaz Chop until people started getting raped and murdered. When you yeah. start raping and murdering people... And the racketeering and stuff You're kind of, you're kind of like that, going but... against the whole idea of an autonomous area where people are allowed yeah. to do what they want to be free, yeah. right? So there's a little bit of a difference there. Also, the classification of... Chaz going from an autonomous zone to an <laughs> occupied protest was their own distinction so that they didn't have to interfere with the police, to my understanding. So they didn't be classified as terrorists. Right. <laughs> this classification was done by the government that mm-hmm. they were no longer protests; They were an occupation so the yes. government could treat them like terrorists. Yep. So there's a little bit of a difference there, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it is and important then,
0: to note that when the Chaz chop was ultimately broken apart, they didn't change... What they were, what they classified them in, they just said, okay, this is enough. We're getting you guys out of here. They didn't have to call them terrorists. I mean, they murdered a bunch of people. We know that, yes. but that's
1: fine. And then Portland, right? Mm. You can go back. Maybe I'll, I'll write that one down. Um, Portland. 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 Portlandia. The federal courthouse. Oh, yeah. Um, Firebombing that was and a ta- That was happening. There were federal cops that were there. Where they called them Gestapo, right, when that was yep. happening. They were hemming people up. And, and this
0: is it's important to say that these people were coming out of the building being attacked, pushing back against it, and then falling back. Correct?
1: We're talking about also there were federal police that were in vans, you know, that were hemming up protesters. <sighs> they were and okay. they, Those yep, were the yep, people yep, they yep, were calling the yep. stuff. Okay. Right? I remember now. And so just because it I know there were distinctions that were drawn. Right. And we didn't defend that at the yeah. time. Because I I it was pretty saying, fucked up. Because it's not right. People shouldn't be yeah. hemmed up like that. They were snatching grabs out of vans. It's not good. You yeah. know? There we we did draw the distinction that they're not g- the Gestapo. That in America, no. it's not that fascistic as it may be. You're attacking a federal courthouse, and so people are going to get hemmed up by the feds, yeah. and it's not out of their purview. Again, fascistic as it may be, it is not out of the federal purview to reassign polic- officers from one dis one.
0: Yeah, because they were calling department in like to it because it was like it
1: was like FBI and different random departments. They were pulling over mm-hmm. and using them as federal yeah. police officers to arrest people they were yeah. going to arrest. I remember right? we,
0: I believe we talked specifically about certain state troopers being deputized as federal agents right. at that point. Right, we're not defending because that. Donald def- Trump refused to send in federal agents. Right, right, which would have been even more fascistic. <laughs> yes, that would have been really bad. So
1: just so that we're clear, yeah, right, we. Yeah.
0: Wasn't cool with it then. Not, cool with, not it now. cool with it now. It's not good. No. The guy in the Twitter feed I was telling you it kinda looked like the farmer dude as we were going scrolling down. He made this video talking about the uh, American truckers, right? And he goes, You know what, man? Don't don't drive to Washington. Don't blockade all these cities. Just just stay home. Just quit driving. Don't go blockade a city and do social unrest
1: just stop just
0: stop working the the impact's the same yeah there's no deliveries being made okay well go on go on youtube make some videos with demands whatever and we'll start driving again when y'all drop these these fascist mandates then then maybe we'll be cool i like that approach it's because no matter how you slice it I wasn't okay with blm blocking intersections and stopping the free flow of life as normal in society i'm not i'm very supportive of these truckers doing this it's just i also do understand that yeah that city's gonna it's under siege and that's i personally take a stance that it's kind of i'm a i'm okay with that i kind of am because you know, these people in the cities don't understand well, the the fragile nature of their life, right. their lifestyle, that they, they are so eager to force onto other people and to force their values onto other people. They don't understand that. Like this guy says in that video, he says, all it takes is three days and Manhattan runs out of food. I mean, if you were to uh, remind the citizens of New York City of that by like. Maybe just taking an extra day off. I mean, that might wake certain people up, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Although, I don't trust Americans to make good decisions when they're under stress.
1: No. In America, a lot of the road that happened here were individuals standing in the road. Yeah. And blocking people. the road. And, not, and I don't... I'm not trying to say, like, it's better if you do it with a car, but people are, were putting themselves in harm's way, getting hit by cars and shit like yeah. that. Especially, especially in Washington, a lot of it was, like, happening at night. You know, they're on the freeways, shit like that, at Dumb, nighttime. Dum dum, dum dum It's not, it's not good. No. Um, <laughs> so stupid. It's not good. No. You
0: know? Because we talked about the one case of the guy that supposedly he hit somebody, but it's because he, like, tried to take an inter- like an off-ramp or something and get off and that was still and then killed somebody i think he killed somebody if i remember I'm right It was certain, not yeah and it's just not good man don't be doing that trucks it it makes a statement man because it's it's not something you can do you can't arrest somebody and then the truck is gone too
1: it's less violent because how you're gonna do is you into a truck you know, <laughs> that's true so what are
0: how should i phrase this what it, I haven't heard your opinion very much on the on the truckers. Right. Uh, tell me about ideologically, where do you stand? And then practically, where do you stand as far as these situations are have occurred and the things that they've gone through? Because we might potentially be looking at something like that happening in D.C. Right. The, the concept real quick is leaving, I believe, the 24th or the 25th, driving cross-country from California to Washington, D.C., just in time to be there to blockade and to, to 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 do the trucker convoy thing March 1st when Joe Biden is scheduled to
1: have his State of the
0: Union address. Okay. That's the concept there.
1: Um, Thoughts? Right. So in Canada or in America, or you mean just the general? I guess the general concept altogether, right? Yeah. Because what's
0: happening in Canada could be happening here, right? right.
1: So it seems like it makes... Sense from an ideological standpoint. Mm -hmm. The people that are doing it, right? The truckers have been hailed as heroes this entire time. They are now the ones that are fed up with these policies from the federal government. So Mm -hmm. he's fed up, and some are, I mean, it's their livelihood on the stake. It seems to make sense. Yeah. Um, I understood the logic is easy to draw. They're not drawing up a list of. Vague or very difficult to meet demands, you know, it's, and the
0: systemic racism.
1: Yeah, no, it's that's a, not a it's demand. It's a request of stop enforcing a fascistic policy on Yeah, me, right. There isn't there isn't a reshaping of the government involved. There isn't anything involved other than these are no longer policies that we are enforcing or we're condoning. Yeah, that's a fairly simple request to meet, you know. And considering
0: the generally fascistic nature of Canada, to, like to begin with. It doesn't seem like a big ask to me.
1: Yeah. It seems um, nonviolent, especially what we've seen in Canada. There isn't any violence until the police showed up. You know? Um, Every time the police show up,
0: you see linking of arms. You see... I mean, it's the the textbook definition of nonviolent civil disobedience. And the ones... That are committing violence at this point is the state. It's the it's the it's the stormtroopers,
1: and we supported that. Again, we've supported that even all throughout the George Floyd riots. You know, I don't do do what you do. Don't destroy other people's shit. Word. And it seems like it's it's an interesting point. The trucking, the like the blocking of the roads with the trucks, because it Mm -hmm. it borders on. I don't want to say borders on non-violence, but it borders on like non-interference, you know? Mm-hmm. You're doing as little as possible that still affects people's lives in a very serious way that you yeah. can't deny, but you're not being violent. You know, you're not running into anybody, you're not doing anything. People just are very annoyed, they're very irritated. They it takes them a very long time to go to work if they can go to
0: work, and the um, flow of
1: goods stops. So, I
0: depending on how big the radius is, that's that's the other thing. That's why they're that's that's how they're yeah. able to justify the Emergency Powers Act being inf- why, being done for the first time ever in history.
1: I see why people would be upset about it. Yeah. But I don't see a no <laughs> genuine argument against it other than nope. I don't like it, which isn't a good argument, you yeah. know. That's not I appreciate it and I understand it, but it's not a good argument. It's mm-hmm. not con- it's not a convincing argument because you don't like it. That's fine. Yeah. I do like it. It feels good to me. Mhm. That's all, you know, same argument we made for any number of things that people do and don't do in their lives. feels good yeah. to me. I'm, I'm going to continue to do it. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, and that's fine. Yeah. So
0: we could agree to disagree. You,
1: now, yeah. I think,
0: and not personally, obviously, because I'm super on board with these people. Um, I am in super on board with uh, people in cities getting uh, a little uncomfortable because their gravy train has stopped. They don't understand all the people that work their asses off and work themselves to the bone to provide them the ability to live the life that they live within those perfect little paradise in cities. I do. I do understand that they're if you blockade a city, if you put a city at siege, they're not getting certain things into the city. Right. And I, on paper, I can understand that. Right. That's, I mean, sieges, Wars have been waged like that, and cities have been lost and captured by many fighting armies by siege throughout history since the Mongols before the mongols but I have ne- i don't think there has been i don't think that exists in this situation yes, we have blockade and we have an inability to move traffic throughout a city and there are businesses closing because of this it seems like a personal choice more than anything else but like if there was a will to get your goods to market within that blockade you could do that i mean from my understanding not every single entrance in and out of the entire ottawa area has been you know cut off right it's a a relatively small area yeah Yeah. so okay i'm sorry your lives have been inconvenienced well all of these people are going to lose their livelihoods if they don't do what you tell them they have to do right and i i don't feel bad for these people that live in cities that all of a sudden realize how fragile their entire lifestyles are i don't feel bad for them realizing that for the first time they should you should know that if you live in manhattan this was the one thing when i lived in long island right i understood that like i got it you know north to south a few miles maybe long i mean wide it's not a small wave a 10 foot 15 foot fucking like tsunami wave could wipe the entire island clean i had i was very uncomfortable living in long island because there was only a certain number of like escapes off the island and it's all over like super terrible traffic packed bridges right like when you live in manhattan mm-hmm. you have to understand how fragile your lifestyle is and if you don't maybe every now and again you should be reminded right and it's shitty as that sounds you're gonna get a lot more appreciation for the blue collar people that work their asses off to get you your your get you the goods to allow you to live the bougie lifestyle that you live, man. All right. You know, this is a this is a true workers' revolt against the elites that occupy these cities. None of these truckers can live in that fucking city. Right. None of them can do that. They can't afford to live there, but they bring you all the stuff that you need to survive in there. Right. By working your white collar job where you make hundreds of thousands of loonies every day because <laughs> you're fucking Canadian. Your entire economy is a joke. Sorry, Canada. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I love Canada. So I'm, I'm frustrated with this. I'm upset about this. I, I'm full on truck. I support the truck is hundred percent at this point And I, I think that if we were to recreate the same situation in Washington, D.C., in America, it's not going to end the same way. I like this other guy on Twitter saying, just stop working. Just stop working. If if you prove, at this point, as far as Western cultures are concerned, because this is a weird deal. This is another thing I think we should, maybe, let's pause. Let's pause and take a step back. Because what's happening in Canada right now? Why should we care in the United States? In your mind, why do you care about what's happening in Canada?
1: Why do I care? Why do you care? Yeah, why do you care about these,
0: <clears throat> this, this convoy and these? Why do you care about Ottawa being blockaded? Why do you, as an American Westerner, why do you care?
1: I care about this. Was was odd to see it um, happen so quickly. I feel like I'm being it's interviewed very quick. Um, yeah, you no, it was odd <laughs> to see it devolve so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the impression of, or the. Activation of the emergency powers. I mean, something that concerns me. Mm-hmm. Um, the, as you said, the formation of the freedom convoy in America, mm-hmm. you know, it could easily follow these same things. So,
0: okay, so if I was to, if I was to.
1: This one doesn't activate me like it does you.
0: No. Well, it's because what... I'm activated because what this is is Western culture fighting against fascism and authoritarianism. Yes. Right. Canada is a very strange place compared to America, right? But there are Western values that we all still hold together, ideally. We all still believe, generally speaking. That's why, like, Canada's just our weird kind of, like, you know, super, and I guess super kind of clean neighbor to the north, but they are still a Western republic. I mean, they're a Western democracy, right? They're I they're guess, not an Eastern that's, country. That's there.
1: where I think we draw the distinction. Is mm-hmm. I don't look at Canada like a brother. I don't look at them. You don't. Way. No. No,
0: because realistically they're not. They're no. fundamentally they, they have, they're, they're so far divorced from us.
1: Governmental path, that we are. Mm-hmm. So I don't identify with them the same way that you do. So when you ask me why do I care about this, uh-huh. I think it seems obvious. We're covering this because I care about it, right? Yeah. So for the same reasons that we've just covered, because That's you care about care freedom. About yeah, but I don't. I don't look at it because of an influence of Western culture. I know our, we have governments that are displaying different levels of authoritarianism. Mm-hmm. I think that what's happening in Canada is going to be harder to happen here because a lot of those truckers are going to go there with guns. They're going to have them in the cab of their truck. That's going to happen.
0: That's a good point. So It doesn't happen in Canada. No,
1: you can't just roll out the cavalry and expect nothing to happen and ham up anybody you want, especially when you're talking no. about a more a protest with a more conservative tilt. Yeah. You know, the people and that we American talked conservative about, tilt. the people that we talked about in between these shows that have the thin blue line flags and also the Gaston flags, they're going to have to make some really tough decisions if they're going to be a part of this, right? Oh, man. We, you and I don't need to make this tough decision. If you yeah. are on that side, you are on the wrong side. I'm interested in this because people, let me reframe it. I'm interested in this because, as you said, this is an undeniable workers' protest. Mm-hmm. And the party in America, who is traditionally in favor of worker protests, couldn't be more against what is happening in Canada right now, because yeah. they're in favor of the Canadian government. They are, they are... The left is eating itself in this tiny little microcosm, and mm-hmm. it's happening right now, and it's going to reflect different things in America. Like I said, it's more conservative here. The people in Canada are, in general, of a farther left tilt. Not farther left, but more left tilt than they yeah. are in America. That's just how it is. <laughs> a the, Canadian the conservative is... It's still an American liberal. The majority of people in Canada don't even support what's happening with the truckers, right? Certainly yeah. by, by polls. Oh, yeah. That doesn't make nope. them wrong. That doesn't mean that the truckers are standing for something incorrect. They're standing yeah. for freedom, which is the right thing to do, yeah. right? So that's, that's why that matters. Like I said, it matters because it has American implications not only in the freedom convoy aspect, but also that people here are weighing in on it. People yeah. here are saying, this is fucked up. They shouldn't be doing that. They're causing all these problems. You're, you're wrong. You are wrong. You don't support this. The most peaceful thing they could possibly be doing that will actually make a difference. That will actually do something because Mm -hmm. it is doing something. Yeah. You know? Now, here's a question
0: for you. Um, And again, Brett Weinstein, I believe, brought this up during that podcast. Um, Now, the concept of the Ottawa truckers coming and occupying Ottawa and essentially putting the city under siege. I mean, let's be realistic. They... Hold most of the cards here, as far as what can get in and get out right unless they sweep them clean if, what if this was b l m in their truckers? you know what I mean right. like what if at the same time what if it's what if it's somebody essentially it has to be kind of like a group of truckers or somebody that holds right. the 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 weight of import export goods
1: and selling they have a lot of impact and that to me would be would be the Canadian equivalent of what it will be in America right yeah. in America we can see the left eating itself because like I just laid out mm-hmm. that the the party here the Democratic Party that is traditionally in favor of Of worker protests, things like that. Unions, right, are not in support of this. But it's only in Canada. So it doesn't really matter to them right now. It's not really their issue. It's only until they're in America that they either need to paint them as fascists so they can separate themselves from the truckers, which they have Mm -hmm. hailed as heroes this entire time. Or... Get on board with what's going on and get rid of the protests. So that could be a reason we're seeing so many of the more left states get rid of their or get rid of the mandates is what I meant. So excuse me. So that could be a reason why we're seeing more of the left states get rid of their mandates already. California was one of the first, right? That's where the the Freedom Convoy is supposed to start. So now we have Oregon, Washington, these other states doing the same thing because the left can begin to separate themselves from it before it comes to their front door, right? Right now it's next door. They're like that's fucked up, but also it's not really me. Don't really need to deal with it. So, A cool. Customer. But in Canada, <laughs> yep, they're they're in favor of doing whatever the government tells you to do. Yeah, that's just what they want. Doing the right thing, being nice, complying. That's that is the Canadian way. So they're no matter what against what is going to be against them. Yeah. You know, so for them, it's not a display of the government eating itself. They're just seeing the government is enforcing what it's supposed to do, and they're being a strong hand and they're tamping down this goddamn bullshit, this occupation of the government yeah. that's happening. It's, it's a legal occupation, occupation. Yes, in America, it's not so simple. In Canada, it is. They yeah. don't care what your political leaning is. You are going against the government. You are the fucking enemy.
0: It is true. It's it, it it makes me think that like,
1: so know, part of the be, reason
0: we're watching this so closely is yes. because it's gonna be here that was to if the canadians are doing it right you know it's gonna happen
1: that was to answer your question to say that it would have to be some form of blm a planned parenthood people who work at some at part of some far left organization that would be fighting against the government that they would then start to be torn yeah you know the same thing here if it was all the all the truckers who had blm stickers on their truck they're the ones that decided to do the protest here what the shit? What are, what is the left going to say about anything yeah all these people who live here that have all the signs that science is real and love is fucking whatever what are, <laughs> In all, this what house... are any of those people going to say yep what are any of you going to say about anything because they're all those they're all blm truckers those are all black and minority truckers that are doing that what are you going to say about it they're working class minority truckers right if that's the case if that's what the you case, say they can't they can't fight against nothing yeah that's that's what it takes in canada because authority is more important compliance yeah. is more important there in america freedom is more important so yeah so the working class aspect in america i think would be enough and may start to be enough it may that be. could that could be a part of what's going on
0: it's february 25th i believe I, I don't know find out. i don't know uh it's it's a weird deal man it's I don't like watching it. I'll say that. No. Much. Watching all the videos, is it's really disturbing. Because it, it
1: could happen here. Because it, it could. Highlights that that could happen here, and it makes yeah. it more apparent than we're not Australia. we've been saying for the last few weeks, that yeah. this could happen here. There's no reason no. it doesn't happen here. The stripping of the gun rights, all these things, it could happen here. And we shouldn't pretend like it can't. Yeah. And now we're seeing it's right just next right door. there. It is right there.
0: Yeah. You know so what I'm saying? It's one thing when it's kind of like benign, and it's all about like drug laws or it's something that's so benign that it's whatever it's Canada we don't need to worry about that right. they're just a little kooky up there it's whatever but down they're here
1: talking, they're talking about bodily autonomy up there that's yes. what this is about that's yep. not about anything else it's not about the vaccine itself it's about the mandates yep. the vaccine mandates that is what they are protesting because the left here has just shit all over Oh, they're against vaccines no 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 mm-hmm. the vast majority of truckers are vaccinated because they had to be to go across the border it's the mandates it's the yep. passports that they are not in favor yeah of. i believe the percentage of people that actually
0: are unvaccinated and basically are are being they're protesting for their livelihood because otherwise they lose everything I, I believe that percentage compared to the people that have already acquiesced and done this they just are just fed up with the fact that the there's mandates involved here i think the percentage of true unvaccinated folks are relatively small right
1: well there was the Um, one guy that was on crowder that said i don't remember what his name was but he said that when he pulled up to the border he went to hand over his passport and that particular border agent said oh i don't need it said as soon as i see your license plate your name comes up in the computer and we can see that you got vaccinated said so why in the hell do is this mandate here if you can already see that i've been vaccinated my status my license because of my because of my license plate why do I need to show you a vaccination card then? Because, weird. because it's the mandate. Yeah. Because you have to do it. You need to show me your papers, even though I already have it. Show me your papers.
0: Or else you get thrown in the gulag. Yep. Well, because time will I tell so. what, what happens with our Freedom Convoys and whatnot. It'll be interesting going forth. It, it, I think it really will be. Because, you know, the every day the authoritarian side it's kind of losing more and more data on their side yet they're not really acquiescing as fast as they probably should be obviously but you know it's like we get a little bit of our freedoms back quote unquote we get some of our rights back soon enough within uh the next almost month a little over a month we get our freedoms back march 21st we don't have to wear uh masks inside supposedly uh I will believe that when I hey, see Linsley.
1: it. We'll see that happen. I even heard on the way here that Seattle is already looking like they're going to do it more yeah. for restaurants and theaters That you know. they're going to keep it so.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I I doubt that uh we can go see JBP at the Paramount because they have a vax mandate and I don't think they're going to stop that. I mean, this is Seattle we're talking about. But who knows? It may not be mandated on the state level, but hey, you know. That's well, really.
1: Well, Seattle is there. I told you they're done with their vaccine. Maxi- their yep. vaccine mandate on March first. Yeah, it's a mask mandate now that you would have to worry about the vaccine mandate, at least by the ca- the. By the state s- by, the by county, the King yeah. County.
0: By the authority, the governmental authority. I would be
1: surprised if businesses maintained the vaccine mandate. I can definitely yeah. see them doing the mask mandate. And I if, would be they if they did, they maintain vaccine mandate.
0: Yeah, and if they did, out of sure ideological purposes. Yeah, that fucking bottom line number would it would make it so they don't last that long because if like just for example I don't want to pick on the Paramount but if like the Paramount is going to be the only theater and the only venue in Seattle that says well you have to be vaccinated to come here right and everyone else all the other venues in the city don't they're going to drop it because they're going to lose business right and that's not going to happen so time will tell we'll see it'll be a really interesting deal as we go forward
1: I want to take this moment before we move on because we'll talk about get a couple of all these next topics are relatively quick so mm-hmm. these are kind of the, the two big deep dive topics so i want to take this second and remind you that we talk about all these things on our social media you can also find all these clips and everything's like that right on the youtube youtube.com slash salt of the streets where you're watching us right now we also have our instagram instagram.com slash salt of the streets facebook facebook.com salt of the streets <laughs> patreon.com salt the streets you can also access our discord there easy but that's really funny we also have a personal social media. I am at salt of the street on Twitter and at alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. Colin is a big bird off you on both of those things. You can find all this at I think I already said that. Um, patreon.com. One more time. Buyer, never heard. Yeah, exactly. Go there. Subscribe. Help us make more better content. Swell blended in a few weeks. If you need a haircut location, skate shop, if you need a skateboard, Lexi Kyle on Twitch for some gaming leggings and a and aprons on Instagram, for some cakes, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe to our content, share it with your friends. I believe that's everything.
0: I do believe so. Good, sir. But we'll throw the splash paper <laughs> one there more time go. just because I like to hear that.
1: <laughs> um, so let's see. <coughs> we have the Durham investigation next. Do you want to do that now? Do you want to wait for more stuff to come out? Just mention what happened. Yes. Right, because
0: there was a, a the, the big news in the latest from the Durham report. Right, um, the Durham investigation into I guess, how would you phrase how that how the Durham investigation? He's the inspector general appointed by President Trump towards the tail he was appointed end appointed by him. William Barr. William Barr. William Barr. The Trump right? administration. No Barr. Yes, yeah.
1: and he used to be the um, state attorney for like Delaware, I think. Mm. And um, actually, here he's a hard charger. Yeah, I actually have his information here. Um, I pulled it up on something.
0: John Durham. (laughs) That's really funny. It's when you start, like, breaking into all these people's backgrounds. They're um, all incestually government.
1: The state attorney um, in Delaware, I believe. And now he was brought on to do an investigation into Russia's involvement in the Trump campaign Mm -hmm. and the Clinton involvement and uh, Russian involvement in the 2020 or the 2016 yeah. election. It all kind of stems from the, the concept
0: of Donald Trump being bought and paid
1: for by Russia. Yes. Essentially. So right. I can read here from this National Review article um, entitled Durham Tech Exec Working with Clinton Tide Lawyer Spied on Trump Tower. So uh, let's and see. the White House executive and, office in yes, white house yeah. special counsel john durham reportedly said in a new court filing that a technology executive working with clinton tied lawyers accessed white house servers as well as internet data for trump tower and elsewhere in connection with an effort to dig up dirt on donald trump and establish a quote-unquote narrative Linking him to Russia. Mm -hmm. The February 11th motion, obtained by Fox News and the Washington Examiner, pertains to potential conflicts of interest regarding the defense team for Michael Sussman, the indicted lawyer who had been working for the Hillary Clinton campaign. In the court filing, Durham wrote that he has evidence Sussman's other client, Technology Executive One, exploited internet traffic data on a particular healthcare provider. Trump Tower, Donald Trump's Central Park West apartment building, and the executive office of the President of the United States. Technology executive one was previously reported to, by CNN to be former Neostar senior vice president Rodney Joffe. Rodney Joffe. While the healthcare provider was likely Spectrum Health, according to Washington Examiner, Durham reportedly wrote that the. Internet Company One accessed dedicated servers for the EOP, the Executive Office of the President, as part of a sensitive arrangement whereby it provided DNS resolution services to the Executive Office of the President. Further, Tech Executive One and his associates exploited this arrangement by mining the EOP's DNS traffic and other data for the purposes of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump, the filing says. Following John Durham's revelation, Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, tweeted, They didn't just spy on Donald Trump's campaign. They spied on Donald Trump as sitting president of the United States. It was all even worse than we had thought. So Donald Trump has been saying since 2017, give or take, that his campaign was spied on, that people have been watching him. They read my emails. They got into my shit. Russia, Russia, Russia. This is all bullshit. Yep. Right? The Trump, yeah, the the Russian collusion hoax, as he called it. Right? Now, it is important to remember, this is a court filing. Yes. Right. So this is not, it's not an indictment. investigation. It's not an indictment. No charges are being filed. However, John Durham ain't no bitch. No. He would not be filing this if he did not have evidence that this is what happened. This is 2022. Some bro. of these connections have already been made, right? No. It is also important conservatives have been bitching about how little they've been hearing from the Durham investigation, which is a good thing. Super good thing. That's a good thing, right? That's a good thing. All throughout Donald Trump, all this shit, FBI leaks, this was leaking, this was leaking, this was leaking, that's terrible. That's not how it's supposed to be. This investigation seems to be locked goddamn tight because Mm -hmm. the only time we heard about this is when they posted it. It took days. It took a few days before anyone found it. Yep. What are we talking about? What we're talking about is an accusation in the
0: court filing with it and that's the weird part right i have listened to the commentary guys on this thing and they're very very unimpressed and and it sounds like the the reason is that there may not technically be any illegal activity here it's a it's a weird deal right and i'm and especially because there's no indictment involved we, right. we know the guy we know what he was doing if it was illegal i would assume there's an indictment coming but the Doesn't seem like there is. There might
1: be waiting to drop a whole slew of shit. It might be.
0: We don't know. And again, I'm not going to try to pretend like I know either. It just seems like just more proof that the four years of, we'll just colloquially call it anti-Trump propaganda, is exactly what it was. Just a bunch of bullshit with a bunch of coincidental ties to this, that, and your other thing. It sounds to me like this is just some more sleazy political spying. I mean, I've heard people talk that this this could be bigger than Watergate. It's Watergate 2.0 because you're actually instead of like the president spying on his political rival, this is political rivals of the president spying on the president. And if there is any kind of truly illegal activity here, I feel like uh I feel like Durham would would state that thusly. You know, I feel like he's not afraid to indict anybody.
1: He invited Sussman over lying to the FBI. He's been charged with making a false statement to a federal agent for allegedly failing to disclose his clients, including Clinton's mm-hmm. 2016 presidential campaign to the FBI when he offered information that he claimed demonstrated a secret channel between the Trump organization and the Kremlin-allied Alpha Bank. Sussman has pleaded not guilty. tech executive one um durham's filing described a startling arrangement involving the tech executive sussman and others to assemble details about dubious trump russia ties quote unquote in connection with these efforts tech executive one exploited his access to non-public and or proprietary internet data the filing reads according to fox news tech executive one also enlisted the assistance of researchers to a u.s-based university who were receiving and analyzing large amounts of internet data in connection with a pending federal government cybersecurity research contract Tech Executive One tasked these researchers to mine internet data to establish an inference and narrative, tying the then-candidate then candidate Trump to Russia. Durham reportedly added, in doing so, Tech Executive One indicated that he was seeking to please certain VIPs, referring to the individuals at Law Firm One and the Clinton campaign. I love that.
0: It's so wild, man. I don't know. Well, there's so much I want to think about this. But the most I can think about at this time is basically like,
1: wow, the government's super fucking corrupt. Donald Trump was wow. more was more right than we thought. It is whether or not it was illegal is still is still yet to be proven, right? But what but happened? He was being spied on. But Donald Trump was also uh, impeached for what happened in Ukraine, and that wasn't illegal, Mm-mm. right? That was found to be perfectly yep. a little a little sus, but it was f- perfectly legal, right? This looks like it's awfully fucking sus. And even if it's not illegal, points out some serious flaws in the system, yeah. right? Where some things that should tech be executives are able to, yeah, to spy on the the sitting president of the United States and yep. take data from him to try and you form a narrative about him, right? So another thing I've written down here is like, why does this matter, right? This matters because it shows the lengths that they're willing to go. The left, the Democrat, whoever whoever ends up being the perpetrator of this, mm-hmm. the length that they are willing to go. <clears throat> And underlines the level of coordination between different institutes to take down those that threaten them, right? Anybody who is a threat. Donald Trump, for whatever reason, right? Because I'm sure everybody who did this has a different motivation. Oh, yeah. They've all got different reasons, but for the different reasons that we're all going to work together, you know? so <laughs> nope. uh, It's a weird deal. It's beyond dark. <sighs> maybe not beyond dark, but it's darkest.
0: It's super fucking dark. It's definitely super dark. Totally expected and unsurprising. But also how do I want to say this? It if this does not perfectly illustrate the incestuous nature of the government bureaucratic state. The 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 bureaucratic how many federal let's just put it unelected federal employees are there a fuck ton a lot and a lot of them have a lot of power to make a lot of change without any say anywhere it's all done through bureaucracy and rules and fucking paperwork. how agencies run and paperwork yeah exactly and i mean this is paperwork and stance. you have two two teams here right and they're both incestuously connected on all levels of government and the bureaucracy. And it's just this endless war between it's an endless mudslinging war of who can do, who can find out more dirt on the other person, who can secretly find out dirt on the other people that they're trying to hide so on and so forth. And it's just gross. This is more of that. This is something like the, I think the problem with legality here is the fact that, you know, our laws, as far as tech go i guess like the internet and and, and things like that he's talking about dns servers and info gleaned through dns traffic and all this stuff do you know what that means i don't fucking know what that means it's crazy like computer science you know magic but obviously there's probably it's probably some kind of loophole to say like well yeah i didn't technically i didn't hack into his account blah, blah blah i just tracked the dns traffic yeah it's like well Okay, maybe that should be illegal. I didn't go through the data. I hired a school to go through the data. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, it's not good. Obviously, if there's not an indictment attached, watch it and learn from it. And maybe let's just watch for what else comes next.
1: This has been going on when the Biden administration, when Biden came in, he didn't end this investigation. Mm -hmm. He allowed it to continue, which indicates to me that there's something going on there. Yeah. That Durham was able to demonstrate, no no, no, we're on to some shit. You gotta let us keep going. Yeah. because yeah, if he was totally spinning his wheels Someone would know. Somebody
0: would know and they would make that present and then they'd push for him to be ousted or something yes. like that. You know, it's it's what we should have known with Fauci since day one. That's the Can you imagine? That son can of you a imagine bitch. how different this world would be if son Trump fired Fauci? Of a bitch. Can you imagine? No. Dude and, and now knowing what they we know would have now him about him for it. That too. Oh word. But he'd be fired.
1: You're destroying the country. Ah!
0: Yeah. They'd fucking rehire him in a heartbeat, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> as soon as he got back in, he absolutely <laughs> right? would have done it. Absolutely would have done
1: it. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. So what do we have we here? Washington Magban updates, right? This one'll yep. be pretty quick. All of these will be pretty quick from mm-hmm. here on out. Um it actually passed the Senate. It did right? pass the Senate. Prior to passing in the Senate. Did I call it, or did I fucking call it on accident? Nailed it. After, Before it passed the Senate, it was introduced as a 17-round bill, as we talked about. Quickly amended to 10. Isn't that weird? Wild. Isn't that odd? Quickly amended to 10. So excellent. Um, So let's see here. Mm. Washington Magman update. So it passed the Senate, right? Right along party lines. It now moves to the House. Um... I've did more public comments i, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that any of this does anything. you know I don't, don't trust it either. I don't care nope. I've been seeing numbers that there's thousands of con comments and just over a thousand pro ones. I still think that it's likely to pass the house if it's going to go there mm-hmm. i don't I don't know I don't know. I don't know what the breakdown is. the party line breakdown of the Washington State House of Representatives probably not good. I have a feeling it's really bad <laughs> I have a feeling
0: it's really bad i'm not excited let's just let's just for shits Um, and giggles let's
1: find out there have been plenty of people here plenty of stores that have said they will continue to sell the magazines as long as we have them the full the standard capacity magazines 30 rounds for ar-15s i know the bigger one i think is going to be the biggest concern rising for pistols people have pistols and stuff like that if you bought a pistol especially if you bought it used it might only come with the one magazine right um most of them come with extras but i just hmm
0: that's a, this is kind of surprising. According to Wikipedia, which, you know, they can count, I guess. Washington State Legislature, Senate. Uh, let's see. You've got 28 Democrats. Yep. 20 Republicans. That's right. Yep. Uh, then you have in the House, we have 57 Democrats, 41 Republicans. So, so we are pretty in that one. So, yeah, whatever gun laws they want they get
1: that's how that goes we'll see as far as that goes i know the one for manufacturing firearms is also coming up for debate now in the senate so
0: and i don't see them not passing that because you know who's not terrified of ghost guns well and
1: i also found out that apparently the head of the judiciary and whatever committee is drew hansen and tara simmons oh my god drew hansen and tara simmons are also the ones that introduced this this manufacturing bill so i wouldn't be surprised um to see it obviously pass so these people are a waste of space, uh, man. We'll keep you guys updated on these things. I don't really know how much more I can say about it. I obviously hesitate to say nothing. I implore you guys, if you maintain faith in the system, to do, what you can. To do it anyway. I mean, I—I'm I, gonna I've say even open. if you don't have—I don't have faith in the system, I still did it anyway. No. I, don't I did really the email. Know what else to do? I would. It's
0: the only thing upon you can questionable do.
1: questionable legal liability. I would advise you not to comply um, if they do pass. It's unconstitutional. This state does not have the right to dictate what your constitutional rights are, nor do they have the right to infringe on them or limit them in any way.
0: I know a few websites that – All
1: gun gun laws are are unconstitutional. They're Mm -hmm. all infringements. I know that that there are several websites and gun stores that will continue to sell full uh, standard capacity AR-15 magazines. So until then, I would advise you to stock up either way. Everyone should have a couple. I think I probably have 20 or so. it's worth having a bunch yeah so if you need them um, get them yep um so that's what i would advise I said I, I would not comply i do not advise complying they do not have the right to do this this is what they're gonna do anyway so, mm-hmm. um what's up what
0: do we do what do we do what do we do Any about this comments? because i don't feel you know, like I, I actually i got to the point where i left comments but it's really frustrating because you you know we're we're brought up on American tradition, and you know taxation without representation gets you a goddamn Tea Party. And I don't think that you and I's views are even slightly represented in this state at all. No, at at all on the uh, in the legislative process in the in the Republican sense of representation, we don't have any. It's pretty shitty, and. Again, I don't want to talk at school too much because I'm not as, unfortunately, I'm not as familiar with the state legislature as, you know, ideally I probably should be. That's because it hates us. Yeah, it's because it hates us and it doesn't give a shit about us. So why? The, The only thing they care about is that we pay them what we're supposed to. God, I got the. Bro, being a property owner, I got my tax assessment the other day. So I got to, you know, it all comes out of my escrow. It's all taken care of. And then, but but you see the statement and you see how much money, you know, how much is going to school, how much is going to this, how much is going to that. Well, the levies you didn't get passed. son of a motherfucker. The levies got rejected. Yeah. So $551 I still paid to the school district. Yep. I don't have kids, which is weird, but I still pay for them. I guess it's a community thing. I don't it's know how you justify the, that. It's for the best, Colin. It's, it's for the, the
1: children. Yep. It's for, it's for, for the, the children. children. Exactly. <sighs> Just like these gun laws. It's just children. like the gun laws. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, we have people from it's uh, gonna stop all the badness from the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting in Florida that are testifying in front of the state legislature here. Why the fuck are you doing here? Do you live here? Are you what are mm-hmm. you doing here? Why are you here? Because school shootings affect get everybody. The fuck out of here. <laughs> get out of here.
0: I know it's don't bring your sympathy bullshit here to try to get laws passed to a state you don't belong to. But, you know, I it's, hate it. It's bad. It's bad. It's a divorce in knowledge. It's a divorce in, in in responsibility and understanding the governing system that we're supposed to have, and we see it carried out every single day with people that think that they have a right to tell us how to live because this is America and this is my country, not your country. It's it's. We're not coming back from this.
1: Let's, let's lift our spirits right. a little bit. Let's do it. Our second section. Let's go over some examples of the left's ideas failing. Please. Right.
0: I need this. Yeah, I forgot. We're supposed to be uplifted today. Yeah, exactly. The left so is here's, failing. Here's one of the first
1: ones, right? We'll talk about the Black Lives <laughs> Matter funding. We have some articles here. Um, let's see.
0: Yeah, pulled off of Amazon. Cannot fundraise yes. through Amazon or the actual Black Lives Matter foundation, which is the super Marxist communist uh, bad one.
1: This is from uh, Washington Examiner. Black Lives Mm -hmm. Matter shuts down fundraising days after liberal states threatened legal action. Mm. If you guys want to find the article yourselves. Black Lives Matter shut down all of its online fundraising streams late Wednesday afternoon, just days after California threatened to hold the charity's leaders personally liable over its lack of financial transparency. The move comes less than a week after Washington Examiner investigation found that BLM has no known leader in charge of its $60 million bankroll since its co-founder resigned in May. California and Washington recently ordered BLM to cease all fundraising activities in their blue states due to failure of Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation to legal the legal entity that represents the national BLM movement to report information about its finances in 2020. The year raised tens of millions amid the racial protest and rise of followed George Floyd's killing. We have also seen, and I actually have this article on my phone, stupidly enough. We've also seen the previous leader of black lives matter, which I believe is the person they're talking about resigning, Mm -hmm. get in trouble for come under much criticism for owning multiple homes. After saying that she only took, or that she took no salary, or um, snapping up homes worth combined $3 million in the U.S. alone. This despite the organization's claim that she only made $120,000 from 2013 to 2019, an average of $20,000 per year, and received no income from the group since 2019. Where'd you, where'd you buy the houses? Where'd you yeah. buy them houses, yeah. man? exactly. <laughs> exactly. Snapping up four homes worth a combined $3 million in the U.S. alone. Okay, let's well, see. let's be
0: realistic. Four homes... At three million dollars, is not really that much. That's like three new homes out of developments in our county.
1: Snagging four high-end homes worth three point two million dollars in the U.S. alone. Thirty-seven also had property in the Bahamas at an ultra-exclusive Woo! resort where Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods both have homes. Uh, that seems like it's going to lift spirits. Luxury apartments and townhouses at the beachfront Albion Resort outside Nassau are priced between five million and twenty million, according to a local agent. A self-described Marxist last month purchased a 1.4 million dollar home on a secluded road a short drive from Malibu to Los Angeles. The 2370 square foot property features soaring ceilings, skylights and plenty of windows with canyon views. The Topanga Canyon Homestead, which includes oh, it's Topanga Canyon two houses on a quarter acre is just one of the three homes Concoolers owns in the Los Angeles area, public records show. If you go around calling yourself a socialist and you have and you have to ask how much of your own personal money is going to charitable causes he said it's really sad because it makes people doubt the validity of the movement and overlap the fact that people carrying this movement who was it that said that um Hawk Newsom the head of Black Lives Matter Greater New York City which is not affiliated with conscores Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation called for an independent investigation to find out how the global new the global network spend its money now it's funny we're seeing two investigations out of Washington and California. We take these matters seriously. This is from the Washington Examiner article. We take these matters seriously and have taken immediate action. An unidentified spokesperson for the BLM GNF told the Washington Examiner, We have immediately engaged compliance counsel to address any issues related to state fundraising compliance. In the interim, we have shut down online fundraising as we work quickly to ensure we are meeting all compliance requirements. So... 60 million dollars colin right now what's one of the best ways to invest your money do you think
0: i would say maybe put it in cryptocurrency <laughs> no,
1: not no real, not real i would estate. put it in
0: <laughs> real estate that's the right answer right yeah that's true yeah. you can't trust the crypto market right now hey, all help I'm me saying. out colin i'm sorry i dropped the ball no. <laughs> and i was like shit wait right real estate 100 percent though that is that is very true you invest in real estate, that money's not going anywhere.
1: The California, Depar- the Cal- California, California, California. Department of Justice told the Washington Examiner on Tuesday that BLM GNF is prohibited from soliciting donations so long as its status is listed as delinquent. <laughs> Despite the notice, BLM accepted a $1 donation from Washington Examiner reporter based in California on Wednesday morning. BLM also received notice from the state of Washington on January 5th to immediately cease all fundraising activities in the state. Washington warned the charity that it could face fines of $2,000 for each violation. But as recently as Monday, the charity accepted a $1 contribution from a Washington resident. So they have not exactly, at least as of when this article was printed. So it's bad, but you can still do it. Yeah. So, and this also comes, this is a third article that we have here from TimCast. Yeah. Right? So this one is from Tim Cast. Let's see (laughs) cast. Illinois governor gave $300,000, of federal relief fund to Black Lives Matter. Huh? Huh? Governor's Office of Management budget released a January 14th report to the Legislative Budget Oversight Commission detailing the distribution of federal funds. The chapter is currently being evicted from its offline office across the street from Lake County Courthouse, according to county records, according to White House fact sheet describing the funding that was published in April. BLM received a grant to stop the increased potential for violence in underserved and disproportionately impacted communities. The president of the Lake County BLM chapter, Clyde McLenmore was arrested in Kenosha, Wisconsin. They Ooh. had a lot of extra shit in here, you know, which There's I guess a lot is of context, but like you're trying to throw a little bit of shade. I see. You know, this is Washington examiner, right? No, this no. is Tim cast.
0: Oh, this is Tim cast. Yeah. Yes. Framing Tim cast framing. Yes. So in addition
1: to the money given to BLM, Pritzker's office used the federal COVID-19 funding to award two different grants to the Welcome Centers for Imm- Immigrant Integration Services, one for $14 million and one for $5 million. The report indicates $258 million covered the operational expenses of the Illinois Emergency Management Agency. Pritzker spoke favorably of BLM in June 2020. He participated in March of the Chicago suburb of Madison in June, tw- June 8, 2020, and told reporters at the time it was necessary to repair the damage being done to black communities. Because there is no justice without police accountability and reform, because there is no justice without criminal justice reform, because there is no justice without real investment in the community. Mm. No justice. Federal dollars being given to BLM, which is a highly controversial agency.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, it's not an agency. It's an NGO. I mean, it's a a non-governmental organization. It is a, I mean, I'm assuming it's a 501c3. Tax-exempt, I would assume, because they call themselves a charity. Yeah. You know, the Global Network Foundation of BLM is, is a pretty shady deal. These are the guys that, uh, you know, were on on their website. They had uh, part of their goals were, like, the disillusion of the nuclear family and, you know, all these Western values and this, yeah. that, and the other thing. Really, really bad stuff that they immediately removed from their website once they decided to – once they started to get more public, you know, press and all this stuff. It's – it's not a good organization. They they seem to have been uh, scraping a lot of money off the top. Um, I mean, we're talking billions of dollars given to these people, yeah, right?
1: Sixty. Let's see. I'll go back to the top of this article. Yeah, I don't quick. remember the the full amount, but it's about a lot. Sixty million dollars in bankroll since its co-founder resigned in May. Sixty million dollars since May. since May. Yes. Um, this also wow. says BLM's charity registration is out of compliance in Connecticut, Maine, Maryland, New Jersey, New Mexico, North Carolina, and Virginia. So this seems to be quite a pattern that's being established here. Quite the pattern. Not a good look. No, no not a good look. Um, so let's see here. One of our next, one of our next topics. Sorry, I'm just checking things off here. BLM. Funding cutoff, articles. Okay, so the next one we have here is drug and safety incidents on the Seattle Metro. And I don't think Colin actually knows about this one. I heard about this on the radio, actually. That was the first place that I heard about this. Washington. Drugs on buses. Okay. Heard about it on Cairo Radio. And they were laying out some of the statistics at first and kind of briefly brushed over it. And then I knew that we need to talk about it. So this article is for Mass Transit. And it's, almost co- it's copied almost exactly from the Seattle Times article. It's called Washington. Drugs on buses have become an everyday hazard, Seattle area transit workers say. February 14th, bus and train operators say so many people are smoking drugs on Seattle area transit that the fumes and volatile behavior create a hazardous work environment that discourages ridership. King County Metro transit workers filed 44 security incident reports regarding drug use in 2019, then 73 in 2020, and then an unprecedented 398 reports in 2021. Three. Damn! Yes. And that's Seven. just on transit? That's just That is just for King County Metro transit workers. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Yes, that's so not like counting like sound traffic nope. or
0: sa- just King County called. Metro just
1: King County. The database reflects both a real increase and more reporting and more reporting amalgamated transit union local 587 representing four thousand three hundred and five active members says stronger enforcement is needed, including more police and security guards with greater authority to remove people. Besides toxic smoke, union officials said crews who maintain transit stops have been punched, spat upon and threatened. Many incidents don't show up in official reports, union leaders say. Narcotic smoking aboard transit took hold last summer and now surpasses needle and marijuana in driver complaints. Since then, at least six operators asked to stop driving mid-shift and 14 specifically mentioned feeling headaches, dizziness, or irritated breathing. Typically, users will flick a lighter beneath a piece of aluminum foil, which heats the fentanyl, meth, heroin, or mixture on top, where the smoke is sucked through a straw. This is called freebasing. Air circulation systems carry the haze forward, and some transit vehicles don't have windows that open. It smells like burnt peanut butter mixed with brake fluid, (laughs) says King County Metro Transit Operator Eric Christensen, who reported six incidents since October and collects field dispatches from fellow drivers. The union endorses Bruce Harrell for mayor, who ran on a theme of law and order, and has asked state lawmakers for help. We're after the criminal activity, the smoking drugs, the assaults, the deterioration of transit, said local 587 Vice President Corey Rigtrup. The solution is to restore transit, make it welcoming, bring back passengers. The stakes for the region's transport system are greater than than other cities. Seattle rider transit ridership rose about 50% in the 2010s, by far the highest US rate, carrying 750,000 daily passengers pre-pandemic, 46% of central city commuters. Residents pay the nation's highest transit taxes to agencies who spend roughly $1,200 yearly per capita. Ridership and fair income dropped more than half in the pandemic. You pay $1,200 a year in taxes, and you can't keep people from smoking dope on the buses. Wow. (laughs) You have got me fucked up. I can't even smoke a cigarette on the bus now. (laughs) Oh,
2: my God. But these
1: dudes can freebase fentanyl. I should be able to take a piss on a bathroom on the bus for $1,200 a year. That is crazy. So well, the reason that I what brought this up. What is happening? What is wrong with us? Hands-off policing in big cities does not seem to be working out for for those law-abiding citizens. No. You're trying to ride the bus no. with your child. Someone is freebasing fentanyl in the seat behind you. Are you joking me? Well, and let's not forget, too, that Seattle is so
0: hardcore about getting people off of of. Dr- out of driving on the roads and push for public transit so yes. much.
1: Oh, but wait. Yes. You're going to
0: get a contact high from fentanyl. Yes. If you're trying to go to work. The bus drivers are high, are high off their ass because they can't stop people from sparking up and shit darn on the bus. They're getting headaches and in, in they're inhaling smoke or whatever. They, that's code for, like, I'm getting fucked up trying to drive this bus because these people yeah. won't. That's bad, dude. How oh. bad is it? How... As a guy that has uh, has smoked a bunch of weed in your life, how?
1: I've also done much harsher drugs than that.
0: Word. So for this, it doesn't really matter, right? How much do you need to be smoking on a bus to get your bus driver a contact high?
1: A lot. You got to fill up the bus, man.
0: Like, what is happening on these buses? That that the drivers right. are complaining about lung problems and this right. and, that and the other thing. How much Fentanil secondhand shit, shit yeah. are you getting on a Even bus, like, dude? Even like
1: freebasing pills, you couldn't like contact high another person. You yeah. like have to be sucking it through the straw. But you're talking about fucking fentanyl and shit. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Listen to this. This is awesome. Seattle's a fucking train wreck, Um, Metro plans to release a new safety, security, and fair enforcement initiative this week, developed using surveys and comments from 8,000 people. White hopes to, and this is... Terry White, the metro general manager, agrees smoking drugs on transit is a greater problem. <laughs> well, good on you, Terry. Jesus Christ. White hopes to improve conduct on transit but also shows compassion, especially to riders who lack shelter. We should not be coming down on a totally punitive side, White said. We should figure out how we serve community. Hopefully we'll be putting some things in place where you'll see more police on a coach. White also anticipates new outreach and alternatives for homeless passengers, something he considers a mostly different issue from the smoked narcotics trend. Yeah, because homeless people never smoke narcotics at all. And definitely not on the bus because they don't have a fucking home. Drug use in Denver caused ATU Local 1001 there to declare Denver Union Station a lawless hellhole in December. A television newscast aired a workers' video of (laughs) defiant users. Police made arrests in trans-agency close restrooms after finding traces of fentanyl. The loitering soon returned. Local one thousand one president Lance Longenbahn managers granted one op train operator on medical leave this month since drug smoking reaching her control cab triggered asthma. What the fuck? People are smoking on the buses and trains and in the station. We're trying to bring back riders. People get on our vehicles and our stations. That's what they see. It's not a very attractive transit experience. So let me ask you this. What you the fuck 12- is happening? In, in Seattle, you pay $1,200 a year in transit taxes. Do you not have the right to not be exposed to other people's drug smoking, right? I
0: feel like we solved this problem with secondhand cigarette smoking no one, we not
1: no one should be forced to be around other people's drug use if they don't want to as it's different i don't know man but they're I talking about putting around you getting high on dope if i don't want to word and my on taxes, public transport and my taxes are paying for it right and if you especially if you don't have a fucking job in the middle of the day you're getting high on fentanyl on the bus you're probably not going to your job right probably not probably not why is it more important that your rights to smoke dope freely are maintained than my rights to ride the goddamn bus to my job so you can take my taxes to pay for the goddamn bus what are we talking about
0: also aren't you supposed to be wearing a mask on a bus
1: how you smoke dope with <laughs> a mask on how do you smoke dope with a mask on how do you smoke fentanyl with a mask on? Let me ask you that. Oh my god! God dude. damn it! What is What's that it's, you said about It's the a mask? joke. I'm Bam! gonna punch you in the face, and now I'm gonna get off because I already smoked dope. I don't have a mask, and now I don't need to be on the bus anymore. Yep. Bye, bitch. And
0: just for good measure, I'm gonna what shit in the. I'm gonna shit in the walkway.
1: What is going on?
0: Seattle is a train wreck at this point, dude. King good god.
1: Fair enforcement in 2020. So fair enforcement. Yes, so you don't have to pay. They're not going to say anything. You just get on the bus and it's fine. There are free areas in Seattle to ride the bus, but they suspended fare enforcement in 2021 or 2020. Sound Transit Light Rail, also operated by Metro, converted from military-clad inspectors to educational fare ambassadors. Wait, 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 wait. Go back to where they said military again. (laughs) Yes. Converted from military-clad inspectors to educational fare ambassadors who contact only 2% of riders. However... Metro is increasing its previous... Seattle is such a shithole. Dude, the only
0: thing that makes living here tolerable anymore is comparing
1: our lives to Seattle. However, Metro is increasing its previous 30 security officers to a total of 70 by summer. Oh. Oh. Training, training a few each week, said Neil Crossier, uh, security superintendent. County Executive Dow Constantine will announce a new fair enforcement policy this month. And he had said, the unarmed Securitas guards aren't Securitas... They say unarmed? Securitas? Yes. Why does it say security? I don't know. There must, be I'm gonna, a, Google it. there must be an accident. The unarmed security guards aren't legally authorized to remove people for misconduct, except, except imminent security risk to passengers or guards. They mainly help customers with directions how to pay and where to find free metro-supplied masks. Fair inspectors are legally empowered to evict non-payers if county officials reinstitute fair enforcement. If they reinstitute fair enforcement. Fair <laughs> What's enforcement fair enforcement That's if you didn't pay, you have to get off. Yeah. I saw you not pay, now get off. But they they stalled that in 2020. Fair enforcement personnel, both here and nationally, are considered by transit agencies to be a front line of surveillance to deter or report misconduct. Seattle police officers don't patrol county transit vehicles, but will react to serious assaults. Drug use anywhere, including sidewalks and bus stops downtown, is a lower priority than violent crime. and We spend a lot of our time right now responding to violent crimes, said Detective Patrick (laughs) Michon. (laughs) I just,
0: <laughs> what the fuck is going
1: on? Washington, Re- <laughs> this is it has got to be good. Washington State Rep. <laughs> Jamila Jamila Taylor, no, 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 no. this is Jamila Taylor. Uh, federal Way said she will request a half a million in state funds to deploy outreach staff she calls de-escalators in the A Line serving International Boulevard South. They would have an expertise in addiction, mental health, or housing under contract with community organizations modeling. On the CAHOOTS Crisis Intervention in Eugene. That's an acronym. It's literally called CAHOOTS. C-A-H-O-O-T-S. Crisis Intervention Team in Eugene, Oregon. You've got to be fucking kidding me. It's called CAHOOTS. It's. (laughs) What is going on? I'm so
0: glad (laughs) that they have this entire situation well in hand. We have the CAHOOTS program kicking off. It's all going to work out. Everything. We're going to get these qualified social workers in there. And that's really – this is all going
1: to solve the problem, man. All of this is going to solve the problem. During a routine Friday evening – I'm so glad that we read this article because it's so much better than the Seattle it's Times so one that I read. It's insane. During a routine Friday evening commute, a group piled into the back of the half-full E-Line bus, leaving 3rd Avenue and Pike Street. Someone lit their foil and just beyond Aurora Bridge. A fidgety man shoveled down the aisle, screaming, I just want to love and protect you. I don't want them to hurt me, and was let out near Green Lake. Another metallic-tinged plume pushed forward, where a grumbling passenger opened the window. When the bus reached shoreline, a third and thicker cloud billowed forth, Wisps swirled around a young man who paused from nonstop rapping. The operator stopped the bus, walked back, told him to turn off his audio player. He complied. Have a good night, the driver wished everybody stepping off off drugged or sober. After the bus returned downtown around 820, breezes of smoke from the sidewalks around busy Pine Street drifted north toward passengers waiting on the 3rd and Virginia transfer stop. Incident reports tell more stories. August 19th, continued drug use and filing... With filling the cabin with secondhand smoke, causing myself to get a migraine and slight nausea, pulled bus into zone 152nd Aurora, opened all doors and informed riders I am unable to continue on route due to illness. November 7th, I noticed a burning peanut butter-like smell. I suspected that somebody was smoking drugs other than marijuana or tobacco on the train. So apparently, than... that's okay. Yeah. Upon arrival at University of Washington Station, I looked out the door, the door window in the cab to see a passenger in the seat behind my cab and pills off aluminum foil
0: so a man
1: November 25th a man is arrested after no, no shut up we're going. not done man, you your mouth. November 25th there's 300 of these a man is arrested after reportedly smoking drugs from foil then hitting another bus pastor on the head and back with a taped broom handle November 27th a man threw rocks that shattered bus windows in Ballard after an operator told him to leave for smoking drugs bus routes can be alluring places to smoke Christian said it's warm it's out of the environment it's easy the wind doesn't blow the it's flame very out. alluring like cyber bullies. They sit behind their computers and discipline you for not de escalating predators, drug addicted people or thugs, things they never accept in their own workplace. This is insane.
0: This is the like the textbook example of societal insanity. Are you but we're gonna we're gonna sit here and argue about wearing masks on public transport? Yes. You can't you can't guarantee me that when I go to Seattle, which I will not do, and get on public transit, that I'm not gonna be subject to a bunch of Fentanyl, this is awesome, cocaine, crack, whatever the f going on, on there, man. What Working it-
1: really good. We're only going to report, we're only going to respond to violent incidents, <sighs> yeah. but they're going to punch you in the face and then get off the bus. What are you going to do? Detain them on the bus until the police drove so they can beat the shit out of you for 10, 15, 20 minutes until the cops finally yeah. show up? Yeah, right. <clears throat> you punch me in the face. Get the fuck off the bus again because I said again. that the first time and you punch me in the face. Get out of here. Punch me in the face. Lawless, bro. It's ridiculous.
0: Fucking lawless. I can't
1: come join Seattle Metro.
0: Why would anybody ever want to go to Seattle, man? I don't. I mean, there's a bunch of uh, you know eviction notices on all these tents now, so that's a thing. I guess we'll see what happens with the new mayor. But this is not. This is insane. This is societal failure at its finest, man. What we'll touch on this. I was you have publicly funded transit routes that just become safe havens for hardcore drug abuse. Yes. And this is how, this is how people are supposed to get to fucking work on Monday, they moved dude. The
1: bus stop. There was another one. Um, they moved one of the bus stops a block. Oh yeah, will because, do because it. crime is so that bad that around will and, do the Drug dealing and and the smoking and shit. Um, so in this same vein, oh, I didn't have this one down on. I there. worry, um,
0: dude. We have friends that live over there. I worry about them. That's mind you, they're smart enough to know where they live. So they I guess they'll figure firearm. it out. But <laughs> you should, should what the
1: is going on this is a quick one a lot of people don't like it Mm -hmm. um crack pipes for equity right Mm. so we'll be real specific about this because people are getting a bug up their butt especially jen saki actually we're not selling crack pipes Mm -hmm. so this is from the washington free beacon this is the original article the Biden administration is set to fund the distribution of crack pipes to drug addicts as a part of its plan to advance racial equity. The $30 million grant program, which closed applications Monday and will begin in May, will provide funds to nonprofits and local governments to help drug, make drug users safe for addicts. Included in the grant, which is overseen by the Department of Health and Human Services, are funded for smoking kits slash supplies. A spokesman mm-hmm. for the agency told the Washington Free Beacon these kits will provide pipes for users to smoke crack cocaine, crystal methamphetamine, and any illicit substance. So a spokesman for the agency, right, for the Department of Health said that to the Washington Free Beacon. HHS said the kits aim to reduce the risk of infection when smoking substances with glass pipes, which can lead to infections through cuts and sores. Applicants for grants are prioritized if they treat a majority of underserved communities, including African-American LGBT persons, and established under President Joe Biden's executive order on advancing racial equity. So if you happen to work for a group that prioritizes or works mostly with minority communities, you'll be prioritized in this. And you can interpret that in a few different ways. Um, like we want to prior- prioritize their safety or mm-hmm. we want to make sure they can continue to smoke drugs safely. You know, quote, unquote, safely. There's another guy and this is from Forbes. Bruce Wiley is the Biden administration really funding crack pipes. So he goes through this whole deal. Um, <laughs> about let's see Oh, the dogs are playing great there's a couple of different sections here um in fact most of the 75 page document discussed different aspects of the program which aim to support community-based overdose prevention programs syringe service programs and other harm reduction services a really long sentence with lots of commas indicated that Funding oh, really? will, he said that, quote unquote, <laughs> funding will be used to enhance overdose and other types of prevention activities to help control the spread of infectious diseases and the consequence of such diseases for individuals with or at risk of developing substances, use disorders, support distribution of FDA approved overdose reversal medication to individuals at risk of overdose, build connections for individuals at risk for or with an SUD to overdose education, counseling and health education refer individuals to treatment for infectious diseases such as HIV, sexually transmitted infections, and viral hepatitis, and encourage such individuals to take steps to reduce the negative personal and public health impacts of substance use or misuse. If you made it through that sentence, you'll notice the word crack pipes did not appear. On page eight of the document, he's got a real bug up his ass about this. On page eight of this document, there was a mention of the funding that could potentially be used to purchase safe smoking kits slash supplies. What are smoking kits slash supplies? These are ones that won't burn or cut the users and are not contaminated with human immunodeficiency virus, hepatitis B, C, or other such pathogens. Wait, what did you just say? These are ones that won't burn or cut the users and are not contaminated with all these different diseases. These are one what? What one? What are we talking about? One what? It's a smoking kit. It's a smoking kit. It's just it's one smoking kit. It's one smoking kit. Right? Okay. One what? Right? Okay. One smoking smoking kit. kit. One thing to use to smoke drugs. One unit of measure. It's not a crack pipe. Okay. There might be a a crack pipe in it. Yeah. But right, you know,
0: we're talking about the one smoking kit
1: after all you can't snap your fingers and expect those with substance use disorders to say okay won't do that stuff anymore that's not how addiction works so the thought is that while you're trying to get people off certain substances wouldn't it be better to prevent them from getting injured getting infected or spreading infectious diseases after all lots of hepatitis benefits no one except for perhaps the virus <laughs> i swear to god this Lots is a of... real forbes article <laughs> therefore yes one could interpret funding smoking the safe smoking kits slash supplies as potentially funding crack pipes but context matter and many of the crack pipe claims on social media didn't really include the harm reduction context so you're saying this is a guy who's just
0: really butthurt that like did, he that, didn't it, get a clean crack pipe when he was growing and up
1: and that they didn't say enough about it right yeah Okay, so that's it's he's a done, pipe. You could, could smoke crack.
0: That. You could smoke meth. You could smoke whatever you want out of this pipe. It's not a crack pipe.
1: He's done with that and moves on. What about all these to advance racial equity claims? Then yeah. okay, so here we go. So the crack pipes did happen. You're yes. saying that it did happen. They but, just didn't say crack pipes. Yep. So you're upset because it's a fact. you're upset because the Washington Free Beacon uh, was inferred. Crack pipes from smoking kits. Yeah, right. Which, even though,
0: yeah, when wait, you look at what's included in the smoking kit,
1: let's go back to the Washington Free Beacon article. <laughs> let's right? do it because so jest. we have. Let's see here. Funding for other equipment that qualifies for funding includes syringes, vaccinations, disease screening, condoms, and fentanyl strips. The grant program will last three years to include twenty-five uh rewards of four hundred thousand dollars. An HHS spokesperson declined to specify what includes smoking kits. Similar distribution efforts provided mouthpieces to prevent glass cuts, rubber bands to prevent burns, and filters to minimize the risk of disease. There was one here. This is at the very last line of the Washington Free Beacon article. President Biden's son, Hunter, is a longtime user of crack (laughs) cocaine. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) there was another article that talked about. Oh, my um, God. Democrat-run cities such as San Francisco and Seattle have distributed smoking kits to residents. Some local governments, however, have in recent years backed away from their smoking kit programs over concerns they enable drug use. Louisville, Kentucky, for example, allowed convenience stores to sell smoking kits but later banned them. Legislators in Maryland ditched their distribution plan after facing backlash from local law enforcement and African-American leaders. So it was racist in other places, but it's not racist if we do it from the federal government. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. So even though HHS told the Washington Free Beacon that these kids will provide pipes for users to smoke crack cocaine, crystal methamphetamine, and any illicit substance, it didn't specifically say crack pipes. So you can't say crack pipes. It's just pipes. Even though this article says that they said crack pipes, you dumb bitch. (laughs) You dumb bitch. (gasps) What are
0: you talking about? A pipe is only a crack pipe if you smoke crack out of it. If If you smoke meth out of it, it's just a meth pipe. That's right. Right? So, what about we can't call them a crack these, It's
1: like it's like when you have a gun and you do something to it, and then it makes it another type of firearm. It's not a gun anymore. It's other firearm. Indeed, right? it's the same thing. <laughs> what about all these to advance racial equity claims then? Hmm, this is the Forbes article again. The funding opportunity did state that the priority populations for these programs are underserved communities that are greatly impacted by SUD. Underserved means not getting enough resources compared to others. And underserved communities tend to be, surprise, surprise, ones with higher percentages of persons of color. So rather than simply giving communities funding that are already getting disproportionately more resources, the program will prioritize those communities that historically have been getting the short end of the stick. Again, t- context matters. The HHS program will maybe try Trying to promote more racial equity but it won't be doing so through crack pipes except <laughs> it'll just do it as the kits. washington free beacon article went over everything needs to be done with equity in the forefront mm-hmm. so what are you talking about you also just said that these communities have to be people of color right so if these communities that they're aiming to serve having to be a higher percentage of people of color we've also established as you said mr what's his name let's go to the top get the fuck out of here don't forget about the advertisement gotta get the advertisement. Yep, exactly. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Come on, Bruce Wiley. Bruce, Wiley. Bruce, you just said that there is going to be crack pipes in there. It just doesn't say crack pipes. Yeah, So because this you're is the problem. It won't be doing it through crack pipes, even though you said there are going to be crack pipes in the smoking kits. It just doesn't call them crack pipes. Yeah. So are they going to be smoking tubes, undefined smoking tubes with filters and little glass ring or little rubber rings that you could smoke any illicit substance through? So it could be used as a crack pipe? Yeah. Is this like the same way that before weed was legal, we were selling water pipes instead of bongs? Yeah. That's the same thing? I think so. What are we talking about? Also, I could
0: smoke it out of a can. like a Coke can. Like It's not going to stop anybody. It's not going so sure to be safer than anybody. You're just enabling more and more people.
1: Make sure... If you're in, in, in an underserved community in Seattle, mm-hmm. you go and you pick up your smoking kit, you jump on the fucking bus, you smoke your dope, you punch the bus driver in the face, and then you go on with your day. And everything's going to be fine. Enjoy your trip out on uh, Aurora Avenue. Nothing is going to be changed. It's, it's going to be fine.
0: I, that's literally over the last 10 minutes you have described the scenario in which you could do the exact
1: same thing. Nothing matters. It's fine. I'm it's so glad all, I don't live there. It's all good. I, I, also... <sighs> What the the f- greatest part rigged. about this whole thing, this program, is done through uh, the COVID bill. Hey, look at that. Isn't that excellent? I'm so glad we all got The money CARES money on Act. That. This happened through the CARES Act. Well, you But know. wait, we need more <laughs> money in there. It wasn't big enough. We needed more at the time. It more. wasn't enough. More crack pipes. Well, now we can. More money. Two trillion wasn't more. enough. Now we
0: can get more crack pipes, Donovan, okay? Two trillion wasn't I mean, enough. We can get more generic. Yeah, yeah,
1: for any illicit substance pipes. Which
0: obviously should be given out to those most underprivileged and underserved uh, groups out there so that that they can continue to be
1: addicted to crack or other illicit drugs. Any illicit uh, substances. So, you know, the fentanyl,
0: that's fine. Bruce
1: Wiley is a senior contributor. I'm a writer, journalist, professor, systems modeler, computational and digital health expert, avocado eater, and entrepreneur. Not always in that order. You're also a dumb bitch, Bruce Wiley. Yeah, you're a pretentious piece you of shit. You are a dumb bitch, Bruce Wiley. Who's totally okay with
0: just continuing the same racial inequities when it comes to, you're like, right? a highly addictive Un-mediate. and destructive drug use in minority populations. You're just going to further that. That's... You know, thank God for equity, man. So awesome. Thank God for equity. Okay. These so, people.
1: The last story that we have here for the <laughs> it's left. So, so bad. Blowing up in their face. It's awesome. It's Word. super awesome. And can I just say
0: what a way to cap this off? Like I felt a little Yes. I feel like the like the left was getting a lot of W's earlier in the day a little bit, but this yeah. is just this is choice. Yep. This makes me feel real good about it. It makes me real really sad for my city next door, but you know, yep. We are. I, I'm not allowed to go there anyway, so it's. I guess it's fine.
1: I think this will be probably our last story for the day, Um and then we can hit one of these other yeah, stories so. in the aftermarket because we're closing in our traditional four hour mark now. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> as we do all the time. We I remember when it was two. First. I feel. I know. Oh Where my god. Um,
0: Penn swimmer. Yes, yeah, so this is Penn the State, Penn State
1: swipper. 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 Swimmer. So this article is actually from ABC News. Sixteen Penn swimmers, and it's. The way they write the headline is very interesting, right? Hmm. 16 Penn Swimmers issue Letter in Support of New Transgender Athlete Rules. That's what it says, right? So it makes it sound like they're in favor of, like, some new rules that came out or something. In reality, yeah. 16 members of the University of Pennsylvania women's swimming and diving team sent a letter Thursday to the university and the Ivy League applauding USA Swimming's new policy for transgender athletes. Okay, so it is the new policies. And arguing against teammate Leah Thomas's participation in the Ivy League championships this month. The letter urges Penn and the Ivy League... To support the swimmers, quote, as biological women and not engage in legal action with the NCAA to challenge. U.S. Swimming, the sports national governing body, released a new policy for elite transgender athletes Tuesday. The policy requires trans women to undergo hormone therapy and have low testosterone levels, less than 5 nanomoles per liter of blood, continuously for at least 36 months before applying to compete at the elite level. They must also provide evidence that going through puberty as their sex assigned at birth does not give them a competitive advantage over their, quote, cisgendered female competitors. USA Swimming said it was prompted to release the policy after the NCAA scrapped its 11-year-old guidance for trans athletes and adopted a sport-by-sport approach similar to the International Olympic Committee. Under the new NCAA guidance, athletes will look to the trans athletes' policies developed by their sports national or international governing bodies. For swimming, those bodies are USA Swimming and FINA, the International Swimming Federation, but FINA is still developing its own policy. The NCAA released a new policy last month after weeks of pressure from critics who said Thomas's participation is unfair. Thomas swam in the men's team at Penn for three years, then began swimming on the women's team in November. In December, she began the target of became the target of transphobic rhetoric. Nope. When she swam the top times in the nation in the nation this season in the 200-yard freestyle and 500-yard freestyle, mm-hmm. it's unclear whether the USA Swimming policy will reflect Thomas's eligibility. A spokesperson for the NCAA said in an email that, consistent with the group's policy, the commitment on safeguards and medical aspect of sport will review this challenge, this change in its next meeting and will make recommendations as it, as it deems appropriate, the NCAA Board of Governors. The letter from Thomas's teammates, which was sent Thursday by Nancy Hogshed-McCarr, an Olympic champion in swimming and founder of champion women, a nonprofit group that provides legal advocacy for girls and women in sports said they fully support Thomas in her decision to affirm her gender identity. Leah has every right to live her life authentically. The letter, which Hogshad Makar shared with NBC News says, however, we also recognize that when it comes to sports competition, that the biology of sex is a separate issue from someone's gender identity. The athletes contend that Thomas has an unfair advantage and that some of them have lost competitive opportunities as a result. They said that of the 41 members listed in the team's roster, only 18 are chosen to compete in the Ivy League championship, which, compete, which begin February 16th. We've all been told that if we spoke out against our inclusion into the team's competitions, that we would be removed from the team or that we would never get a job offer, the letter states. When media have tried to reach out to us, these journalists have been told that the coaches and athletes are prohibited from talking to them. We support Leah's mental health, and we ask Penn and the Ivy League to support ours as well. There it is.
0: Now, do you want to watch Leah oh, Thompson God. just smash smash the rest of these women oh, in God. a 500-meter freestyle? Let's see it. All right. So this is just the last leg, obviously. But uh, you will note right off the bat here. Let's go ahead and pull this up. Boom. Uh, oh, of course, I hit a button, so it jumps out. Leah Thomas, right, right oh. there. Right there. Here's, here's kind of the rest of the pack oh. coming up. Um, and just watch this thing. Okay. Bing, bang, boom. Way out in the head of the pack. Flip, flip, flip. Twist, twist, twist. Nobody's even made it yet. Nobody's even made it to the halfway mark yet on the lap. Oh, shit. And hot dog. Here it comes. Hard, easy, W. There it is. There it is. Now, look. Look at that fucking wingspan. The arms on that thing. Some real Michael Phelps style. Long arms. Short arms. It's not good, dude. It's not good. That's that. That's, that's that. Oh my God. I f- I, I'm just going to, I'm going to show up the, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do the Bridget Phetasy line. Women, women, <laughs> all these, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a woman, so I'm not going to, I'm just going to say it seems slightly unfair.
1: You can only deny reality for so long, not just the reality that there are in fact biological differences between men and women but that such widely affecting topics require a nuanced discussion, not a wholesale consumption of leftist rhetoric to save emotions. Damn. Almost. That wholesale consumption creates protected classes, can create situations that make or break futures and cause the people, children in this case, that want to do right by their, they're not children, they're adults. Yeah. Uh, so kids in this case, I still feel comfortable calling, calling them kids. Um, they want to do right by their friends and team, but also want the fair shake they worked for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. all these women i don't want to, i don't to want college. to dismiss anybody they're swimming in the ncaa yeah they fought very hard for this opportunity they uh, deserve yeah. that opportunity
0: i bet a lot of them got there by scholarship yeah you know they they've proved themselves before and now they don't even get a fair chance to compete anymore and if you're a woman i don't understand how you can find this even semi okay that means you're just not allowed to win anymore if that's the case if you're Unlucky enough to find yourself against somebody like Leah Thomas, just you're just done. Hopefully I don't you
1: can make it in third or second.
0: Hopefully, you can make it in yeah, and like in second place, and then maybe you'll be recognized for the skills that you have. Maybe even though you're probably fifty percent as good as Leah Thomas is, but I'm I'm not a fan of this man. I don't like to see. I don't like to see the patriarchy. Being real, real crafty and uh, <laughs> stealing so crafty. W's, buddy, because that's that's what I, I can't. I don't see this for anything other than it is. it It's a bunch of women that are losing out on their their chance at, at their shot and their chance to stand in the spotlight and really just girl powered up. You know, show me what you got. Sorry, I can't do it. You're racing against Leah show Thomas. Show me babe. what
1: you got. That is that what you're talking about. That's it. Is that what you're show
0: thinking? me. I, you know, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> Rick and Morty. But yeah, it's not cool. It's not cool, you know. But Penn State's got it going on, bro. You got Sandusky, and now you got Lee
1: Thomas. Sounds This great. is another example. Maybe this will prove to people that Joe Rogan is not a transphobe. <laughs> because this is an, another example. Impossible. Right? Another piece of evidence to indicate, just like Joe Rogan's show, our show, many of these other shows, that you can <clears throat> be, in, be in favor and in support of trans people, mm-hmm. right? You can have zero issues with trans people at all at all you can be in favor of them doing whatever they want with their own body because it's their own business and i super support you doing that you can also be in favor of biological women being separated from trans women as far as sports go and physical competition yeah. right in those arenas specifically specifically i don't physical got any problem if you want to play a chess match no it's whatever your brain is not different none of these other things are different no. but to act like you and i are not going to go into, I don't know, any given competition and be like, ah, we'll be fine. You know, we're yeah. women now. That's ridiculous.
0: Zuby. No. Zuby. It's... You remember that? that was I mean, that was a while back, but um, the UK, British rapper, entrepreneur, general kind of badass of yep. the world, Zuby, uh, identified as a woman for a day so that he can compete in a, uh, a lifting competition no. and won the gold and then. no Yeah, that's how he got big. Oh god, it's such a great video too. Yeah, that's how he really rose to prominence was the controversy after that, because he's like, This is ridiculous. And that's so we awesome. did that and then yeah. and then it's all just snowballed from there. Then yeah, he's the worst it's person. Ever. That's so awesome. I, I love that Zuby. so much. He's like the new Will Smith, bro. He's got clean rap and shit. I follow him, it's but wild. I didn't realize that that's what his yeah. like
1: fame was. Yeah, it was like uh That's awesome. Four or five years ago. Yeah. That is awesome. Just
0: cleaned house too.
1: I'm going to look it <laughs> right now. That's excellent. I love that right? so much. Oh,
0: God. <clears throat> so I think, uh, I'm trying to think, what's another leftist L? That's ha- There's
1: there's so many of them these days. Well, the dropping of all the mandates. Dropping um, all the mandates you know. is Interesting. It's gone on for so long, they literally can't deny it anymore. Yeah. Rapper Zuby beats female weightlifting record. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. It's so good. Does it say how much he lifted? While identifying as a woman in response to transgender athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, Try and stop see. me. <laughs> Does context matter
0: or not? That is
1: the question. Uh, it doesn't say how much he lifted, it just says that he beat it, he broke the record. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still the reigning record holder. That's so awesome! I'm I love sure. that so much. And it's just what a to, joke, just to fuck
0: you to the system. You know that's what that yeah. is. Oh, they took the video off of this. Of course um, they did. It's the it's but, the UK Sun, right? That's what you're looking at. The Sun, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not going to show that's that. that's So awesome. Did it say what when that happened? Um, let's see. This article is from March of 2019. 2019. That seems about right. That it seems is about right.
1: Absolutely incredible. Isn't
0: it? I love that. I love that even this far into it. Sometimes I can give you little tidbits of things that you don't we don't
1: remember, you know? What yes. I mean? It's great. Oh god. No. I think the only sports thing we have to mention is obviously um, the Rams won the Super Bowl. They right? did, indeed. Congrats to Matt Stafford. Congrats to Cooper Cup, who apparently Jordan, Cup. Jordan Dixon knows Cooper Cup, like went to school with Cooper Cup and was friends with him. Deadlift record of 528 pounds. Woo! And he said was without even trying. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's horrible.
0: Well, he is kind of a... Sh- He's kind
1: of one of those dudes you can feel like he could lift up a building if he tried. Oh, my God. Just deciding on a whim that Zuby says he's identifying as a woman. That's not how it works, says Don Ennis, a managing editor of Outsports News, an LGBTQ sports publication. Actually, it is because it that's is. exactly how it worked. You have
0: to trust his lived experience. You yes. have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Or her, sorry. If, he's, if Zuby's going to identify as a female during that time, um, then, I mean, these are the rules that you have set forth. And we just followed them. So sorry. Awesome. Yeah, it's legit. So he's a gold medalist. You know, he gets to wear that around for the rest of his life. That'll be fun. <laughs> and now I he's a life coach, bro. I he could teach so you much. how to do it too. I love it so much.
1: That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um,
0: that's, hey, there it is right there. Life coaches. There it is. Salt of the Streets life coach. So,
1: God, this week I wanted to end by reading a oh, segment of this dog. book, the segment I read to you earlier about reason. Oh, God. It's pretty powerful reason Penelope Tucker yeah and I also when I read it to Jordan the first time she said you got to read that to Colin because I think that could apply to you guys very easily mm-hmm. which I uh, appreciate it yeah I think so I can't wait to hear it see. come on here <laughs> there's yeah, too many you know, good bookmarks time.
0: in there that's the problem there's too much goodness in there, and book. I had to
1: start making marks um so that I had shit to talk about oh yeah um during the live streams mm-hmm yeah, not
0: a whole lot of wiggle room for on the live streams. No. <laughs> Gotta got it stuck.
1: <laughs> it's there it it's is. really interesting. Okay. All right. Um so with that we can pump the social one more time. I want to thank everybody for being here with us today. Obviously, I'm uh Colin. This is Colin over here on the other side. Yeah thank you for watching us here, youtube.com slash salt of the streets. By the way, That's that
0: was right. an impromptu callback to episode one. Oh. Over here, Colin yes. on the other side. That's over right. here. Um you haven't said that since Probably day one. That's legit. But we should we should celebrate our fucking anniversary, buddy. We don't have any I don't have any more beer. We can't we'll have to let's take a shot. We have Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we have here. We'll do do this. We still got like an
1: hour plus of content. I know. This was our
0: anniversary show. We made such a big Um, deal about it earlier in the week. Yeah.
1: Thursday was our three year anniversary of doing this show. So So. we start year
0: this is officially year four
1: of the Salt the Streets podcast. Spencer and Noah are starting a podcast, a sports podcast. Ooh. Um, and he's asked me about a little bit, some, like, mostly some hardware and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Well, I'll give you a little bit more. Um, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but I can also tell that because we don't, like, make money off of this, there's a stigma or, like, make, like, you know what I'm saying? Because we're not doing this as our sole career yet. Yeah. There is, like, a weird... They don't want to ask me about it too much you know i think oh, it's an yeah. air of like well he doesn't really know what he's doing because like they're not you know
0: now we're out. also in the social and political realm bro you try it's to get paid also up in a, yeah and that's <laughs> like i was
1: when i was telling jordan about it you know because it's going to be a sports podcast yeah which i think they could do very well and they both know a lot about sports it would be very interesting i listen mm-hmm. to spencer all the time i sat down in the bar with him listened for fucking 45 minutes one time so oh, yeah. they have could have very interesting conversation um and i told jordan i was like honestly it was like, if they start a podcast and got really famous like, i would be nothing but happy like, it might be not super only, jazz for him man. not only is that excellent because there are people that i know and they're getting famous I'm like it's also a completely different arena and there's no comparison at all so i no. don't take any i also don't take anyone else's success personally like that's no. not that's none of my business you know so the, i think it's funny that i can tell that they feel weird about it yeah they definitely feel weird I about it i don't feel weird about it at all that's you know, funny that, when well, it's you've been the in the game deal, for so long well, You the same deal just because we're not making. A living off this doesn't mean that we don't know what we're doing no it you know, does not mean we don't know what we're doing i we feel very much podcasts. feel very much we know
0: what we're doing <laughs> yeah so we will. the thing that really helps me with all that stuff is ben spiro talking about his his kind of rise to fame yeah he said he wrote he wrote articles i think he said for 10 years before he was he actually could support himself, right, and make a
1: living doing that. Well, and, and Dave Portnoy, Dave Portnoy, and no. uh, Ben Shapiro—that he did, he made uh, That's what, I'm thinking, of. That's what <clears throat> I'm thinking That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, he said he made the Barstool newsletter for ten years before yeah. he made money out you of it. You don't
0: do it to make money. No. You do it because it's a labor of love. And on that, happy anniversary, labor big shooter. Love. love you, buddy. I love you almost as much as I love this BSB. Just kidding. I actually like the other BSB better. but the, Sto- <laughs> <laughs> so, the socials, as we
1: said, you have oh, yeah, us on YouTube.com <laughs> slash Salt of the Streets. We have our Instagram at Instagram.com slash Salt of the Streets. YouTube, Facebook, fuck Facebook, Salt of the Streets. Boop, boop. Patreon, patreon.com slash Salt of the Streets. Mm. We also have our own personal social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. Colin is at Big Bird <clears> Offy. <throat> Big Bird Offy. On all of them. Both of those things. All of them. You can find all this information on salt of the streets.com. So blended in a few weeks if you need a haircut. A few location weeks. skate shop. Yeah, a few weeks. Location skate shop if you need a skateboard. Lexi Kyle on Twitch if you want to watch some streaming. Leggings and aprons on Instagram. Go to the Patreon, subscribe, help us make more and better content. Make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, and share this video with all your friends so they can see. What we have going on here with that.
0: Before you start, um, quick question. Yep. The video we watched of the foot race, the Bennett foot race between yeah, certain Spencer individuals. Was that Spence? That was Spence. Okay. So when Spence becomes famous on this sports oh, yes. podcast, <laughs>
1: yes. That's how we get him. Oh, <laughs> awesome. That is how we get him. That is hilarious. Okay. All right. So, with that, some poetic okay. prose. Yes. Yeah. So, this is a section from the March book of the Salted Streets Book Club, which is happening now. You can join it anytime. Do not be deterred. Come and join the community. Be a part of something bigger than yourself. <clears throat> Damn. This is from the March book, The Indifferent Stars Above by Daniel James Brown. Ooh. Check this out. It's an excellent book. Okay. This is from page 47. This is, speaking of a man named Reason Tucker, Red Reason Tucker was a large framed man, gentle, soft-spoken. He wore his beard, as was popular at the time, in a fringe around his clean-shaven face, a Virginian born of Scottish parents. He had been married and widowed once already, and he had now found himself a bachelor again as his second wife refused to follow him west. Traveling with him, though, were his three oldest boys, John Wesley, Stephen, and George Washington. Not George Washington, the president. This was 1836 or something to that effect. Long dead. <clears throat> All three of these families, the Tuckers, the Ritchies, and the Starks, and most of the others that gathered by the Missouri that third week in May, had much in common with the Graves family and with one another. Whether their ancestors first stepped ashore on the rich tidelands of Virginia or the stony shores of New England, they were almost all the children and grandchildren of men who had fought in the American Revolution. Many of them carried in their hands weapons that had been used in that conflict, and they carried deep in their hearts an absolute devotion to the idea that liberty was the most valuable thing they owned. They commonly and solemnly referred to the Fourth Day of July as the Glorious Fourth, without the slightest hint of irony or embarrassment. They named their sons Jefferson, Franklin, Washington, Lafayette, or Adams, lest those sons forget where they came from and how they had gained their unique and sacred freedoms. For the most part, they despised what they called the trammels of civilization, and preferred to stay close to the frontier even as it moved relentlessly westward. They believed deeply that they were destined to spread the light of liberty across the continent, to create, in fact, As Thomas Paine had put it, the birthday of a new world in the West. They tended to be forthright, plain speaking, earnest, friendly and trustworthy. They took a man at his word unless they had a good reason not to. And above all, they feared they fiercely self-reliant, unflinchingly independent. In the trying weeks and savage months ahead, though, they would find that one man's freedom could become another man's fetters. Powerful stuff.
0: Good Lord. And that's like a perfect primer for what we're going to talk about in the After Dark too. So Thank excited. you, everybody. Thanks, guys. It's been a real week. Everybody have a great weekend. This has been real. If uh, just a reminder, if you are interested in catching another half hour, 45 minutes, an hour uh, segment, make sure to check out the Patreon.com slash the Streets. Join up and you can join us for our After Dark session, oh. which we're going to start. <gasps>
1: Go ahead. Don't forget.
0: Fuck the CCP. Fuck the CCP. And we'll see you on the other side. To the
2: salt of the streets, coming at you every week. With a spoof of thought, hope you ready they-